I didn't like the way I was drinking. I didn't like how the hell, how my health. I didn't like that I was. I was the same weight, but I, I couldn't run the way I was. I would run and I'd feel like fucking shit. And I was like, but like if I was like, I remember someone saying on stage like, "You guys should be so lucky to have three friends who definitely don't have drinking problems and don't have problems with drugs." To go, I will take joy out of my life to stand in solidarity with you. I've got the blue. I've got the blue. I've got the alcoholic blue. No more beer, my heart to cheer. Goodbye, whiskey. You used to make me pretty. So long, highball. So long, Jim. Oh, tell me when you're coming back again. Blue. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. All right. Sober October is over. Sober October. Yeah, I don't mind that. Sober October. Um, today's episode of Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank is with Burke Kreischer. I'm calling it Sober October a November to Rebender. There's a semicolon in there or a colon. I, I don't know which. I think the one with the comma. That's oh, got to be semi. I should know these things, but English majors aren't about grammar. They're about literature. You guys, welcome to the episode. I just got off the Impractical Jokers cruise. The Princess Cruise? It wasn't Princess Cruise. It was, I don't know. It was one of those cruise lines. And the Impractical Jokers had a cruise in Sal Volcano. Um, just invited a bunch of comics who, who ends up liking each other and knowing each other to like come and be part of it. Um, so I was there with Bert and a bunch of other people, Rich Voss, Giannis, Vecchion, Sam Morrill, Tiana, I don't know, lots of people. Saifa. Um, okay, I've never been on a cruise before. I never thought I would. It, they're weird. They're strange. Okay, obviously, you're going to get chubby people. That's not a question. No matter what kind of cruise, the Kiss Cruise, Shiprocked, I'm, I'm sure, this one, you're going to get a chubbier set of people. Why? Well, here's why. Who would go on a cruise? Who would, like, willingly say, yeah, I want to spend my time, I have vacation time, and I'm going to spend that on a cruise ship? Not like, I'm going to go do it, hang out with the Impractical Jokers. I mean, like, I want to go to a cruise ship where they have buffets and they have nightclubs, fun shuffleboard, shit like that, music playing by a pool all the time. Who would do that? Answer. Not people I would normally hang out with. Um, That's exactly what it was. We had the comedians. We could hang out with the comedians. That part was great. Every time you saw a non-comedian who you're like, well, they seem normal, then you had to take a step back. I go, but wait a minute. They're on this cruise. And I'm sure there's a few people who are like, ah, fuck it. I really like the Impractical Jokers. I will also try a cruise, kind of like the way I did. Yeah, but that's not a safe assumption. The way safer assumption is, nah, this person has been on a cruise before or thought it was a great idea. The buffet problem alone where they serve you tons of pretty good food, above average food, just nonstop. 
just for days. It, 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 you can go at any time. So we're so bored, you know, and drinking so much, we end up going probably four times a day for full meals, and then you can get right back up when you finish and go hit yourself another meal. The immigrants that were working on the boat had to be just astounded at the sheer volume of food that was wasted, that people just go, nah, I'm done with this. I had a, I had a bite of the chicken. I don't like it. I'm going to get a different chicken. I don't care for this. It's not great. My friend says country fried chicken is the best. I'll, I will have that now. Waste this. Throw it away. You, you live like a king, like a redneck white trash king. The booze was flowing plenty, casinos. I mean, it was legitimately okay, kind of fun with, with, with uh, Kreischer there and Voss and all the guys. It was legitimately pretty fun. You talked to everybody. It was a good hangout. We went to Mexico, so we docked in Costa Maya. Could have been Costa Maya, Mexico. Fake Mexico. Not a real Mexico. It's a, I heard it's an island that the cruise lines own. Could be true, could be not. But... You get off this dock, and it's weird for a few reasons. First of all, they give you the Mexico that they that they think you want Mexico to be. So it's not it's not a real version of Mexico in any way. It's just a Mexican going, "What do Americans think about Mexicans?" Oh, you want you want thatch houses? We'll give you thatch houses here. Oh, what what else? You want? Spanish countryside? Okay. Here's Spanish countryside. And then they just like push all those together. You want Mayan influence? You got it. We'll have Mayan dancers. They look like birds. <laughs> you want sunglasses, hut? We had that too. It it was amazing. It made it made me feel weird from both from from their side, that they had to do this, and from our side, and they must just think Americans, if, if you live there, if that's where you make your job, you must just think Americans, if it's all from America, it's probably all from America, right? They probably don't come in from like England all the way to fucking Costa Maya. So you must just think Americans are all obese, like 50% obesity rates. If the only Americans you see are the ones who get off cruise ships, it wasn't just our cruise ship. There was like four docked at the same time. If that's your only version of it, you must think, Jesus Christ, man, these Americans are fat as shit and they love buying nothing. They just had those tchotchke shops just for like, hey, you want to buy anything? And Bert did it. He got his fucking matching rings, said Bert and Ari, they fucking handmade with fishing wire right there. Bert's like, we should get something. And he just see it in his eye. He's one of them at heart. Grew up in fucking central Florida. He's one of them. He comes from trash. You, trash is as trash does. No, that's not the right sign. You can take the you can take the guy out of the trash, but you can't take the trash out of the out of the white. Yeah, you can take the white out of the trash. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't work. Oh, so he's like just dr- just obliterated drunk, looking for anything to put his money on. Oh, should I get a hat? Bert, you do already have a hat, and I know you have another one back in the cabin. So I don't know if you need a hat. Uh, maybe I should... Oh, rings. 20... Yeah, okay. Let's buy rings. Sure, man. Um, 
Yeah, it was strange. It was strange. And then we, we go out there. We, me and the other people went to a private beach. Not a private beach, excuse me. Excuse me. A beach a little further away from the dock. So like three stops over. Still touristy as shit. They had these fucking one-hour massages for 25 bucks. 20 if we got three. Me, Kim, and, and Luis Gomez. Luis Gomez was there. Tony Hinchcliffe was there. Um, we're like, yeah, sure. Fucking 40 minutes, shitty Mexican massage. Just like barely even doing it. I was like, no, no, neck, neck and shoulders. Okay, how about some legs? No, no, neck and shoulders. Super high, by the way, in the reach around. I get that it might be that, but not on the beach beach, right? You can't do a jerk-off massage at a beach. Um, whatever. It was nice. It was just nice being with friends. Smoke cigars. Do fun shit. You know? Just a fun time. In a garbage environment. Would I ever go back and do another cruise? I'm not sure. I will tell any comedian, though, that you should do it. The Impractical Jokers cruise, they make it a good time. Those people made sure we had a good time. We ate well. We ate like fucking kings. I'm telling you, it was so gross. I had to have gained 10 pounds. Not joking. Four days, 10 pounds. I think that's about right. Oh, my stomach just keeps pushing out. It was just pushing out. <sighs> so on today's podcast, here's what I did. I interviewed Burt Kreischer. By the way, this podcast you can listen to on Laughable, um, as you can every week. You can also see other podcasts I'm in on Laughable. If you go to my page on Laughable, there's a different page for every comedian. If you go to their page, you can see the podcast they've appeared in. It's a really great app. It's available on iPhones right now. iPads as well. Samsung's Go Fuck Yourself. No, what's it? Not Samsung's. What's the other one called besides iPhones? Androgyny? Nope. Android. Got there. Got there. Um, so check out Laughable. It's a free app. Free app, and it makes your podcast listening experience way better. Um, so anyway, I had Bert in. We talked before our second to last yoga class that we did in, uh, in Phoenix. Um, before that, I was in Los Angeles for two days. So I talked to him in his front patio. We smoked a cigar, sat in his front, front porch on the lawn, um, didn't drink. Just had water and smoked and talked about alcohol. Just his long trip into alcohol, how he got started. You know what I mean? This guy bleeds Drambuie. I'll leave that there. And, um, and yeah, we just want to talk about how it got started while he's been sober and clear-headed. This is about day 20, 25, I think. From there, I went to Phoenix, hung out there for four days at the All Things Comedy Podcast Festival. Tremendous. So much fun. Another great one with tons of comics, no industry, maybe three or four agents to help put it together. It was great. Just a good hangout. Just a great hangout. Probably the Punch Drunk Sports Podcast we did there, probably the best, wildest live podcast I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. I mean, you got to get it. We're going to try to make 3D video. Uh, my friend Joshua took 3D video of it, so we're going to try to put that up, but... You know, some places get taken out. I might have to put it up on Pornhub. Um, all right. So, and then I went from there. I went to Grand Canyon. Oh, I'll talk about Grand Canyon another time. But uh, right now, let's start the episode. Um, this is all going to be about... Okay, so here's what we do. This is all going to be about alcohol. I talked to him on the 25th-ish. Right? Yes, 25th. Um, and then we stopped in the middle. We took a break. We picked it up again on the boat, drinking beers, 
on a on the deck deck top top deck that we just found that day he hadn't seen it the whole time this is the last day of the cruise last sunset and we got up there and we talked it might be wendy uh in the mics but who knows but and then we talked being back on alcohol how that was okay so two-parter all they'll all be together you know i'll take a little break put in a song um my tour is going to start. The Wandering Juice tour starts in 2018. My first tour in 14 months. You know, I did this uh, 15-minute spots on the Joker's Cruise and and like a 10-minute spot and on the All Things Comedy Festival and a couple of podcasts, but this is my first tour, my first headlining tour since I recorded Double Negative. So I'm excited about it. So here are the dates. Starting in January, I'll just tell you the places. You guys go to reshafir.com for tickets to all those shows. Athens, Georgia, Asheville, North Carolina. Where else do we got? Denver. We're doing live storytelling shows. Fucking Sean Patton, Joe List, Mark Norman, Steve Simone. One more. Um, Wednesday through Thursday in Denver at the Comedy Works. Fox Theater in Connecticut at Foxwoods. The Wilbur, two shows. The 27th of January, get tickets. Providence. Philadelphia, Sacramento, where else do I got? Salt Lake City, we got nothing in between there? No Sacramento's later. Seattle, at the Crocodile, back at the Crocodile, where Nirvana played, I love that place. Vancouver's being announced soon at the festival, Edmonton, Comic Strip, and then I'll be headed to Melbourne, but that's once the spring has started. So that is my 2018 winter tour, Boise maybe in that, that might get announced next week. Go to AriShafir.com for tickets to any of that. Tell friends who live in those cities that I'll be back on tour with my new hour. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start. Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank, episode three. Oh, man, I don't even have an idea of how many it is. Episode three. 308, 308, episode 308. Sober October. A November Terry Bender. No. Sober October. Yeah, we'll do Sober October. A November Terry Bender. All right. Starts now. This is on Bert's porch, front yard, excuse me, downplay what you've gotten for your life. Booze would make this so much better. Booze would make it better. Here's the problem. I told you, I went with Giannis and, and, and did I tell you this? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, the cigar shop? Yeah. Perfect time for scotch. Yeah. Cigar goes with a glass of scotch. Yeah. Slowly sip on it, clear the palate. <sighs> yeah, it would. And there's something, I feel like there's something about, like when I don't have a drink, I spit a lot. But when I have a drink, I, I end up not spitting. You mean when you're smoking cigars? Yeah, I also like smoking in a, in a cigar shop. I like having a cigar in a cigar lounge. Yeah. Um, and it with a drink. classy. 
you ever do things that seem classy to your like 15 year old self and now you're like yeah I can go to that but it's like do it then you know it's so funny I told Leanne um, this the other day the first time I ever drank by myself yeah I was probably 15 years old I was that was my first question what's that that was my first question that was your first question yeah <laughs> I uh I was I was at home by myself and it was like a Saturday and I just wanted I was like curious what it felt like like I'd, I'd always drank in front of people not, not always drank but like I'd, I had like two opportunities in life where I where booze was around and I pretended to drink and I pretended mean? like meaning like uh like I took a sip but I didn't get drunk but then I acted drunk you oh know? yeah yeah it's very high school yeah and it was I was probably was like school. 14 when that middle happened school, yeah. maybe 8th grade 14 and then one day I was home I might have been 14 I was probably 14 maybe and I thought I, I want to try it just try it I remember grabbing a bottle out of our liquor cabinet and then walking over to where our fireplace was yeah. thinking because I thought I might have to spit it out and I tried it it was gin you would try gin first? It was the first. I didn't know any difference, but I'd heard of gin, so I was like, "Well, gin sucks." I was like, "If gin's the one I hear of, that's got to be the good one." Yeah. So I tried it, and I swallowed it, and I felt sick. I felt I was going to throw up, and then I had this moment of clarity where I said, "Dude, it's just you. Who are you trying to impress? Like, do you really want to get drunk?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "Do you care to be drunk?" And I was like, "No." This is in my head. I was like 14 years old, and I was like, "Then what the fuck are you doing?" Wow. And then I literally went back. We had blue couches. I sat on our couch, and Scooby Doo was on. And I just was like, "Dude, you really just want to watch Scooby Doo?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like fourteen, and I I was like, "I don't really care to drink." I didn't really drink at all until I was probably, I mean, not even joking. I had a couple times where I got a buzz, a buzz. Yeah. I didn't really drink until I was twenty-two. Until twenty-two. Yeah. I remember having that same thing where. You know, I didn't drink. We had this thing where my dad would, would pour himself a Heineken when we lived in North Carolina. And all the kids, like, he'd pour it into a glass at the table. Probably Shabbos table. Maybe not. Maybe just a regular day. Yeah. And we'd all go, overflow, 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 overflow. And we just wanted that the suds to come up and go with Overflow? Yeah. <laughs> That's all we wanted. Overflow, overflow, overflow. And he would pour it. He's like, we'll see. And it would pour it and it would come up, you know. And then, like, the head would go over the edge and then, like, it oh. wouldn't. I'm like, oh. And then sometimes it would overflow. We'd love it. But never drink about it. Had a sip of that. Like, ew, gross. Yeah. And then one day, the house that, that we eventually, we're still at now, we moved to Maryland, moved around a couple times, then we stayed somewhere. And I remember it being on the counter, just a beer. I, I was alone, same thing. And I got a beer from the fridge, put it on the counter, opened it up. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try this. Yeah. And I tried it. Heineken's a good beer. Yeah. This podcast brought to you by Heineken, everyone. Um, <laughs> and I was like, this is good. I don't hate it. Yeah. This is good now. It's the first time I remember liking liquor. I mean, booze, alcohol. I remember thinking, I mean, I, I, you know, it's, it's so hacky that this is an experience, a real genuine experience of mine because it's a story I tell every fucking night. Yeah. But uh, I remember realizing the power of alcohol in Russia. I remember realizing I'm a fun drinking guy. Like people like me a lot when I drink, and I was making these fucking gangsters laugh so hard. Yeah, I, mean, I was being hacky as shit. It was all hacky stuff. Yeah, I mean, you could do like the sprinkler dance, and they'd lose their fucking minds because <laughs> they had no frame of reference for it. Like, what? Dude, look like a sprinkler. Yeah, yeah. and and I, I mean, I, 
I remember being like, oh, I'm fun when I'm drinking. And then that whole, I backpacked, I was in Russia for a few months, backpacked through Europe for a few months. And that whole time I was a big, I was, I was like the drinking guy. Like it was like, it was almost like I discovered a part of my personality. What, it was like your place. What do you mean? Like one guy adds this to the party. One guy adds this to the, not the part of the group. Yeah. I was in, I was the one that was looking for adventure. I was the one that. Back to Europe? Yeah. It was great. Uh, I don't know. Is that where you went to Corfu? Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember going to, there was a hostel in, uh, in. You stayed in hostels? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. In Austria. It was a great hostel. If you, if you, I hope it's still there. I'm going back to Austria. Are you really? I'm I'm going to Austria. A reunion. Um, and, uh. And my buddies were on a train. My buddies were tra- traveling with this girl, Jody, uh, Jody Soa, uh-huh. who I ended up having a crush on and keeping in touch with up until I met Leanne, to be honest with you. Um, and then she, she, they all had gone to Rome. I didn't want to go to Rome, so I just got on a train from Florence and went straight, or not from wherever it was. They went to Florence. We were in Rome. They went to Florence. I, I skipped it and went straight to Austria. I got there early. We were partying. I met people. I was like, it was a great way to meet people, have a few beers. And I was funny. I was loud. And I remember they were about to close the bar. And I go, hold on. My friends aren't here yet. I'm My friends are on their way. And they're like, uh, we got to close. And I go, how about this? How about if I keep you laughing? If I keep you laughing, you won't close the bar. And the guy goes, how are you going to make me laugh? Yeah. And I remember slowly taking my shirt off and he started smiling. And I was taking my shirt off and I go, <laughs> it, go it, gets, it gets wilder. And he goes, how much wilder? And he kicked, like pushed back to the other side of the bar, like, and let, like almost giving me space. Yeah. And I hopped up on the bar and I started dancing and they were playing music. They were playing Love Cats by The Cure. And I my friends walked into that bar, backpacks on, and saw me on the bar. I go, they're here. And the place went fucking nuts. And they're like, we're open for another hour. And my friends were Dude, I remember being like that trip, realizing the power of alcohol. I went out then on the steps and told Jody that I thought I was in love with her. But how did that work out? Did you guys get married? Uh, no, no, <laughs> but but uh, no, but no. We kept in touch throughout the whole time, and then yeah, we had one night in New York where we hooked up. Really? And it was right before I met Leanne, and then I met Leanne, and I had to call her and say, You're "Hey, right. I'm, I'm in love with somebody. I'm going to get married." And she was like, huh? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Jody, how did she Jody, take it? Good, good. I, you know, I know. He had that same thing with a, with a woman who's a comedian. Uh, I'll tell you afterwards who. Um, and uh, that comedian just won't talk to him 12 years later. Still says, fuck you. <laughs> Me and Jody got along so well. Uh, there was something about her that, that I very quickly I realized Leanne had that Jody didn't have. And it's Jody was always, Jody was always in search of the party. She was always in search really? of the like the big thing, and I I think I provided that for her in Europe, and then when I met Leanne, I was like, oh, Leanne's cool with just me, and I was like, well, that's what I want out of life. I want someone who's like, hey, what do you want to do? You want to get a pizza and watch a this watch tra- the travel Philadelphia crushes story? are different than than uh, at home crushes. Yeah, they they just they can't they're not the same thing. Jody's still absolutely gorgeous. Really gorgeous. I'll be the judge of that. Okay, I'll pull her up. Yeah, of course I got it. She lives in uh, Malibu now. No way. Yeah, she's uh, really successful. I think she works for Reebok. She's hot in Malibu. She's beautiful. I'll pull her up on Facebook. There are people that are the life of the party. When Steve Simone quit drinking, it was like, dude, why? We like you as a drunk. Dude, that's, can I tell you? You're doing the worm through a fucking bar. (laughs) And it's fucking hilarious. We saw Eve one night. Remember Eve. Yeah, 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 yeah. We saw it, not bar, not at a bar. We saw it at Jerry's, the Jerry's that closed down on Beverly. 
Yeah. And, and Simone was like, I got to go say something. And he went over he, there. she's from Philly. Yeah. And he went over there. The bouncers put a hand on his chest immediately. He goes, nah, nah, I just want to say, I'm from Philly, and I remember this. And he started dancing, and eventually she was like, put she's hand, the far left. Put your hands down, bouncers. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. yeah. And she's fun as fuck. Really? Oh. Like, and I'm, I have no regrets, obviously, and I don't know if it would ever. Jody, I used to break Jody's balls and say that I was the one that got away for her. Yeah. And she's like, no, I was never in love with you. But I think she says that now because I got married. I really feel, still think. One of her friends got drunk at a bar one night and was like, you were Jody, the one that got away for Jody. And Jody got pissed. I was like, that is not true. That is not true. Um, I got to tell this guy when he's competing me. When's he coming? I, I don't know, but so I'll just say what's happening. I'll just some fucking yeah. some movie guy wants to meet me. Yeah, for a to, for a part. And you know how I feel about Hollywood. It's like I'll I'll do it if it seems cool. I'm not looking for roles. It's so I'm bizarre when I see you in a movie. I saw you in a movie the other day. Keeping up with the Joneses. Ugh. Was that it? Probably. Was that it? That or what was that? What? That or the fucking the the reality sh- the, the hidden camera show. What was the we're keeping up with the Joneses? It was Galifianakis and John Hamm. It was keeping up with the Joneses. And Wonder Woman. Yeah. Did I tell you what I said to Wonder Woman? No. She's so hot. And Israeli. Isla Fisher is pretty hot, but uh, she's super hot. And I was yeah. trying. I was like, what should I say? You know? I think I texted you. I was like, dude, you worked with Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, and uh, so I was like, got a, like a minute alone with her, and I was like, um, my dad's from Israel, and she was like. Oh, yeah. And then just turned and walked. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so there's like, there's some part for you. And I guess they like you and they want to meet you. And I'm like, well, I'm leaving LA. And she's yeah. like, when? Can you meet him tonight? I'm like, I'm leaving LA at, at 6.50. I'm going to the airport. She goes, oh, fuck. Maybe I guess we're on the phone or something. I'm like, if he wants, he can, I mean, he can drive into the airport. <laughs> she's like, I'll ask. And she goes, okay, he's driving to the airport. <laughs> I think that's great. So pick you up. So I got to tell him, um, Hey, see if you can get me a part. Oh, absolutely, I will. That'd be more fun. Oh, I'd love to be in a movie. You know who used to get me uh, auditions all the time? Steve Byrne. I got no auditions ever, and then I got like, well, not I got like three a year theatrical. Yeah, and then like four in a month for um, what was his show? Sullivan's Son. Sullivan's Son. He never once brought me in on that, and I always kind of wondered why he didn't. Oh, I know why. He told me about that. No, he did he not. He doesn't care for you. Oh, shut up. He said he wants to work with comics, and so he didn't consider you a comic. Oh. So you're more of an actor or host. I guess I did have a TV show at the time, whatever. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to give me... They, they were small roles. I didn't appreciate that TV show until you told me I should. Sullivan's Sons? No, no. Uh, Travel Channel. What do you I was mean? like, I remember one time we were in the man cave, we were talking, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, it's nice. It's, like, it's not like anyone would want my gig you know it's like and you were like are you kidding me everyone would love your gig yeah you get to go fun yeah. places and make money and just I, didn't, I never saw it that way I just looked shit. I looked at it as not an acting role at the time and then you saw that to me and I was like yeah this is a pretty cool gig and the next week I was in Jamaica and I was on this peninsula in an infinity pool that was heated naked and my maid came in to d- deliver my breakfast and coffee that had been ordered for me by my producer and she saw me and she goes boy when I die and come back I want to come back as you you got the life and I was like I was like I do I, and it all hit me at that one place the Jamaica Inn if you get a chance go to the Jamaica Inn it's not near any of the resorts it's off the beaten path but um, where is that? It's in, uh, it's not in like Negril or it's in ju- just in Jamaica. <laughs> it's by the Blue Irie Hole, which is do not go to. Oh, no, no, no. Go to the Blue Irie Hole if you can. It's like a swimming hole, but everyone's naked. In there. Jamaica? In Jamaica. Um, Ari's texting. Sorry. I hate this it's shit okay. so much, but it's like, I should. Okay. 
And you're texting like like Kyle Cease in 19. Your daughter laughed at me. Oh, when she, she saw was the like, phone? She, she was like, yeah, maybe she. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta realize like, well, like, they have phone. iPhone sevens. <laughs> what? What is that? She's never seen that in her life. She's never seen it in her life. How She's old is she? Never uh, eleven. Eleven. Oh, this was eleven years old. Yeah. She's yeah. never like she wouldn't know phones until iPhones. Yeah, she was one. The iPhone came out. Yeah. Maybe less. Oh, the iPhone came out before she was born. I'm sure. I thought it just had its 10 year anniversary. Well, that makes sense. The iPhone 10's coming out. That does make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. When, okay. What was your. F- when did you become the life of the party? Was it there? Uh uh-uh, uh. When I joined the party animal. When, when I joined was that. When I joined the fraternity. That's a, I bet that's a lot of people's story. When I joined the fraternity, I did not know my personality. Um, you mean I was developed enough because you were too young? My dad said to me. My dad said to me when I was in high, when I graduated high school, he goes, "The good thing about you going to college, buddy, is you get to be whoever you want to be. You don't have to be this moron over. jock that you've been your <laughs> whole life." What he thought of you? Yeah, and I was I'm like, like, "I'm not that dad." I was like, "What?" He was like, "None of this bullshit. Like, fucking decide to be smarter. Just take studying seriously. Like, you know, like." And so I heard that, and I remember the first day we were there, they had like uh, the student union had like a like a swap meet, like where you buy stuff and. And I remember buying a fishbone poster. Fishbone. I, remember, I saw them. They played in Maryland. All I knew is they had a black guy in the band and it wasn't hip hop. And I was like, I'm going to. What was their song? You're Ugly or something? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I was talking to Bob Forrest from, uh, with Dr. Drew the other night and he's good friends with Fishbone. Really? Yeah, but uh, I bought a Fishbone album. I bought some Birkenstocks. What? And I was like, I was like, man. Oh, college. I was like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to read and I'm going to be smarter. And I met this chick that. <laughs> I can already tell you, mission not accomplished. <laughs> Dude, you know what we did the first fucking, this is maybe the, this is, this was how college started and it, and it didn't continue this way. Yeah. The first week of uh, classes, we were in, I think, Divinity or Doheny Hall. It was a, it was semi-co-ed. There were five floors of girls and, f- and five floors of guys. Separate floors. Separate floors. That's what we had at Dorchester. So what we did is during hours where you could go on the girls' floor, me and my buddy Jeff Hartley oh, we didn't have those. went and knocked on every door, on the f- and we said, this first day we're going to cover f- the first floor. Knocked on every door. We said, hey, we're uh, with the Florida State, we're with the mattress uh, committee. we got to check to see if your tags are on your mattresses. And they'd be like, sure. So we come in and lift up, and we go, yeah. Ta-. And if they were hot, we'd be like, ah, fuck, your tags are... And we try to talk to them, and that was our way in. <laughs> And uh, this is why there's statutory rape laws. Because oh, younger women are not able to fucking. I hooked up with mentally. Whitney, uh, Whitney Powell. Mm-hmm. Google her. She lives in Orlando. She's beautiful. Whitney Powell. The first night. Uh, the next night, I knew all these people. Hooked I ended up, up with her. I hooked up with her. I remember. Wow. Try, I remember we. Wow. T- I, I tried to have sex. Meaning, like I tried to get in her pants, and she said, "It's my first night of college. I can't get." Lose, I can't not lose my journey. I can't have sex my first night. And I was like, cool. That seems fair. But then I was the next night. I was like, we got floor number two. So we went on floor number two. Uh, I hooked up with I don't I don't remember her name, but I hooked up a girl on floor number two the next night. The next night, floor number three was a black floor, and I hung up with what? This, yeah. It was all black. They used to segregate uh, back then, and, and, and yeah, <laughs> and so it was all black chicks. And me and Jeff hung out with this girl. Uh, these girl, this girl Vanilla is the only one I remember her name. Vanilla, her black chick named Vanilla, and she was the first person who ever told me that white dudes smell like wet smell dogs. Like wet dogs. Yep. I've tried to smell that, and I can't. I can't. I can't draw that smell. I can't. I can't. I, Even but, when they're wet, white. It's like, I just don't. 
Yep. And then, and then the whole time we were looking for this one girl that I'd seen in the elevator in ori- at orientation. She was gorgeous. So the next night it was floor five. The next night it was floor six. Then we got up to floor ten because there were boys' floors, you know. On the li- very, every night hooked up with a new chick. Every night hooked up what? with a new chick. Every night. Every fucking night. I'm going five for five. Get up to floor ten. And I, I say to my buddy Hartley, I cannot believe we haven't seen that one chick I saw in the elevator. The very last door on floor ten on the right. The last door. She opens it and I go, you're her. Her name is Alex McEachran. And, I was, and she's like, yeah. And I go, I saw you in the elevator. I think you're beautiful. I want to date you. She's like, I have what? a boyfriend. Boyfriend? Mike Vecchione. That's the one. Yeah. That's the, and, and he's the wrestler. He's the wrestler Mike. I wow. think she is, I think she might have had a, she might have, might have just wait. broken up with Mike and dating this guy Ray or I don't remember how it goes Mike and will remember she, it and, she, and Mike is like you're the fucking dude from Florida State yeah when I ran into Mike fucking 15 years later maybe I said I, I dated a girl from Boca and he was like I dated a girl from Boca no I said shut up he's like I grew up in Boca who I said she was Miss Boca High and he was like I dated Miss Boca High I said who he said I mean, Alex yeah and I said I, I dated Alex I go hold on you're, you're Mike the wrestler and he goes you're Bert from Florida St- Oh my god wow. And we sat across from each other Big J is getting high as shit Trying to take it the- in Yeah And I, we almost I almost fought Mike Right went, there? No, 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 uh, no. I was like That seems like <laughs> That summer we went down to Boca to hang out And Mike was at this guy Rashid's house Rocket was his nickname Yeah And they were all partying And me and Hartley walked in With Alex and her friend Kristen And uh, Mike was in a Cut off Like Cut off sleeves Cut down to the hip you Mike know? could easily, if he wants to be, could easily be a toolbox. Can I tell you? Yeah. For 15 years, I thought he was. Yeah. I read him off in my head. I was like, that guy, wonder what that guy's doing with his life. Then I watched his stand up. <laughs> exactly what you're doing. And he's great at he's it. He's fucking better than I am. <laughs> I was like, I remember seeing him on Last Comic Standing going, he's fucking hilarious. And then hanging out with him going, God damn, he's funny. And, and then going, we found this out. And oh. I was like, I was like, that girl had great taste. She should be a manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then I didn't really drink. I remember you above, stayed in the dorms. You didn't join a frat. I know I joined a fraternity. I think a lot of my personality that we've been talking about this week, like the things where I find myself in situations where where people are um, people are like either like I don't know. It's just this weird personality I think that I I fall into um, with people, and uh, and that was happening my freshman year, and then I was inconsequential. I got hazed really hard, and then. When we became brothers, uh, I was a, I was still a freshman, and I realized in these chapter meetings I was the funniest person in the fraternity. Like very quickly, I was just so much quicker than anyone else. And in a really like, and by the way, and I'm not shitting on. I had really funny guys in my fraternity. Yeah, but I was so you became a professional quick, comedian. That's- and I would and I would write songs. And I'd play the guitar and play joke songs, but I would just have one-liners. I remember Eddie Fernandez came up and he was talking about, uh, talking. this was going to sound as funny as it was in the moment, yeah. but Eddie Fernandez um, came up to talk about uh, about uh, homecoming. And he was like, uh, so I've got, uh, I've got Pie 5, we've got Pie 5 for homecoming, and I made a joke and everyone laughed. And Eddie was like, hey, guys, let me get through this. And so he said something else and it led into a great joke and I made another joke. And everyone laughed. And he was like, Seriously, Bert, let me get through this. He made one more joke, and everyone laughed real hard. And the president at the time, or the, uh, I think it was the president, Kurt Agliano, stood up, and he goes, Hey, 
one more fucking joke about Pi-Fi and you're fucking out of here. Do you understand me? Yeah. And I was, and it was quiet. And he sat back down and he goes, Eddie, please continue. <laughs> and I go, two Pi-Fi's walking a bar. And the place <laughs> went fucking bananas. <laughs> and terrible. Kurt and Eddie, as mad as they were, could not help but laugh. And he's like, you got to fucking leave. And I was like, it's worth it. And I walked out, standing ovation, the whole fraternity's cheering. And I just walked out. By the way, I'm like 18 years old. I'm yeah. 18 years old. Feeling it. And with a group of like 22 year olds and, and I, and, but I didn't really, I didn't really drink. I didn't, I never really drank. My brother has a story when he was like in sixth or seventh grade or something like that. Uh, this guy, Max, Maximum something, Maximilian, I forget his name. Uh, he was chewing gum. You know, you're not allowed. Yeah. One time I was prepared and like, do you have enough gum for everybody? He's like, I do. I had like a 30 pack on purpose waiting for it. <laughs> and I was like, here you go. And the teacher's like, you fucking idiot. Fine. Come to everybody. But Max. She goes, Max, what are you chewing? And he stood up. He already knows he's about to get kicked out of class. He goes, my cud. And she's like, you're out of here. I'm already going. (laughs) I'm already walking. It was like defiance. (laughs) Yeah. Frat life, though. Like, I I didn't. Me and all my friends were like, we're not going to join frats, right? Like, no. It sounds so crazy to fucking pay for friends. And then all of us, except two, me and Avi Lerner, joined frats. We're like, what the fuck is with everybody? Oh, dude, that was... I still have a part... That that developed a part of my personality I never grew out well, of. But you get to go to the parties. You get to go to the parties anyway. Yeah. We're the frat parties all the time. I was a social chairman for four years. Social I was just, chairman. Greek because I was, I was just someone who could throw a fucking crazy party. Really? Dude, I would take shit to the next level. I'd be like, all right, here's what we're going to do. And he'd just stand up a chapter and be like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Chili Willie, you're going to dress in a grass skirt who's overweight He's like, oh, I don't see that happening. And we're like, we're going to build a throne, and we're walking you through campus. We're going to kill beers through the entire walk through campus. We're going to Tridelt. I'm going to give a speech, and I just do stand up in front of Tridelt. Wow. And then what's Tridelt? That was a sorority. It was like sorority. the best okay. sorority. And so, and we go. We have no plans of having Delta, a party. Delta, Delta, yeah, Delta, Tri Delta. Delta, yeah, three Delts. Okay. And we go and do it, and I would say to like I, on the fly, I didn't know what I was going to say. I go, Willie, uh, just uh, like like almost like Leslie Nielsen. I was like, uh, just say things in a language and I'll translate and so he would he murdered just saying any type of car Honda Accord uh, Daihatsu and then I'd go uh, the honorable chili and it was just it just destroyed but then and then and then uh, yeah and then but, but I didn't really drink I didn't ever didn't really, really drink I didn't drink I didn't drink until dude there's a part of me that wanted to be in shape and ripped and like were you back then I was in much better shape than I am now, but... How much do you weigh now? Two... As of today? Today, 217. 217. 217. How much do you weigh in the weigh-ins? Uh, 222. 221. 221. The second day. Yeah. I guarantee you I'm skinnier than Tom right now. I would say you would be. Yeah. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Do you remember when we got done the, the last podcast where we all did the bet and we were drunk? Yeah. And we went back to Tom's house? Oh, uh-huh. And the weight, the weight difference was 0.4. Between you guys, me and Tom, yeah. Oh yeah, we weighed each other upstairs. Yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't. When I went to Russia, I started drinking. And then when I came back, when you went to Russia. You started drinking. That's when I and I was I wasn't a big drinker. You had gotten drunk before though. I gotten drunk. Yeah, I've okay. definitely gotten drunk. I'd done drugs. I'd done mushrooms. I'd done uh, ecstasy. I did coke. Uh, I had smoked weed. Uh, I'd done every drug acid. I've done every drug there was, but wasn't my thing. Like to party, you know. Was I was like I was like yeah, I could. Give a guy who didn't care, um, and then when I went to Russia, and I did, the language barrier was one of the things, and I just started drinking with these guys, and I could make them laugh. And then when I went backpack through Europe, I was like, oh, this is a part. This is a very easy way to make friends. 
Then, when I got back, my that girl I dated cheated on me with Jeff Hartley, my best friend. Oh, they had sex. Jeff, what are you doing? Uh, he he's, he'd apologize profusely now. He, I think, but adversely, Mike Osborne, one of my buddies, is like, "This is the day after I find out," and he goes, uh, "He goes, hey man." I don't know. How, I was I was destroyed, dude. Jeff was in my yeah. fraternity. He's like my best friend, oh. and I was like, and I dated this chick for like four years, five mm. years, and uh, Mike Osborne was like, "Buddy, I don't know how to fix these emotions you have, but I will tell you, if we drink, there'll be less then." Wow. And uh, we went back to Clint Munn's house, and I got drunk that night, and I felt better. And that is when drinking started hard for me. My therapist, when I was in my deepest depression, I was trying to find out what was causing it, and I was like. We a lighter. Yeah, I was like, "Is it possible?" I didn't want to face this, but I was like, at some point, I was like, "I have to face it." I'm like, "I smoke a lot of weed. Could that be part of it?" I really didn't want it to be that, so I wouldn't want to a- ask him. And um, and he goes, "This guy's smart. This guy like doesn't take insurance. Kind of smart, you know." And um, he was like, "No, the studies that I've seen show that uh, weed offers a short term relief from depression, long term no effect whatsoever." Yeah. Alcohol, on the other hand, offers a short-term relief for depression and a long-term increase in depression. Yeah. But it does offer a short-term relief for depression. Dude, I took, that's how I medicated until I met Kristen Medock. And my and next girlfriend. Started, then you started I, on coke? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I drank. And then I went to, and then she dumped me. I was in New York. And, well, then, and then Rolling Stone wrote a fucking article about me saying I was the number one party in the country. By the way, I was a big partier. Yeah. I was just loud. I was just, I wasn't like as much as a drunk. Take your shirt off back then all the time? Yeah, I've been taking my shirt off. I grew up in Florida. That's like part of Florida. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't think I, like, I was barefoot a lot, too. When they were, when we were in uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand. Yeah. Uh, it's old walled city. And you're in Thailand, so you feel like you should, you know, it's like vacation. You flip-flops and shirt off, you know? Mm-hmm. And they go, hey, listen, I, the signs are everywhere. I know it's this. When you're inside the walled city, this is sort of a holy city. They're like, don't. Don't treat this like a like a beach house. Yeah, like keep your shirt on. And they're like, you wouldn't take your shirt off in in in, in downtown Manhattan, so don't take it off here. And I was like, I actually take my shirt off all the time in downtown Manhattan. I don't know if that changes things. One of my <laughs> favorite shirtless moments with you ever is when do you remember it? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll lead you into it. What is it? We were in Montreal, and we walked from lunch back to the hotel shirtless. And as we got to the corner of the hotel where expectation was, all the black comics were... uh, What's his name? The heart attack? Keith Robinson. Keith Robinson. It was every (laughs) black comic was on that corner. Black people hate white dudes with their shirts off. And we walked up and I watched Keith. I watched Keith... Like, a slow oh, pitch of a oh, softball, and I watched him stepping it twice, going, "I don't he want loves it." Mocking people, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he loves mocking people. And then someone got a. I think Moshe got a picture of us hanging out with all the black comics with our shirts off, and they were all they were doing were making fun of us. Uh-huh. We're like, I don't care, take it. Yeah, Keith yeah. made fun of me once so hard for a tweed suit I had that I thought was cool as fuck. I saw it at H and M, then I went back to get it, and it was gone. And I went around looking for it, and I found it. It was cool as fuck. This yeah. great tweed suit, <laughs> and I came in there, and he just him and and, uh, and Artie. Fuqua just started mocking me for 20 minutes. He's like, never wear that suit again now. And I was like, I will. I still think it's cool as shit. Yeah. All your jokes are funny, but it's not going to affect how I feel yeah. about it. And all the waitresses at the cellar were like, yeah, we think it's cool too. I'm like, oh, I know it's cool. It was never a question. Here's how I know. It's, a, it's a, a, a deterrent. I came from basketball once, Comedians Basketball League, on the team, Sean Kemp's kids. Yeah. 
Uh, Sean me, Jeff Kemp. Dye, Jeff Keith. Sean Kemp? Sean Kemp's kids. The Sean Kemp for the play for the so- Sonics? Yeah, that was our team name. Sean uh, Kemp's oh, kids. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, there's an improv team. I thought, I thought you were playing with Sean Kemp's kids. <laughs> no, and I'm waiting for one of those to go to the NBA. He had so many. He had a lot of kids. Surely had a bit about it. <laughs> like, pull out, Sean. Pull <laughs> out. Um, uh, so I came back, shirt off. Went to the comedy store and they're like, you should go on like that. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. It was like a Tuesday. Back yeah. in the store was like, you know, 32 people tops. Yeah. And I was like, okay, never mention it. And then I was out front. It was Fat Tuesday night before the shooting. So it was still a packed show. Fat Tuesday before the shooting. Remember the shooting? Where? The comedy store front patio? No. Somebody got shot in the. Are you shitting me? Chest. What? And died. Are at the store? Yeah. That's why there's cameras everywhere now. That's why there's a bouncer before you even get into the patio. Really? Yeah. I heard it was a targeted shooting. Like, he was with friends, two guys. Those two guys left. Five minutes later, came back to see his friend, their friend dead. Oh. Yeah, like, so they blamed it on Fat Tuesday, but apparently it wasn't even Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday was a black night? Black night. Yeah. They always name it shit like that. Fat Tuesday, P-H-A-T. Well, I guess that's how it's supposed to be. I found it ironic that at Ralphie's funeral, all anyone did was say the N-word because Ralphie enjoyed using that word with his friends. And it was the one night they bumped Mo Better Monday, so there were no black people. <laughs> they didn't get their night to perform. That's a ghetto. That's like metal detectors. I performed there. Did you really? Yeah. I went up. My opening joke was about... Uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy mm-hmm. And they were like Huh Yeah I was like Is it just me Or they look like A Duran Duran reunion band And they were like, like What They are like What are these References you're making First of all We never said the term band And I did not I was unaware Of how many people Were in the room And I heard someone In the back go Damn that corny And I went I didn't realize There's so many of you guys In here And the fucking place Went nuts So you guys uh, They loved it Oh really Yeah yeah They like uh, Black rooms Always liked like Bravado from white dudes Yeah Instead but, of the dorky Like oh, little, little. Yeah, I watched Louis eat a dick in a black room one time. Sure, I'm sure. He was like, I'm not changing who I am. And they were like, well, we're not going to start liking you. changing who we are. <laughs> so it's up to you how you want this to go. Um, but anyway, I came into the front patio and it was packed full of black people. I was talking to Rick Ingram and they all just sort of left. Went back into the, into the main room, just left. And we're like, oh, weird, all the black guys left. And then I was like, went to the back patio, hung out there for a while. And then- Is this when Earthquake saw you? Different time. Okay. When he saved my life, yeah. <laughs> and then they re-congregated into the, into the patio, and Rick's like, I think you drove those black people away with your bare white chest. And I was like, yeah. no. We went back out. Within three minutes, they were all gone again. <laughs> I'm like, my bare chest is black repellent. It's black repellent. Yeah. Um, okay. So you started drinking in Russia, still in college. What, what year was that? I, I, I no. don't... I, I really don't know. I no, know no, what no. I say in the bit. Year in school. Oh, uh... It was, uh, well, I, w- I was one freshman, uh, one sophomore, two sophomores, three, second junior, first junior, what? second junior year. <laughs> second, second junior year. But I really had like three How junior years. How did you go to college for? Seven years? Six what? Years, yeah. Did you come out with a doctorate? Six and a half years, seven years? Yeah, no, no, no. I uh, minor in Russian and a, and a major in creative writing. Wow. Yeah. CFA MFA What's well, I don't even know what that is Dude I took So little Interest in college You have no fucking idea I just was there To have a good time Yeah it's, I hate it right now That all the NYU students Are back And it's like They, they don't know how to behave As adults you, I heard you talking About this somewhere Maybe on a podcast Yeah uh, About It's like the human filth That's out There's like Women who don't They're wearing their sisters High heels They don't know how to walk in them They don't fit right They're just like and They're sloppy drunks And it's like Parents have like We don't want to see them Become 
adults are embarrassing. So it's like, you get him, East Village. You I found him. that Leonardo DiCaprio's dating a teenager, like yeah. a 19 year old or yeah. whatever. And then I think uh, some female comedian was uh, slamming him, just what a fucking piece of trash. And then I was like, part of me was like, well, he is Leonardo DiCaprio. And then the other part of me was like, I would never want to hang out with him. He's 43. I would never want to hang out with a 19 year old. Depends on the 19 year old. I'll be honest. <laughs> people ask me that too. And I've met some 19 year olds who are super mature. And then I met some that are little girls. Yeah. You just got to pick the right ones. Yeah. But Those yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, so, so at some point in the middle of college, in the middle of college, I started partying and you stayed partying. I stayed partying. I, st- I stayed partying. The real change was, um, I moved out of our fraternity house. I moved in with these guys, Her- Blair, Hutch, Jimmy, and Marcus. I hate everyone except Jimmy. And, uh, and, and Hutch was really into weed. And I started smoking a lot of weed, and I and that was like, my, I mean, that was that was probably my favorite time of college, partying wise. I was always had a fanny pack on. I was always doing a bong hit in the morning. Really? Oh, I loved those times. Oh, damn, I was like my it was so great roommate. We would get high and go to classes. I'm like, what? Oh, we'd get high and play frisbee golf every afternoon at sunset, and then end up at Hutch was Hutch. To this day, I will never be able to be totally sober because of Hutch. Hutch would just look at me, and go, "B man, cold beer." And you'd be like, how can I say no? Fuck yeah, cold beer. B-Men, B- PRJ, pre-roll joint. And you go, hell yeah. How'd you get pre-roll joints back then? Hutch would roll them. Hutch had the best fucking weed. And and uh, living in that house, that's when Rolling Scone discovered me. That's when I was at my par- height of partying. Me and Hutch and Blair were in like the two biggest fraternities. And we would throw parties at our apartment complex. And we'd get all the good fraternities to throw parties too and we just throw mega parties like thousands of kids bands over over by the pool like just fucking mega parties and that's when rolling stone came down they came down for one of those parties and you were the life of that party and i had been there so long everyone had a story about me that's what mm-hmm. really changed him is that he would talk to someone and they go uh i remember they go how did you find bert and he go you tell me because he's a journalist yeah and they smart, go, is it the smart. time he shit on a pizza box? And he's like, excuse me? They're like, oh, it must be the time you did the thing on the tr- in the gym naked with a shit apple. on a pizza box? Yeah. In or on? On. Is the pizza still in there? No, 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 no. It was for an election. I went up naked, turned around, shit, and won. A, a frat election? Yeah. 180 guys in the room. You shit? Shit on a pizza box. And they all voted for me. Against Josh Young. PYT. Damn. What's PYT? A uh, pretty young thing. Pretty that was his. Thing. Yeah, that was his nickname. I was Edward oh. Penis Lips. How is Edward Penis Lips going to lose a pretty young thing? Uh, yeah, they used to put me in this box underneath the TV and play porns and cut the volume, and then go, "Hey, we need you to do the audio for the porn." I couldn't see what it is, and I just start doing audio, and they'd laugh. I'd just be like, "Hi, what are you doing?" <laughs> and they'd be like, and they'd die laughing, but I didn't know what was going on. Um. Wow. So. You stay partying, finish school, continue partying in New York. Did you move to New York right away? Moved to New York. I, I did stand up once, moved to New York, and then in New York. Stand up once. That's what I did. Stand up once, and I was like, time to move to LA. Yeah, time to, yeah. What am I going to fucking dick around in Florida? Yeah. And, uh, and I, and, and, and in all honesty, I, I think, I, I said to Leanne the other day, I was, I have a problem with what sh- shoes I wear on, t- on uh, stage. I've always had a problem. Really? Yeah, because I don't, I'm not really. I started doing stand-up in flip-flops. I was just... Because I, I grew up in Florida. 
Everywhere and I remember being like people being like, "What the fuck? Why are you wearing flip flops?" And I was, and I just was oblivious. I was like, oh. "That's what I like wearing." And I'm, I get, I, would, I had a toe ring. I'd go up on stage and they'd be like, "Jesus Christ, Bert!" Yeah, you had a toe ring. Tom just texted me. What? Do you want me to put you in touch with my car guy? He can get you one of these for under two hundred thousand. Tom apparently. You We're think, not. You certain. think he's lying? I think he's lying. I know he's too good with his money to After buy a After yoga fucking- fourteen today, yoga thirteen for you and Joe. We were wall walked to the parking lot. Tom had to give me my new water bottle. Um, got into a white, a brand new white Lamborghini. Over, well over a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. He said, I got a bargain. I was $40,000 off. Oh, yeah. Guy never drove it. No miles on it. And you think he's just renting it or something. I know. Or it's I, a loaner car I know him too well. I know him too well. And by the he way, would have said something. And by the way, I know Joe too well to know that Joe already knows that he's renting it. Oh. Because that's why Joe is like, he's a baller, man. He's a baller. And I no, go. I can see Joe rolling with it. I can see Joe rolling with it and be like, I get it. He bought it. Cool. Joe loves cars. Yeah. I don't love cars that much. Although I love the fucking BMW we bought, but. I like functional cars. Just get me there. I'm yeah. never going to wash it ever. Like in my entire life, I Here, have it. We'll give you this one. What am I going to do with it? Well, when you're in LA, you need a car. You got a car. Okay. It's infested with black widow spiders. Well, that's a negative for sure. Uh, cruise control is a positive. So yeah. <laughs> you got to weigh those. But yeah, it's... Uh, Infested. Set off a bomb in there. We, 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 if we drove it, we would. We did in the past. But uh, they crawl up underneath the chassis of any car you leave sitting. Really? Yeah. It's a problem here in the valley. But yeah, so moved to New York. I moved to New York and I was immediately drawn to... I've always been drawn to guys with backstories, like guys where they go up on stage and, and the comic next to you goes, uh, you know, he's addicted to heroin. And you're like, Oh, this guy's really interesting. You know that, uh, like I remember hearing that about Mitch and being like, Oh, I want to know everything I can. Mitch a New York comic. Uh, he he was at the time. Then he became an LA. At the time he would bump around and Dimitri Martin's like, he's, he does a lot of drugs. And I was like, really? He's like, Oh Yeah. And I was like, wow. And Dave Attell was the guy who went up with a drink and he would have a drink and you see him out of bars. And I was like, I was, I was immediately drawn to that kind of guy that I remember, uh, I remember, um, uh, Geraldo, like Geraldo. Mm-hmm. I remember being with him one time and I was, I was talking about, he was like, let's just go have a beer. And we Spoiler went, alert with Geraldo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did not work out with him. <laughs> go ahead. But I remember going down to the bag and having a beer with Geraldo. I remember having a beer with uh, Tom Rhodes. I remember having a beer with like all the guys I really respected that I was like, I was like, they get down. I remember Norton. I still love Norton and Bobby Kelly and all those guys. But they were all Tom and Attell no longer drink. Yeah. Um, but Nor- Norton and Bobby. They were all drink. sober. All right. And they were like, You're, I'm sober, man. Like, what are you going to fucking party your life away? And I was like, I was like, I'm fucking 26. Yeah. I'm going to party some of it away. Yeah. yeah. Up until 44 until I have yeah. an intervention with my friends. <laughs> but uh can't believe you talked me into this. I show. remember going into I remember uh David Tell, I walked in stage, I was, uh, walked through the cellar, I had a Hawaiian shirt on and flip-flops. And he says, "Only two things wear Hawaiian shirts and flip-flops: party animals and faggots. <laughs> Pick which one you are." <laughs> and I remember going, oh, "I'm party animal." <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. given the two choices, but also it's already party animal. Yeah, but- I'm, a, I'm a party animal. I remember Godfrey telling me my branding early on. What? He's like, dude, you're the party guy. All your jokes got to be party guy jokes. That's so so hurtful to a comics development. Man, I got to be honest with you. I think I think what was hurtful for me was L.A. What? In New York, I was I was oblivious to 
patterns. I was oblivious to, I was oblivious to branding. I remember just going like, just write whatever's funny. And then doing storytelling and being like, oh, I like stories. I'm going to do like, I remember I told the story about fighting a black guy that ended up going on my special that was really great. And I was like, Disneyland on acid. I was just telling stories that were authentic to my life. And they were, people were into them. Uh huh. Wait, hold on a second. That is aggressive. <laughs> that was a hard one. <laughs> that was hard. I didn't know if it would come out with noise at all. And I was quite happy with it. Dry, good, a noisy, dry one. Those are hard to come by. Oh, unless you wax your asshole. Well, I don't. Then they clap back at you. <laughs> <laughs> so you drank there. Yeah. And would you do, I mean, this is what we do now at the cellar, the stand. I mean, Jay just lines them up. Yeah. The vodka, chilled vodka shots. But the cellar, you go in, late night, the late night crew is like, the core crew of late night now is me, Sam Morell, Joe List, who doesn't drink, he's the only one, um, uh, Michelle Wolf, mm. uh, Mark Normand, Phil Hanley, uh, Joe Mackey, um, and you get there, and you're like, no, I'm not drinking today. And then one of them's got a bullet rye on the rocks, and you're like, you guys drinking? All right, yeah. And then six o'clock rolls around. I love it. It's the best. I love it, but but I, you know what's so funny is now that I haven't been drinking, going to clubs, I see people drinking, and it looks almost sad. a little sad to me. Like, I was at Ralphie's funeral, and I watched people walking around drunk. Like, drunk. And I was like, I remember going like, that would be me. Like that, that would be me just right up in someone's face, being too loud, too yeah. aggressive. And I was, and I, and I, and then being at the store these last few weeks, I've just been like, man. So wait, you don't, you don't even have a set. You're just here to drink. And I was like, that would be me and Stanhope. Stanhope would call me and go, hey, let's go to the store and drink tonight. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, no better time to go to the store when you don't have a set and just go fucking in the back bar and just go. I got no responsibility. But yeah, uh, an early set. You're done with it. Then it's like, let's get going. Yeah, I, Simone said he opened for a tell once. I think he opened for him or just was there with him. And he was like, he finished. Like, let's go to the bar. Just drinking a tell, not not now a tell. And he was like, like two shots of whiskey and a beer, downed them all, and let's get started. Yeah, you know, oh, I've, got I've been there. Yeah, where you're like, let's get a couple shots to just get us uh, even, get us going. Can I tell you what I was thinking about doing? What? So we're, I, we, I know we, I mean, I'm not, spoiler alert, but, uh, I'm doing a call and stick to work tour. We, I talked to you about it. Um, yeah. I, I was considering having an honest conversation with the tell and just go, Hey man, will you drink with me for 18 days? Just wow. 18 days. You know, you can quit. I'd be interested to see what he says and just go 18 days, man. Let's do a, let's do, let's do some really big fucking theaters and like big rock venues and let's just do an 18 week tour and we'll do a rip I'll go right back into Sober October with you we'll do a big group of us we'll all stop drinking together do it next September yeah like well the, I, don't, I don't know when the tour is going to be and then clean up right afterwards and just clean up right after and go hey man I will stop drinking with you for a month just to like but I was like just give it one more run you know you can stop you know you're healthy you're not there's no health problems you haven't been drinking for like six years yeah like just go for one tour just one run. Just one run for the good old days. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'd be interested to see what he says. He was such a good clean-up drunk that he didn't shit on anybody for drinking after he, after he quit, which a lot of people do. Dude. A lot of people go, you need my new life. He would still, if he saw you at the bar, like, you guys have shot, shots for you guys. 
and then get himself a Coke and walk away. And it's like, he just, he wanted the party to still be there. He he's, didn't want to bring it down. He's the best, dude. He's the best. He he was, I and, think... And a, like an amazing comic. A be, and people go, uh, better sober. I, he's as good sober, but like I never saw a difference. I thought he was, he was always had his shit together. He never went up on stage hammered. He, would, he might be buzzed, but I couldn't tell. Fucking just as good sober and drunk. By the end, he was not as good drunk. I don't, I never saw him drunk drunk though. I think it was like an overall thing. Like he's drunk all the time. Not drunk all the time, but I mean like every day. Yeah. So like when I like slowed down on weed, the next day when I wasn't high, I was cloudy. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? I'm not high right now, but the effects are still hitting me. The first day I didn't drink on this challenge? Yeah. The very first. Okay, uh-huh. go ahead. Keep going and we'll get there. Well, I mean, that was it. <laughs> okay. The very first day I didn't drink, I went to hot yoga for the first time. Yeah, me too. And I was... Sweated all the molly and mushrooms out of me. Dude, I was... I was like, this is how you have a stroke. Why? Because I was hot and I was almost passing out. October 1st. fucking stop. Yeah. It was actually October 2nd. I didn't drink on the flight. Yeah. And then I, I rested. I didn't sleep perfect that night, but not bad. And then went to yoga that morning. First taught yoga with Tom. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, woo. And then I came home and I slept like a dream. No withdrawal effects. No no missing it like someone was told me you're gonna have a a, a depression missing alcohol as your mm-hmm, partner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was like yeah there was a couple days where i was like man and neil diamond's songs are all about alcohol <laughs> so you didn't get that you didn't get that no withdrawal no withdrawal not one not one not one even like longing for a drink okay well let's talk about first how you felt physically okay and then mentally uh but physically how'd you feel what do you mean two days in four days in a week in we're now 25 days in I'm 26 because I didn't drink that Saturday okay hey. I went hard on Saturday how you doing by the way uh, I ran into Carlos Mencia he says hi Aww. yeah so yeah 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 no 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 I just ran into him at a funeral and I was like, uh, I think my piano teacher knows your wife. And he was like, oh, yeah, Miss Chris. And I went, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say your name on here, but if you need a piano teacher, <laughs> Chris this is my buddy Ari. Hi, Miss Chris. Hi, Ari. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we're doing a podcast. Oh, oh, cool. George is in there. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so um, first day, Leanne gave me melatonin to sleep. Yeah, I've, uh, I've and I heard took, that's good. Uh, it kept me up. It really? gave me a lucid dream, so I had very lucid dreams. That first night, I was like, "I'm not, I'm done with melatonin," and uh, and I think every night since I've slept at least seven hours, Ooh. sleep great. Um, the hot yoga helped. I think it helped detox me really quickly, pull all the shit out of you. Uh, I don't a good schwitz after after drinking or drugs. Yeah, really, I feel it really does draw everything out of you. I say toxins. like four days in, I started I started feeling phenomenal. And going like, oh yeah, man, I forgot how good this feels. To and not I, be. And Leanne said something on a walk about, um, about hey, try to connect with your source energy. I was what? like, what's my source energy? She's like, oh, I read it in a book. Like, what's the thing that makes you feel powerful? One of the things that makes me feel powerful in life is being in LA when like the seasons change, like right now. Yeah. And being sober, I have I've done this a couple times I think where I didn't drink around this time and it was like cool out and this I'd be up in the morning going through for runs and I'd see the sun coming through the trees and I was just like I'm fucking alive and I started try, I signed up immediately I overloaded myself I signed up for a TM class the hot TM. yoga TM, TM meditation yeah TM hot yoga and flying lessons 
Is that where you don't come for fucking three hours? Uh, no, that's uh, that's no. Sting, that's what Sting did. Yeah, that's what Sting did. <laughs> what was that? How do we all know that Sting fucked hard? <laughs> How was that just normal information that Sting fucked super hard? What is that? Anyway, yeah, where you where you come in or something? Yeah, they're innies, and yeah. then then you blow a load. When you blow, you blow tantric, tantric sex. I signed up for TM. I signed I signed up for the what you will call a class. I signed up for flying lessons, and I signed up for a half marathon. First things I did this month, uh, November nineteenth. I'm doing a half marathon. You are, yeah. Because I was like, I need, I want to train for something. You don't want to do a five k? I've done a five k. They're not. It's uh, yeah. I did it drunk. Five half marathon is thirteen point one miles or yep. twelve. Thirteen point one miles. Good it's, luck, man. So uh, what, what, what are you doing? Are you t- are you doing it for charity or anything? No, just doing it in Tampa. I'm in Tampa on the seventeenth or sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth. Go to the Dolly Museum, and then. I grew up in Tampa. I don't need to see the Dolly Museum. You've never been there? I've been there. Of course I've been there. on fucking field trips. It's great. And so uh, I signed up for half marathon. And then Leanne was like, hey, slow down. She's like, I'm not letting you take flying lessons. Yeah. And she was like, take TM, take the hot yoga, train for the half marathon, write. And so I started keeping a journal about like my feelings. Really? Yeah. Sort of keeping a journal about my feelings day every day. I love to like, see that journal. It's just like it's just like pictures of you hanging from a tree, like lots of like guns, <laughs> like murder and. <laughs> but but uh, and then I think the second week everything started slowing down, and I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "It was just like, oh, this is just life." Getting used to it. Yeah, it was like all the newness of being sober was gone. Mm-hmm. I had not wanted. I didn't want to drink. The first drink I wanted was uh, the when the Rams played. Uh, I went to a Rams game. That was the first time I was like, I want a beer. Okay, let's talk about this for a second then. It's a good good thing. There are certain things where alcohol or weed or drugs, but for me at least alcohol and weed, goes, it's right right now. It's the correct thing to do. Like we said, scotch when you're smoking a cigar. Yeah. Or tailgating. Fucking four, six beers. Oh. Went to the Rams game, went to the Corona Lounge. Yeah. Over uh and and my friend had to meet up with some clients and my other friend was like, I'm gonna get a cocktail and I was like and I remember being like, uh and I, and I was I had done hot yoga that day and run five miles. Yeah. So I was like, I don't wanna eat like shit. So I was like, I'll just go spend money and I bought some shit at the fuck I bought some hats. Yeah. But You're looking for something to fill that thing that I'll call fill the void, and then I'm eating a lot more. And well then I had a hot I had two hot dogs. Yeah. I had uh peanuts and I just murdered Diet Cokes. I had like four Diet Cokes. Mm-hmm. I was like John Daly, just murdering Diet Cokes. And then we all went to our friend's house and everyone drank at our friend's house. How'd you feel with that? I was like, uh, part of me felt good that Leanne got to get drunk because she didn't ever really get to get drunk. Because he doesn't have a driver. Oh, yeah. And we got kids. You can't, both can't get hammered. Right. And, uh, but then I woke up the next morning and I ran, uh, I ran probably three miles. I'm known to training schedule. So I run like five, then three, then then four, then three, then five, and then I do a long run on Sundays, like at eight, eight, eight. Eight? It's, I think I'm up to nine right now, nine miles. And then when you do 13, that'll be the first time you do over First 10? time I do 13, yeah. Good luck, man. It's not going to be that hard. To be dead honest with you, if you, I, if you can, I mean, my dad was almost, almost went to the Olympics for track and field. My dad ran marathons all growing up. He's like, buddy, no offense. If you can run fucking 10 miles, you can run a marathon. He's like, it's just another fucking 10. He's like, once you get in the mode, well, all it is, I, I think. I get to 10. Yeah, but I've been, I, you I'd know. Be, I'd be wanting to quit the whole, like the first three miles, I'd be like, time to quit. Uh, I'm like that on my runs right now. Really? Uh, right now I go, 
right now what I do is I go when I do my long runs I, I have an app that kind of tracks it and I turn it off meaning like I turn the sound off so it doesn't tell me how far I've run and I just go I'm going to just run until I feel like looking at my phone to see how far I've gone and every time I look at my phone I'm like it's got to be like 45 minutes 50 minutes it's 35 minutes oh. I'm like motherfucker no but then I go just another 35 minutes I'll be home and that, that'll be 6 miles 7 miles but yeah and so uh you know, I think I was so concerned after I'd never, I'd never thought about, uh, any effects of quitting, but I was so concerned after the podcast we did, cause Joe's like, you need, you're going to die. You're going to die. you people die from this. And I was like, you know, I've, we've talked about this a little bit, but you know, Joe's someone that I talked to my therapist today. I liked Joe before I knew him. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching I remember reading his vlog I remember, or his blog. I remember watching the Joe show. I remember yeah, watching that was right things about Joe. I remember being a fan of the podcast before I even knew Joe. Before I was really friends with you. Like, we were friends, but I wasn't friends with you. I loved the podcast. Mm. And so, you know, I take everything he says pretty heavy. Yeah. And so when he said I was going to die, I got concerned. I was like, he must know more than I do. I was hoping that you would. Thanks. I did not want to do this. And I was like, if Bird dies, we're out. So that'll be the best case scenario. Well, my favorite part of this whole challenge, yeah. my favorite, favorite part. Yeah. I edited that video of me running and I put, I think I sent it to you, you, yeah. all of uh-huh. you guys. Through the woods it, or something? Yeah. And it said, uh, this October, the machine goes sober with uh, t- Two Titty Tom Segura, Ari the Welch Shafir, yeah. and Powerful Joe Rogan. And I sent it to Joe going, and I wrote, no alcohol, no weed, no nothing. I sent it to Joe and it's like, hey, Joe, I'm going to post this. I just want to, everyone, I want everyone to be green light. And you were like, I'd rather not be called the Welch, but I understand. <laughs> yeah. And Joe didn't reply. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to post it without him being cool with it. Yeah. And then you posted no weed, no whatchamacallit, and Joe texted us immediately. He's like, I never agreed to no weed. Yeah. And I was like, in my head, and to, uh, to the three of us, we're like, yeah, I know he didn't, but we all did before the podcast. And yeah. right after the podcast, we were like, yeah, we're doing no weed, so he can join or not, but we're going to mock him if he doesn't. That's <laughs> his choice. <laughs> Can't just drag us into his shit and not do our shit too. And then I smoke more weed than he does. And then That's I was worse. sitting crisscross applesauce in a hotel bed, and you sent the text, "Hey, I'm going to post this. Get your comments prepared. We're going to attack Joe. We're going to attack Joe." And I remember Tom being <laughs> like, "Tom being like, I don't think that's a good idea." And I was like. I was like, the fuck it isn't. Fuck him. And I was like, Join, you think this can't turn on you, motherfucker? Yeah. It turns it, on everyone. And and do you remember? Tom, I was in my, I wasn't in a hotel, I was in my bed. I was in my bed. I was getting ready to I was go like, to be ready to comment on this as soon as I post it. You yeah. get ready to comment. You're the first two comments. Mm-hmm. And you said, I'd like to see everyone's comments before you post them. I want, let's all workshop each other's comments so they're, so they're vicious and they go after Joe. And who got the pray for Joe? Is that you or Tom? It was Tom wrote the most cuck fucking, <laughs> such a cucky like you know Joe can do whatever he wants he could kill us with his bare hands I was like Tom you're missing the you're missing the fucking log line here and so I wrote Tom put in the hashtag pray for Joe and Tom's like and you were like Tom this is what we we all wrote you're like that's what you say so Tom put in pray for Joe and then Joe loved pray for Joe yeah and 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 I everyone think, everyone joined it's like oh he's so addicted and especially because it came from Tom <laughs> and you know and like and I don't think Joe ever Tom's saw his that. darling yeah Tom's his darling and uh and when Joe was like these motherfuckers that's when I was like oh this is gonna be funny shit 
And then he put a, he was like, I'm smoking weed every day. I'll smoke gay weed every single day. I'm like, okay, pussy, sure. Yeah. You're so addicted. You say you can quit any time. Oh, well, wouldn't that, this be a good time? I'm on stage. When I'm everyone's on, like, we all agree to do it. I'm like, on stage at the DC Improv, yeah. and I get a text from Tom, and it comes up on my Fitbit, and it says, are you panicking about Ari's Instagram post? I'm on stage. It's the late show. <laughs> and I go, I'm like, what? And I grab my phone on stage. On stage. And I look at it, and, I, and everyone on stage sees my face drop, because in the text I had written... Seriously, guys, if Joe can't quit weed, you all have to admit he's a bigger, bigger addict than me. Yeah, and I was like, absolutely. And you put that in, you put all our texts all in All of it. Thing. I cut out, like, any trash talk about other comics. Yeah. <laughs> that I was like, this doesn't need to be in there. And, uh, and, and I was like, oh, fuck. And that's when Joe, and that's when I think Joe read that and was like, dude, I I'm can, not letting, I'm not, I'm not letting Bert, Bert have one me. up on me. I'm not going to let Bert fucking win this. <laughs> and so then he was forced to quit. He, I think, he says he was like, uh, I chose... To do it, I think part of him was like, fuck that. Yeah. You know? Same reason I'm doing all this shit. I yeah. don't want to do it. You have to, or you're getting mocked forever. Your choice. Hot yoga instead of a goddamn marathon. Oh, it would have been so much easier to run a fucking marathon. It's easy. Easy. I would have been like, I couldn't do it. Neither could Bert. Great. You could that, that was when it got fun, and then we've all been texting, and that was fun. Yeah. The text threads. The text has been the funnest part of this whole thing is that uh-huh. we're all fucking... And then we all did hot yoga today. Yeah. And had a fuck... Like, when you walked in, the, I can't <laughs> tell so you... I laughed and smiled. Well, I walked in... Because I was and, like, fuck, I'm late, I'm late. This fucking Uber driver didn't come and he's like, go faster, go faster. I told uh, I told Tom, I go, I'm going to get there early. I'll get, I'll get there early and have a coffee. And he was like, okay. And I show up and him and Joe were already in the corner like giggling. Mm-hmm. And so I walked in and I put my mat on the far other side and Tom's like, Joe was relaxing and Tom goes, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to, I'm over here. And he's like, no, over with us. Mm-hmm. He's like, make Ari sit in the sun. <laughs> he did make me sit in the sun. I want to be like, guys, can you move over so I don't sit in the fucking sun, right? Yeah. In the sun. And, but that was, I think that's been the funnest is us all fucking breaking balls and uh-huh. it's been a lot of fun and, and spitting water on you. Oh, I waited for the teacher to turn around. I got you nice. Oh, it's <laughs> not taking it seriously is the best. And then you know, and then like, I try to smile, and I was like smiling. She's like, "Very good." I'm like, "I'm good at the smiling." It makes me get excited for these challenges. Like I go, I go. I think me and you talked about. It, you're like, you know, this could be a TV show, but fuck it. We're yeah, having so better. much fun. It's We're having better, so much fun doing it for real. B- bigger also than a TV show. It's much bigger than a fucking TV show. And you're not bound by like, oh, you have to do it this time. The specific like act breaks. You don't have a TV crew following you around outside hot yoga. It's just real. It's very real. And I think that it's been... The photoshops that have come in by these guys that have all fucking joined in. And it's almost like we all got to rush. Like, oh, I found it first. I'm posting it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, fucking Isla was like, yo, have you checked out this hashtag Sober October? And I was like, no, why? And she goes, dad. And she's like, you're in every movie. And I was like, Isla, those are movie posters. <laughs> but And then the other thing, can I, and this is like a little sidebar... But my managers, my managers and agents were like, when I told them I was going to quit drinking yeah. for a month, they were yeah. like, this is going to ruin your career. It's going to ruin your career. You know, Diaz was worried about quitting Coke. Really? Yeah. And he has. But this was a long time ago when I was on the road with him and, and Rogan. He thought if he quits Coke, he's not going to be funny anymore. Really? Yeah. He is so much funnier off Coke. And he's just hilarious. I don't he's, know. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I never, I, don't, I, I mean, I. I, don't, I can't imagine him being funnier than he is, so I don't know. Um, he was really worried about it. Yeah, they, they're going, like they're everything's like, the same. They're like you got a, you got a good thing going for you. You got calling sick to work shows. You got like your whole thing is you know you're a party guy. Yeah, but if you do this now, it's not a problem, dude. Thank. Can I tell you that night 
the the weekend I was in DC, two things were said to me. What? And by the way, this is like the most. I had, I had a fan say like, "Oh, Bert read your text on stage and got really mad." I was I like, mad. "What? What do you say? What? What do you mean?" Because he just read it. Goes, "Oh, fuck! I'm in I trouble." Was like, fucking Ari, fucking Ari. But uh, I wouldn't post something that would get anybody in trouble. We, I got all, that first night. Everyone knew sober October. It's coming up, and I t- talked about it on Ellie in the morning. And people said two things to me every night at that meet and greet. I do like an hour meet and greet after every show, and people were like, uh, "Dude." You got this. You can do this. Show them. Show them you got this. Who's everyone? The meet and greets. Everyone, dude. You got this. Show them you got this. And then the other thing people would say is, "Hey, man, don't change for anybody. We really like you. Who you are? Like we like who you are. Like you don't have to change for us." And I'd be like, "I'm not changing. I'm just. It's a challenge. These are my friends. Like we're doing it yeah, for fun. You're not change. Yeah, you're not changing. And I was like, and by the way, and by the way, I was like, if I want to quit drinking, I'll quit drinking. Like um, that, this is a fun way to do it. Yeah. And the two things I didn't like from this. Well, one, Welsh, because I never Welsh, and I never intended to Welsh, and fucking admit it that I texted you guys from a fucking new email in Myanmar saying, of course I'm going to pay you. Obviously, I'm going to pay you the fucking bet as soon as I get home. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, the other one was like, the comments that were like, hey, man, uh, don't make Joe quit weed. It's not a problem. He's, he's just trying to save Bert's life. And I was like, save Bert's life? Calm the fuck down. Bert's not about to die. Yeah. This ain't fucking leaving Las Vegas. I w- Bert's fine. I was, it was one of the things that's wrong with me. Is like Save his which, life. We talked about this today, but one of the things that's wrong with me that is, but it's, it's, right, the, thing, it's the thing I like about me <laughs> yeah. is I'm super fucking honest. I don't know any other way to be. Like when I listen to podcasts, I love honesty. I love someone who overshares. Mm-hmm. And when when you we were all sitting in that room and, you, and Joe's like, so how much do you drink? And I froze and I was like, hold on, we're all friends here, right? Like no one's going to fucking make this uncomfortable and I'll tell you exactly how much I drink. And I shared it. We were all like, "Jesus, man!" I know. I mean, it was, then, surpri- it was a surprising number. It was a surprising number, but you know, you get it. Doesn't seem a lot to you when you're doing it. Sure. It's like it just. I do know that I one time tried to keep up with you, and that was in Calgary. Yeah, it ended horribly. It ended horribly. Not just for me, but for other people around me. It was ended for that child that you threw up on. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't end well for any of us. No. <laughs> but I can't, like, I can't it's help it. It's still a fun night, though, when I walked through that door of the condo, and you're like, Ari, where have you been? <laughs> and you're like, what, what? I didn't know you guys would be here. I right, was in cool. the toilet. <laughs> I was just sleeping in the toilet. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that, but you know, the, I've said this on stage, and I was like, and I, I look at disappointment in your face. When I was drinking heavily with Jameson on the way to the train, and you're like, the look, you were like, Ari, Ari. And I was like, what? What do you mean? I didn't quite get it. And you were like, it, yeah. I want this to be all night. Yeah. Not I for the next hour it. and then it's over. Yeah. The thing I said on stage, I've been, I've said on stage a couple times was people, if you want your, fr- if your friend, if you think your friend has a drinking problem, then make his quitting fun. Yeah. Don't get serious. Don't get serious. And then there were times that you and Tom and Joe got serious on that podcast, Yeah, but it I never didn't think you were my friends. You weren't my friends. And I never thought that you guys wouldn't be my friends if I didn't decide to quit drinking. Like, if I decided I was going to keep drinking... Like, G- Joe, when I left, um, I think he gave you and Tom a hug, and then he gave me a hug, and he's like, hey, man, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. And I was like, 
I'm fucking doing it. We just said it to 10 million yeah, people. How are you not going? No, you do have to do it if you don't want to. Yeah, I have to do it regardless. You, you, and I'm cool with backing myself into that corner because I, I, I didn't like the way I was drinking. I didn't like how the hell, how my health, I didn't like that I was, I was the same weight, but I, I couldn't run the way I was. I would run and I'd feel like fucking shit. And I was like, but like if I was like, I remember someone saying on stage, like you guys should be so lucky to have three friends who definitely don't have drinking problems and don't have problems with drugs to go, I will take joy out of my life to stand in solidarity with you. So much joy out of my life. So Lord, much. You got the fucking short end of the stick. So much. I'm doing great. I don't have a drinking problem. I have a drinking solution. <laughs> Everything, I handle it well. I'm doing better than ever creatively. Yeah. Doing whatever I your drugs text. I want. Your but. text. I am a working comic. This is what my life set my life up so I can be happy. And you guys are taking this happiness. Medical from me. doctors have told me I'm fine. Yeah. Medical doctors. I not go to the doctors. I don't have a problem like Bert. <laughs> it was so fun to watch each of you kind of spiral out in your independent way before it started. <laughs> and then, but it it it, it was. It, I think it's given me a, a like. No, I wouldn't say like a new lease on life, but like it's given me massive perspective. And a great, uh, almost strength to go like, yeah, man, I, I can fly sober. So how was that? And by the way, let me tell you this. I saw my brother on Sukkos, mm-hmm. and that was one of the big things, too. I was like, my brother's visiting from Zurich. Yeah, I want to have a joint with him. I don't want to have a glass of scotch with him. Those are two things I want to do. Another moment where it's like, this yeah. goes right here. Mm-hmm. I barely ever see the guy. This, this, I want to do this with him. Yeah. And now I'm not going to be able to? And my brother's like, come on, man. Just ha- you can't. I'm like, I can't. And he was asking me, he's like, when's the last time you were fully sober for a month? And I was like, well, and when I was traveling, I didn't have any weed around really for over a month. He goes, and no alcohol? I'm like, no, plenty of Chang beers and stuff. Yeah. And, and Mandalay beers and, and, and Myanmar and stuff. And, and he was like, when's the last time you did no drugs, no alcohol for 30 days? And I was like, I don't know. Oh. What about you? 40, my 40th birthday. Leading up to, I saw you that night. The leading up to my 40th birthday, I did. How old you know, 53? I did 21 days, no booze, no alcohol, no 21. drugs. Twenty-one days, so never done thirty. Wow! And so, yeah. But it was that. That's the one thing I'd say to anyone who's got a friend who drinks too much mm-hmm. that you're concerned about, make it or fun. Just go. Hey, you know what? We're doing this. We're gonna do. Make it a week. Make it a fucking week. We're gonna go no booze, no alcohol for a week. Like my daughters have said this thing because they, they've really gotten involved in sober October because all they see they stop drinking too. They stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> they said um, that we should do a challenge for when we get the pool. I said, what do you mean? And George and I were like, let's get in the pool every single day until New Year's. Let's That's make great. And let's make mom get in the pool with us. We'll have so much fun. That's all way better than the normal kids thing where they get something and they just never use it again. They're like, no matter if it's cold, the whole family's got to get in the pool. That's great. And I was like, fuck. And they're like, dad, we'll do it. But like those, these challenges, the weight loss thing with me and Tom, we both lost 40 fucking pounds and we had a blast doing it. Texting back and forth with each other. What's your weight at? Where are you at? Joe, you like, it was fun. And and that where are we going to pay off that bet? Uh, we're going to the NFC playoff game. No, Wait, uh, f- what are we doing? The national championship game. National championship Atlanta, game, yeah. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing that I would say to anyone that's it was, make it fun. It was so much fun, dude. So now, okay, that's good. That's good to know because I do have one friend uh, who I'm worried about with drugs. Who I'm pretty sure I feel the same way about him that I did with Ralphie. Oh, really? But with drugs. Um, I don't know if we could have done this with. <laughs> No, Ralphie was too smart and too um, bullheaded. You start to talk to him about his weight, and he would just like talk circles around you. 
Um, same right. as my same as my other friend who does the same thing with drugs. I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't do that. It's like I he's talked, too smart. I talked to my therapist the day Ralphie died, and I was like, man, if I had a nickel for every time we sat on a bed and lied to each other, yeah, I'm you, fine. And, you and Ralphie. Oh, dude, we lied to each other. It was almost like one of our favorite things to do is just sit and lie to each other. You know, Ralphie at some point would go. He didn't like to eat a lot in front of people because he liked the lie of saying, "Yeah, I don't eat a lot." Yeah. So he'd stop at Carl's Jr. on the way to meet people for dinner. So then in front of people, he's like, look, I'm only having one portion. Yeah, it's just a glandular problem. The best was uh, Gabriel. Gabriel. This might have been the best, yeah, the best on-the-spot line ever. Ralphie was saying he was a vegetarian for a while. And somebody said it to Gabriel. He goes, you know, Ralphie's a vegetarian. He goes, what's he eat, crops? (laughs) 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 What's he eat, crops? (laughs) Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh. So, um, what have been the effects now of being sober? You said once it was like you wake up, you spend more time with your kids or whatever. Or like, yeah. what, tell me some of the effects of, of, of now of this sobriety. What do you mean? Like, uh, positive effects. Um, not just how you feel, but like literally like how has it changed? What's your, how is your life different on a day-to-day level or on an individual level, like this instance, I wouldn't have done if I was drinking. Um, this, I don't know if this is the right answer to that, but I've had more negative effects than okay. I've had positive. Sure, sure. Um, number one, I'm, I'm less talkative. Not with you and not with Tom. Yeah. You know? But like I, I find myself not wanting to talk to a lot of people. Okay. I'm just going like... It's a social. It's a social lubricant. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm like, I just. But it's not in a bad way. It's just I just feel more pensive. I notice that a lot of people, uh, every club I've been to, someone will say, "Are you okay?" Oh. And I go, "Yeah, I'm fine." Like Tony Hinchcliffe last night saw me. He's like, "Bird, how you doing?" I was like, "Good." Like just thinking, who's up? What's the? And Tony's like, "No, you don't look good." I go, "Huh?" And he's like, "No, man, how are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm fine. I'm just." I'm just thinking. Like, I'm just doing what everyone else does. I'm not... All the time. I'm not that's all the time. Like, dude, let's do a shot. I'm, not, I'm just like... Um, that's been one thing. I mean, Leanne and I had a big blowout. Me and you talked about this, about um, about just that I'm not... I don't really want to talk as much. Like, I'm not overcompensating for bad behavior, so I'm not making sure everything's okay. I'm just like... I know everything's okay, and I get up, and I go in. I have a cup of coffee. I'm, You know, I used to wake up a little later than her. And I'd feel guilty, so I'd pop up out of bed. Even if I was hungover, I'd pop up out of bed. Fight through it. And, if I, and go out and just give her a big hug and go, hey, baby doll. And she'd be like, hey. Now it's like I don't, I just get up and I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, and she's like, is something wrong? She said something, she has said, is something wrong maybe 20 times this month. And she knows that you've severely changed your behaviors. Yeah, that, that it like, like I get home, I'll get home from like the club or, or, something and i won't feel tired so i'll just go into the man cave and get on the treadmill or i'll just uh like i'll just lay in bed or i'll read like i've been reading and that that when you read you really subtract yourself from everybody you're like i don't want to speak to anybody and i've never read now i'm reading a book i'm gonna start doing that with all my friends out on their smartphone all the time yeah they go down i'm just gonna pull out a magazine in their face and just read it like oh i'm sorry i thought we were like ignoring each other now yeah (laughs) that's probably the biggest effect is a lot of people are constantly asking me are you okay yeah and then a lot of aa guys reached out to me saying do my program do my program let me sponsor you let me one day at a time and i was and i replied to everyone no 31 days and i'm good and 
But like the ones, the you know, Doctor Drew and Bob Forrest, probably the two biggest names in in substance abuse, uh-huh. were at the house the other night. Both of them are like, you don't have a problem. Really? They're like, you don't have a problem. I read this thing about um, cigarette addiction. And addictions, a lot of times, they, they have similarities between no matter what they are. Um, so there was a thing on HBO, like a six-part documentary on addiction. And it was mostly drugs and alcohol. Um, did you ever see it? It was like 10 years ago. Oh, um, I think so. Um, and it was uh, the justifications you'll make to just have one. So like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, but tell you what, I'll, I'll just have this Coke tonight, and then tomorrow I'll, I'll go strong. And I would do the same thing with cigarettes where it's like, okay, I said only 10, but you know, today's, uh, I'm doing this today. So I'll have 12 today, but I'll only have eight tomorrow. Yeah. Little things. Little Making things. Making a deal with yourself. Making a deal. Dude, I made a deal the very Saturday night I got in the shower. So I'm not drinking tonight. I'm getting on a plane for the first time sober in fucking ever. In I'm Washington, D.C. In D.C. JFK. Uh, what's that? JFK Airport? No, no, not no. JFK. Uh, uh, Dulles. Oh, okay. Actually, it was Reagan. I was flying Reagan, out that's the one. But National. That Saturday, you had said, you have to enter October sober. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was like, all right, no booze tonight. And so I was, I was in the shower. I was getting ready for the show, and I said, one, one drink. I mean, I could have a couple drinks. And it, like, I should have a celebratory drink. And then I went. And that's that justification. And then said. I go, buddy, who are you talking to? And I went back to being 14 <laughs> years old, going, who are you trying to impress? You know the rules of this. You can't fucking drink. And I didn't drink an ounce that night. And I remember going, like, that negotiation is what happens when you're an, addi- you're an addict. Yeah. And it, it happens to me a lot. Like I'll just and then go, if you like, lose that negotiation, you're right back in. Hey Gus, and so, uh, but yeah, that that negotiation was that happened that very first night. And I went no 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 no. This is I was like you need to change everything. This is happening today. Hundred percent, not cut down, not cut down, zero, one hundred percent. And so I went on the plane that next day and I said to the flight attendant, "Hey, uh, I drink on every flight I've ever been on. I haven't drank, not drank on a flight in forever. I fly a lot. I'm very cool." But I just want you to know that. And I said, I'm not drinking today. Do not serve me alcohol no matter how bumpy this flight gets. And no matter what I because negotiate. that's an easy one, too. It's like, oh, the flight's bumpy. I need it now. I'm sorry. I need it now. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can't lose on day one. I'll never respect myself. That's the day to lose it. And so, uh, and the flight was perfect. I didn't thir- need to drink. We have 30 and a half days in front of you. Yeah. That's the day to lose it. That's the day to lose it. And I didn't drink. And she came back and she was like, I know who you are. Like, I know what's going on. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. She's like, I'm very proud of you. I didn't know that I didn't know that you had a problem with flights, but I'm very proud of you. And I was like, Can we do a video? And I did a video with her. It's on your Instagram. And then, uh, and then, of course, I wanted to drink immediately when I texted all you guys and like you, Tom, and Joe were all like, "What the fuck? Who cares?" I was like, "Guys, it's day one." That was your biggest thing too. What was flying mm-hmm. sober? You have a fear of flying. Yep. Anxiety. What comes over you when you fly? Boredom. Boredom. It's mostly boredom. It's mostly occupying my brain. It's it's it is. Uh, just watch a movie or something. I watched every movie they have now. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to every podcast there is. Mm-hmm. I read a book. <clears throat> I did everything. Book? Uh, the Snowman. I'm in the middle of it right now. They, they made that movie. The movie's supposed to be terrible. Yeah, I know. I wish I hadn't heard that in the middle of the book. It's whatever. But I, I did everything book. I could to occupy myself. I'd eat like shit. Like if they had cookies, I'd, yeah, 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 cookie. Cookie's great. Do you have another one? Can I get two cookies? <laughs> yeah. And so that first flight wasn't bad. The flight to Chicago was the hardest flight I've ever had. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like, oh, I'm in the middle of it. There's no victory at this. I'm just going to work. The flight home was easier because I was like, oh, I'm going home. I'm, I'm going to be fine. Right. I'm, I'm going home to be sober. I'm going to be totally fine. But, uh, but yeah, it hasn't. It hasn't uh, fly. I'll fly to um, tomorrow night Phoenix. to Phoenix and back and back. That's a, that's a really short flight. Sure. It's very doable. Hour. 
And then the flight to New Orleans won't be hard because I know I'm drinking that night. Mm -hmm. All I got to do, no booze on that flight, get there, check into our hotel, put my stuff down, and wait for you to show up. And at 11 o'clock, that will be midnight Eastern Standard Time. That will be the full month of October for me. I will have a drink at 11 o'clock. No, you won't. No, you will not. No, you will not. Midnight. Okay, midnight's fine. It's one hour. You smell cigars is right. Um, I, by the way, I've totally cut back on smoking cigars. I've only, I've only had like two cigars this month. I smoked far more. Really? Yeah. Oh. Almost started smoking cigarettes again. <laughs> Dude, I need shit. I found out that I am maybe have a problem. <laughs> because if I had to give up meth for a month, I wouldn't even think twice about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I had to give up steaks for a month, I'd be like, yeah, I can, I can go with steaks for my I like steaks, but I don't know. Hey, Leanne, come here for one second and answer a question. Hi, Leanne. Oh, you're welcome, baby. Ooh, Foot Locker. You got sneakers. Someone with just, coupons? With coupons? Someone just thanked me. No coupons for sneakers. No oh. coupons for me. Okay. Um, real quick, couple questions. Uh, here's the microphone. Ari asked me, what's the biggest change you've seen in me since I, I stopped drinking this month? Yeah, you observe her more than most people. And then ask her anything. She'll, and be 100%, she'll be 100% honest, but here. Yeah, what's the biggest change? I know it's, it's a good mic. Is thanks. this your mic? Yeah, it's my mic. It's I a- feel very 80s. Very like Dionne Warwick. <laughs> Um, biggest change? I don't know. That's a really complicated question to answer because... Well, maybe just a, a change you've noticed. That would be the biggest one. Um, he seems to handle stress a little better. Oh. Like if he gets stressed out, he, he he's not as unravelable. As frazzled. Yeah. That's one thing. Um, what else? He looks better. Like his belly went down. Yeah, he got less. Yeah, he like. I think he's bloated, so he's just not bloated. Oh yeah, have you have you seen him be quiet? He said he was more quiet now. Yes, he's contemplative. Oh yeah, good word. Pensive. Yeah, is that weird? Um, he's contemplative at the top of his lungs (laughs) usually when he's drinking. So, so So, yeah. I mean, you met Bert and fell in love with Party Bert. Well, sort of. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, the Rolling Stone party guy. But yeah, he always drank. Yeah. No, I knew what I was hooking up to. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I had, you know, I, one thing I think I was pretty good at in our relationship, you know, I've come from like six divorces. Mm -hmm. So I think the mistake I saw my parents make was uh, expecting the person to change into someone else instead of seeing them for who they are and going eyes wide open. Good and good or no. uh, you know, good, bad, indifferent. This is who I'm with. So don't like think, oh, he's a slob now, but I'll change that. Right? Because that's, that's, smart. that's not smart. happening. A lot of women do that. So uh, I think most women do that. Yeah. And I think that's a big mistake. It's like then don't be with that guy. Exactly. Yeah. You have to have a You're really for a different guy if you wanted to change. Exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, I knew what I was marrying. I didn't quite know how bad his anxiety was like i didn't really understand anxiety when we were first together drinking anxiety flying anxiety his anxiety like the longer i know him the longer i've been in his family it's in his family and we have a child that has it oh yeah yeah so i just that's one thing i didn't really get so yeah but that's different than like i don't like this i don't want you to be like this 
Although anxiety is bad for you. So no, it's like, yeah. no, I never felt like that. I just sometimes would go like, I don't understand why this is so hard. Yeah. You know, this is not actually that hard for 99.9% of the people on the planet. I don't, and you can do all these other things like get on stage, yeah. tell really personal mm-hmm. stories, but you can't like walk Chill up out. to the teacher and say hi. But you, you know, like it's overwhelming sometimes. It's overwhelming, right? Yeah. It's the opposite of me. Yeah, I would never get on stage and tell a joke. What What have you noticed now in these twenty five days that's better and that's worse with your husband? Oh God, these are hard. What's better? I feel like he's listening to me better. Hmm. Um. I feel like he's more present. He's less, a little less on a hamster wheel. Even though he's just as busy, he's more present worse um i think he had like a lull the past week of being low and like heavy energy low and heavy energy like the in the beginning i think he was super excited yeah and he was like running on adrenaline sort of that this was awesome and exciting and then i think he hit some kind of wall like maybe six seven days ago yeah where he just got really pensive and really quiet and and very heavy so i don't know if if that was just something he was going to if it was related to not having alcohol i have no idea does that make sense yeah yeah does that sound accurate? Yeah, I think yeah, there's a thing where anytime you have a new, it's like New York winters where it's like for three or four days, like, yeah, whatever, it's crazy. But then like two weeks in, it's like, oh, this is my new reality now. And yeah. And this fucking sucks. I guess so. You know? Yeah. I guess that's probably what happened. So. All right. Well, good answers. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, we rehearsed them pretty good, so. You, you hit, <laughs> no, I'm joking. You hit some stuff that he hit too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. For sure. The quiet. I mean, yeah, I would say that before, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Sex with game. me better when oh, I, yeah. on a Sunday night when I've been drinking for the whole day or sober? Uh, sober. Really? Yeah. Why? You don't because, like the softy? You don't um, like the soft shove? The soft shove. <laughs> the stuff, the stuff um, and go? Because you're not, uh, you're not as connected. It's a different kind of thing. It's nothing, nothing bad. It's not like a bad thing when you've been drinking all day on a Sunday. It's just a little more sloppy, yeah. you know, a little more like self-indulgent. But even though you're a very, not a very self-indulgent lover, you're very giving. But, you know. <laughs> right. No, you're great. He's great. That's one thing that's pretty great. So, um, but better because you were like more here. Like, you know. Men, I think men and women have different agendas when they have sex sure, just because yeah. they're men and women. Yeah. And I think women like it when guys are like really here with them as yeah. opposed to like, you know, fucking all the time. Just, yeah. You know. Men like it when you're like, cool, I can't get, do you mind just getting the fuck out of here for a little while? <laughs> uh, exactly. How quickly can we get this done? Because yeah. I'm super excited and let's get this done. Yeah. But that women aren't really like that. So that I've liked that you seem more, um, present all right great <laughs> sorry Thanks, thank you thank you yeah 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 of course um oops um that was cool yeah it's been a fun month you liked it i loved it I loved it. 
What are you looking forward to with drinking again? I'm looking forward to marijuana the most. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Wow. I, it's, I, you know what I miss? I miss uh, putting a vape pen in my pocket. So I'm going to bring a bunch of pinners. What? Just tiny little joints? Yeah, so you can smoke in the deck and get rid of it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to put it out. If anybody comes, you just fucking chuck it. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, somebody gave me some high-grade weed while I'm here, so oh, I can take really? it to Phoenix, even though Phoenix is a legal state. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. Uh, Arizona is a legal state. But um, I'm going to roll a bunch of small ones. Yeah. And take them with me. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I wish Big J was going on it. I wish Big I, J was I love giggling with him. Yeah, he's good. He's a good high. But yeah, I'm looking forward to weed. I'm I'm not as much looking forward to alcohol, but I'm a little bit of a teetotaler. Like when I decide to stop drinking, it's really hard to get me to start again. Really? So yeah, so I'm glad that we're doing a drink at midnight. I have considered like, maybe I won't drink that night. And then I was like, no, no, I'm fucking drinking that night. Part of me thought part of me think thought that I would uh I would start on my own terms whenever I wanted to. Yeah. And go no one tells me when to quit drinking and when to start. So you'd be like, we'll see when I'll start. Yeah. But uh, the impractical jokers told me I had a contract to and drink. Yeah, to drink. <laughs> so that was very clear. You so definitely. Like, yeah, when we were talking about it, I was like, no, you will not be doing this on our no, cruise. No, And when we were doing it right away, I was like, you ain't gonna not drink in fucking Australia. You're out of Ugh. your mind if you can go through Australia without drinking. I think Australia got me ready to quit because too much. Oh. So I did on, on that morning, like noon, I started on mushrooms and, uh, and, 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 uh, um, Weed, obviously, yeah, and then started into alcohol, more mushrooms, Molly, and I was like, I'm going to dry this all out of my system. So for the first week, I'm like, I'm good. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Turns out, I just wanted to do all that the next day. <laughs> I was like, that was such a fun day. Yeah. Why am I not doing this October first? Yeah. Let's all do the rest of the Molly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I. I uh... Australia, they go hard. Australia oh. and Scotland go hard and i was flying performing flying performing flying performing so i would drink in the mornings on the plane get there sleep wake up drink at the show it was just it was just too much it was way too much yeah did leanne put your clothes in the dryer Ooh, i think so hopefully she did i think she did i think she did yeah like i'm 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 cons- yeah I'm she like- asked me if anything didn't need to be constrained just call and make sure I'm kind of curious, uh, like, because cruises, I, I've always gone off the rails on cruises. Never been on one. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. It was the best time to day drink. That, I loved a good day drink. I, I, well, I said that to you guys, and you guys were like, I don't even know what you're talking about. What? Day beers. Oh, I said that to Segura. He's like, I've never had a that beer makes in the more day. Sense. No, I like a good uh, mimosa drunk. Oh, oh. We should have a champagne morning. We should have a champagne morning. Because the cool thing about day drunk is... If you start, like, say, 11, let's say you happen to wake up at 9, whatever, and you get up and you're out, and then you're like, sure, I'll have, or let's say it's 12, and uh, and you get one, you get another, you get another, you get drunk, and by about 4, 4.30, you're like, I am fucking loopy. Yeah. And then you're like, I need a nap. And you take a nap, and at 6 p.m., you're like, oh, I'm pretty much sober now. And yeah. then at 10 p.m., you're like, let's start drinking again. It's a new day. It's the best. Good. What we need, this is, these are the keys to this cruise. Yeah. Uh, we, we shouldn't do uh, dinners in the... In the main hall, what? okay. Like we should do a couple, like a couple maybe in the main hall. Yeah. But we should go to the nice restaurants, get reservations first night for a couple nights in the nice restaurants, just us comics. Yeah. And just have dinner where it's us and no one's around us, and we can all just shoot the shit and gossip. And Great. that's what we I did it with Cowhead. Is me, Ralphie, Cowhead, Pete, Ralphie's brother Mike. All of us would just get a get a, a table at this Italian restaurant every night and just eat there every night. It was the fucking best. Okay. 
Um, I'm down. Day drinking on a cruise ship is the is. I wonder how many days I have to get perform. I got to perform three fucking days on this four cruise, four day cruise. I'm gonna do. Uh, I did a secret show at Bonnaroo last time I went. Not this year, but the year before. Two years ago, I just did the show. Then I was like, "We're going again." Soda came with me, and we just put on a secret show in the fucking Christmas barn, EDM barn. Yeah, and they're like, "We got a we got a, a break from two a.m. to three a.m." Like, yeah, I'm doing the show there. Um, this year, I'm going to do Tent City because everyone's fucking gacked out by two a.m. Oh it's not, yeah, it's not right for comedy audiences. So no. I'm going to do like a two p.m. Tent City show. Yeah, um, that's smart. Yeah, have a good time, and then get, and then get to fucking. Ari, put or uh, Liam, put your clothes in the dryer. Excellent. Um, yeah, I'm curious on how I handle my re-entry into drinking yeah, on the cruise. Yeah, you think you're going to like, like Ari Calgary? Or do you think you're going to just be like, oh, a couple drinks, first day? I don't know. I think I'll go off the rails a tad bit, draw it back in, mm-hmm. come home, be regular again. Maybe go to a couple hot yogas just to, out of habit. Do you see yourself, um, or let's not even do CF, do you want to? have some days where it's like no I'm not going to drink today or I'm not going to drink at least a couple of days I'm with my family they're off sometime. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. see the benefits sometimes of, 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 of not drinking you think that's your guy pitching you a movie it very might well be um, I see myself not I see myself not drinking I see myself going to friends houses and not drinking which is a, an anomaly for me but I've enjoyed it I've enjoyed going over and, and hanging out and grilling and I'm looking forward to when we all do I know we haven't uh, we haven't figured out a date technically, but when we all do Rogan together and have a little party, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, this, and, uh, this will be out. What? This will be up after it's announced. Uh, after what? After it's announced. Okay, yeah. So whenever we do that, that'll be a fucking blast. And then, uh, but I don't think I'll drink at the store before I go on stage mm-hmm. ever again. Ever again. Yeah, because I don't. I, I like performing sober. Yeah, I really enjoyed performing sober. I'm a lot clearer. Present, you're present. Yeah, I'm present, and I and I have no one to blame. Brendan Walsh said it once, where he's like talking about alcohol. And he's like, you know, you want to say it's like you're better when you're drunk, but he goes, the reality is you're not. You're oh, not. And high well, too. It's like you're not. Oh, what happens with me is I'm just I allow myself to be to not be as good, and I don't yeah. think about it. Like when I'm sober, I first of all take a lot more chances on stage. And because when I'm drunk, I'm afraid to take a chance. I'm afraid I'll say something I regret, and I'll wake up going, "God damn it! Why did you let booze do that to you?" Yeah, when you when you are letting it disrupt your life, that's yeah. when it's an addiction. I will. I, I know that if I drive to the store, I won't drink. So I don't drink and drive. So I'm going to drive. I'm going to keep. If you see me driving the store, I won't be drinking. I but can't I, drink before stage because I slur, and oh, that really? just means I can't perform. Oh yeah. If I'm not audible, I'm already mumbly enough. It's like if I'm not audible, what are we doing? Yeah, I, Hi, I, I can do because I'll just be like weird, but like you can hear me. I, I think I think that'll be the biggest change is uh, is uh, absolute absolutely no booze at the store on the road. I'm, maybe I'll I'll have a drink on stage or whatever. It the road's a little different because you're up there for an hour. Yeah, um, but at the store at the improv, I'm no booze before I go on or during or during on stage. And I'll probably drink less at the store because I see it a tad bit different. But I'll still allow myself to those nights where Red Band's out there, and you're like, I'll do some shots of Red Band. Yeah, I don't do shots. I'm not in college uh, I, I, maybe I'll just quit shots altogether. I was right before I quit. I said to someone, they were like, they would they would send shots of vodka to stage. I go, I'm already drinking a vodka. That's like ordering a burger and then going, can I get some sliders to go with the burger? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I'm already doing. I it. I saw Sebastian once, and I think he was the first of my crew. He wasn't really in the crew, but he wasn't not in the crew. Uh, but he'd start drinking scotch or like a sip drink. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it takes so long to get through that. I just want to chug it. And then I started drinking scotch 
or wine, and it's like no, you can like casually Burr's drink like that. it. Burr, Burr yeah. and I, that was one of the coolest things. Burr and I had a night in, in in Austin where it's like we went to some Scotch bar and they like they knew Burr and they were like we're gonna get you guys the best shit. Burr is someone I've enjoyed drinks with. Burr and I've planned good, a night, a, a day to drink. We've, really? we have a day planned to drink. He's got some glasses and some fine whiskey. I got some cigars, and he's like let's let's make a date. Because he's, he's not boozing right now. He's like, it'll be when I start drinking, I want to have a drink with you when I start up. Yeah. Um, though, and I was like, ooh, planning a drinking day is really fun. In the future, I'm being like, I'm not going to drink for a week until I see Burr and then we'll drink. Wow. Yeah, planning a, a drink. Like my, that, Getting me and you on Bourbon I'll be Street. for a few days and then I'll fucking, because it's coming soon. So yeah. I'm going to go hard, so I don't need it today. Me and you good. doing uh, Bourbon on Bourbon Street is going to be a fucking blast. You know what I realized? You I know, forgot. Lewis is thinking about starting to drink again. I know he said that just for that. Or, yeah. Or he's been two years. But Lewis has really gotten his life on track. Yeah, um, with with that, um, I fucked up. I was going to bring my NASA outfit that I got for Burning Man that I couldn't go to. Yeah, but I got to find a costume in in Phoenix. Hey, can I tell you what I want us to go as? What the Blues Brothers? <laughs> hmm. Well, and then and then I want us to bring those on, and when we do, I want to do a goddamn comedy jam with you and do a Blues Brothers song, and you be Elwood, so you don't have to sing. Okay, you just have to okay. dance. Next that's to my me. biggest problem. My yeah. voice is so bad; people don't understand it. Like, no, you'll yeah. be fine. I'm like, I won't we'll, be fine. You don't understand how we're going to do the Blues Brothers on the thing. I'm a soul man. And I'll just sit, but sit there hard. Yeah, all you got to do is dance and then fake play the harmonica. What do I got to buy? Uh, Send me the outfit. I'll, I'll look at. It. I'll buy stuff in Phoenix. Okay, or we'll go shopping together. Yeah, we'll go shopping in Phoenix. Um, you know what I was thinking of for a costume for, for Halloween? What? Um, drunk Fat Bert. And I'm going to get a fat belly, and I'm going to have a bottle of Tito's. <laughs> I'm going to be Drunk Fat Bert. Drunk Fat Bert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we do need costumes for Halloween. I never Halloween, thought of that. Yeah, we should. All right. I've gotten over that thing. Like, I'm too good for that. I'm like, no, you're not. No, have a good time, man. Have a good time. Fun. You get to be a kid. Fucking I got to go out sober in a costume for the first time ever in my life. And then start drinking. Yeah. What do you normally do? Just drink and then put the costume on? No, I don't. I, but I've never done Halloween sober, so I'm sure I have a cocktail getting into the shower. Right, right, right. And then, <laughs> and then come out in a costume, and I'm like, yeah, I feel comfortable as a dinosaur. Wow. All right, so let's do this. Okay. Let's put this on hold. I'm not going to put out this podcast. Okay. We will continue this drunk. On um, the ship. Maybe on the ship, yeah. Yeah. We'll do it on the ship, drunk, and then be like, how do we feel now? How's it now? We've been back to it. Yeah. And then, like, now you've done the full 31 days. So, yeah, let's do that. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this on the ship, and then we'll put them together. Yeah. What kind of music are you going to play with this? Have you ever thought I of know, it? I know. I already know. The, the kink song, uh, Oh, Demon Alcohol. Yeah. Uh, that's not the name of it, but it's, Oh, Demon Alcohol. It's a cool song. That'll be probably open. And then, from now, the break from here till the ship. Yeah. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Okay. Can you I got, tell you, you got a suggestion? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah can absolutely. I tell you the suggestion? Yeah, um, and I still gotta have two things to go out to. Here, this is my suggestion. This is, by the way, this is the song I want playing when I have my first drink. Okay, okay, hold on. Search. I envision us, by the way, ordering a shot at like eleven fifty, and then holding it and having a countdown. Yeah, <laughs> I want it to be an one, event. Uh, can I tell you what else I've been wanting to do? What? Which I, we should put out there. We should see if we can get a sponsor for our first shot. Give us ten grand to do our first shot. We'll live stream it. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Make up all the money I've fucking lost on f- new flights to L.A. Okay, this is the song I want. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This would be great. What? Where? Where should I put that? This is us getting in between. 
Yeah. Okay. And th- no, yeah, this will be our, our connecting music. Okay. Okay. And then, and then, ah, uh, this is best. I'm on Okay, put it off because I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Yeah, I'll use that. I'll use that. Okay, I might play that whole song. Yeah. Have you ever seen him do that live? Yes. And he not live. I haven't seen him live. Okay, I saw him on the, TV. No, no, not. I mean, a, a clip of him doing. Yeah, it live. yeah. Oh. At some small bar before they got big. Yeah. Uh, not small, but like you know, a three hundred seater. And then he was like, you know, the break where he like stops for a second, yeah. and he stopped for a while. <sighs> And then it's wait. I mean, I got tears up when I when I when I see a performer like that, I tear up. And he's just like waits and waits Ooh. and waits. <sighs> Give me that rag. <laughs> I may not be able to watch that sober. Yeah, <laughs> I may not be able to go into my man cave right now and put that on the computer well, without wait. thinking, "Fuck it, it's over." Wait, I guess. Yeah, yeah, maybe you will. Please do. I mean, I would love to have some <laughs> drinks in Phoenix. <laughs> I would too. I'm doing a call and signal work show. God, it's like it's like as soon as you take a shot, I'm like gonna lick the rest of that cup. Like we're done, good. <laughs> we you know what to- I'm nervous about now? Every time I order a big, I had a Bundaberg, a ginger beer, yeah, at the bar. Uh, I don't have a problem um, um, ordering a Sprite because it's like I. I'm not. I don't have a problem. Not embarrassed about it. I just have to do this for 31 days. Yeah. So I'm not like self conscious about it. I'm like Ugh, fuck, idiot friends make me do this. Yeah. So, but every time I get a drink or like serve me a sprite in a in a small glass, you know, and I'm like, and whoever I'm with, I'm like, hey, taste this for me. Yeah. I don't want to fuck up by accident by somebody. I, I get nervous. So the Bundaberg, I'm looking at the whole. I'm like, no, he said no alcohol. Okay, I would say that. Hey, try this. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, I'm safe. We're gonna do this. We're gonna get your laundry. Is that your ride? Yeah. We're gonna get your laundry. We'll put it in your bag, and then I'm gonna have Leanne and I shoot. A, Leanne shoot a video of me and you yeah. shirtless in my kitchen with a bunch of booze on a table, saying, "Hey, it's Bert and Ari. We're gonna be having our first drink October 31st in Bourbon Street. We will be live streaming it onto Facebook Live, and we would like your your company to sponsor our first drink. This needs to happen quickly, as it is only five days long. This is how you get in touch with us." And please put in your financial offers now. Let's do it. Everyone, please tag the people you'd like to be our first drink. As a Jew, man, I'm down with this fucking business. fucking deficit fund our hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our drip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> deficit fund it, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, I'll see you in, uh, right. we'll I'll see you in Phoenix. We'll see you in Phoenix, and then we'll see you on the, uh, on the cruise. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to drink. Son of a bitch! Give me a drink! Back, yeah. Okay. It's been four hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Has it been? I don't know. I've been drunk that whole time. Yeah. Well, we didn't get drunk. No, we did get drunk in Phoenix. No, we did not get drunk in Phoenix. No, we, we did, did before not. I went to Phoenix. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did this in the front yard. So we had the rest of Phoenix, which was hard to be sober, especially with Stanhope there. It wasn't hard. Like that's it was other, annoying. It was yeah. It was just like man. But by the way, I look at this after this trip, and I go, yeah. oh, I could totally have done it. I, I, I. I I don't mind sobriety as much as before. Yeah, like I like I kind of look forward to sobriety a little more now. Having been drunk these four straight days, this whole trip I've been drunk. We had our shot at midnight, October thirty yeah. first, New Orleans times. Yeah. Thirty one days, one hour after you started yep. officially. A shot of chartreuse, chartreuse or chartreuse? What is it? It was horrible. We have the idea, Jack Daniels. 
beer. Stella looks the best. Jack and Estella. Jack and Estella. And then we got... The guy's like, nah, not for your first one. You're drinking 120 proof some shit you've never heard of. Chartreuse. Chartreuse. I couldn't tell if he had a lisp or if that was what it was called. It I was really horrible. don't know if Chartreuse is Chartreuse. And then, and then, uh... And then we and then we did a shot of Jack, and it was so enjoyable. That first buzz it was, enjoyable. was so enjoyable. Yeah, walked around Bourbon Street, looked at some costumes. Yeah, and I, and then I realized very quickly I don't care about what booze. I don't really give a fuck. It almost seemed like we had to do it because we had to do it, but it wasn't one of, of the ten opportunities I really wanted to smoke or get drunk. Yeah, or even drink. This wasn't one of them. You know yeah. what I mean? There were places where I, I wish I could have something right here. But yes. like, this was like, I mean, I guess if we're in New Orleans, sure, we'll drink. But I would have rather just gone to hit up a bar quietly and had a couple beers, maybe three over two hours. Yeah. While we sit and talk. It wasn't needed. Um, yeah. It, 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 this whole challenge made me realize, like, when I want to drink versus when I am drinking. Like, I drink a lot. Like, this morning. I didn't need to drink this morning. Dude, that was pre-noon. We started at 11. You started 11 your first shot at 11.10, <laughs> the latest, when I you're like, get hammered. me a shot. You were drunk from the night before still, I think. I was very drunk from the night before. You were literally yelling way, at, at the table. Last night, last night was so the funnest, fun. funnest drunk I've ever been in my entire life. And you were a good drunk? Dude, it was the best drunk. Wait, let's set the table, because it was one of the best drinking times, and that's worth drinking. When people go, yeah. oh, I want to quit drinking, you go, oh, yeah, but you didn't have last night. Last night was one of the best drunks I've ever been. Christ at the craps table, just like hitting it. I'm across from him. He's on one side of the craps table, maybe six tables over, no yeah. one really in between, with me and Lewis and Kim Kong at another table, and just screaming at us, yeah, motherfuckers, this is how we win over here. Oh. Why don't you come over here? And then we were I got hitting. DJ Cypher with me. I got my agent, Nick Nusaforo with me. I've got a table full of people, and we're winning. And you had we, a rack in front of you. Dude, it was the funnest drunk I've ever been in my entire life. You had a rack. It starts off good. They give you drinks here, so you're already two solid big drinks yeah, before you yeah. leave the showroom. And then you take another with you, so you're at three. Okay, yeah, three drinks in me. Did a theater show last night. Uh, I loved it. Oh, dude. It was fucking... And I did something that I, like... I just was, like, honest, but I guess it paid off. Is that, like, uh, they just said that to me downstairs. Like, I just thanked those guys for introducing me to their fans. Yeah. Which is really a cool thing for them to do. Good point. And, uh, Good point. and they were all in the room, and they were like, hey, that you that was really cool. And so then I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. I did something great. So I just started loading back cocktails. <laughs> By the way, let me just set the tone here real quick. We are on the roof deck of the privatist floor. The you know this could all be yours. What do you mean? If you could just connect with your fucking materialism. I don't have materialism. I know. No shit. If you could connect. You know, that's what the only reason I'm in this room and you're not yeah. is that. You thought I, to ask. I, no, 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 no. I am a material whore. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's the main difference between me and you. So people you, know you really wanted this. Yeah, you don't care about money. You don't give a fuck about money. I don't. I really don't. I, and, I should and a little know, bit, but... Yeah, you, people know I care about money. So they get you nice stuff. They know it matters to me. Yeah. I would have liked a room up here. Oh, it would have been nice. Robes. Fucking... The robes alone. I'm in. I love a robe. <laughs> and then also the, the bathtub that faces out on the water. The deck is the same as my deck. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's solid. It's amazing to be able to look at it. You the don't ocean. care. You Sunset. don't care about the shit I care about. Like I love the the strawberries covered in chocolate every day. Oh. I wouldn't mind that. It's something I'd eat for high for sure. Yeah, but you do like it, but you just don't like. It's not part of your lifestyle. It's not a priority. 
Like you would go it's like, like oh, this is cool. Yeah. But like, meh, whatever. You can tap out of that really quickly. I can't. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could figure that out about me. So on this roof deck in the, pri- oh. the private area, and they have a roof on top of where they go, and it's just 180, no, nah, maybe 160 degree views of the ocean. The sun is setting. We're going north right now. We're on the 15th floor of this cruise ship. By the steam stacks. It's gorgeous up here. It's gorgeous, man. Just sat, like, just sat in a hot tub. Joey Fatone came by. Joey Fatone came by. <laughs> Listening to a, bo- a boombox in his backpack. Yeah, I guess this could all be mine, but I'm, I'm, whatever. Yeah, you're right. This is nice. But why don't you? Like, what is, like, because I don't mind being honest. Yeah. I like this shit. Yeah. I wish I could be more like you. I like Leanne's it. Leanne's like you. This is nice. I like it. Yeah, but what, but I wish I could. I just wouldn't like. I wouldn't like prioritize anything for it. But like you do, like here's the difference is that we did the yoga today mm-hmm. and you organized that. Had they organized it, you wouldn't have been into it. Yeah. I was like, Hey, you know, what would be a fun idea. Yeah. We should smoke yoga. I mean, uh, we should do yoga. <laughs> smoke yoga. Um, <laughs> the security guy came out and suddenly realized I was smoking. I was like, am I allowed? No, I think I'm allowed. <laughs> so I just went so smoke, smoke yoga. Yeah, I was like, that'd be fun. We just did it 15 times. I know people fucking followed us. Yeah. Let's teach one. We could fucking teach one, especially after that lady. Yeah. The lady of Phoenix, we did our last one, Jenny Lynn, <laughs> yeah. doing doing uh, Monster Mash yoga. Yeah. That was great. After that, it's like, yeah, I could do this. Let's do it. Let's have fun. And then yeah. so I was like, sure. I'll ask. But if that was organized for you, you'd be like, no, 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 no. Very possibly. To have to teach yoga Like I did battle shots today I yeah. did not want to do it But I'll do it And all battle shots Was me taking pictures With people But that's so not Your personality like, No I like my alone time Yeah I like sitting on a cliff By myself Alone I wish I was more like that Why? Why? Yeah I don't know There's a shallowness to me Yeah <laughs> All that All that like Pimping floor shit Is like Yeah, yeah. that's just shallow stuff It is It's nice it is. but like the fact that you wanted us to know also what you got. <laughs> That's uh, the I almost part. didn't I almost didn't want to show everyone. Because I was like, I don't want everyone to see how good my room is. Yeah, Monica was gonna get so mad. Like, oh what? She was so she was so happy that she got a the uh, uh, a deck. I mean uh, when no oh, one yeah, else. Yeah, Monica said something to me last night. What? About my room. She was like, I heard you got the fucking big room. It's my birthday too, motherfucker. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> she really is. She's a legit crazy person. She fell. I didn't realize they did the same birthday cake thing for her. <laughs> yeah. And she fell. She fell getting off the stage without with holding a birthday cake. <laughs> Waba! And it just fell. Saved a lot. I ate some of it later. She saved a lot of it. Right? Yeah. We just ate around it, me and Morel. Yeah. It was the funniest thing. Just a fat lady falling with cake. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this has been a fun trip. It's great. How? Uh, so how was it getting getting drunk again? You can tap into some of that shit. We go across country with your family. It's getting an RV. Shit. No, RV. I don't really. I don't really give a fuck about drinking. That's my. That's the one thing I've gained out of this is that, like, I don't know. I, I gained a lot of stuff. Like I, I looked at it like, part of me loves getting drunk. I yeah. love getting drunk. Like yeah. last night. Last I'll night was never, great. I never cash in those nights. I want those nights for my life. Okay. So I will never quit drinking so that I can have those nights. Okay. Counterpoint? Yeah. The night before, you were combative. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
when I started taking shots at Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, and, and making those guys like agree now or forget it. You're like, ah, all right, uh, I don't know, give me some yeah, time. Yeah, I was drunk and I yeah. should not have been speaking. Yeah, and it wasn't the worst. I know the worst drunks in that, but like those are the point counterpoints. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah How yeah, often yeah. did you have those nights where you're like, I should have got drunk a lot, yesterday? A lot, a lot, a lot. Really? Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of times I shouldn't be drunk. Mm-hmm. And I, but I, but I look at it like. Like, I think I'm going to go home and go back into Sober October the second I get home. Really? Yeah. You're going to go into being sober? Yeah, for two weeks. Two weeks. Because I don't, like... Oh, no, 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 no. I'll take that back. We're doing the 7th. We're going to party on Joe's podcast. Yeah. I'll do that. But, like, I kind of miss... I miss the uh, intimacy of sobriety. With your brain? Yeah, where you're like... Oh, this is just me. I like. I'm a lot more vocal. I'm a lot more disconnected with my emotions when I'm drunk. Like I'm just walking around in a speedo, going like, "What's up, motherfuckers?" Like yeah. I, 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 that's life part of, the, of my personality. I can see you as the life of the party here on this cruise with yeah. you drunk. I, I get the fucking number one party animal in the world. Yeah, you just you just like you like everyone around you in a hot tub or in the beach. Like let's do stuff. I can I like see attention. that little fucking kid in in uh in uh the fraternity. Yeah, yeah. I could see him last night in the water. Oh hell yeah, yeah. That's that's so much a part of my personality. It's been my personality my whole fucking life that I don't know how to get rid of him. And then when I don't drink, I'm just quiet and sullen and sitting by myself. And everyone's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I go, "Nothing's wrong with me. This is what an adult looks like." Right, right, right. You just haven't seen an adult around me enough, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that, that you don't like it? Sometimes that's nice, though. I mean, I don't know. What do you mean? Is it bad or good that you don't get those moments? We can be sullen. I mean, sometimes you don't want them. It's it's uh, it's bad. Yeah. Like like for instance, today has just been. Or this whole trip's been get drunk, wake up, get drunk, wake up, get drunk, wake up. There's so many people who want to drink with you here, too. So many people want to do a shot with me. So you've discovered that, too, right? Yeah. You are like, I hooked up with this chick from Dallas, cool girl. We smoked out of a vaporizer given to her by Willie Nelson. Really? Not Willie Nelson. Who's the old stoner cowboy? Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, sure, yeah, I'll smoke out of the fucking vape. The volcano that Willie Nelson gave you—that's fucking cool as shit. To, to have a shot with Bert is like, dude, I did a shot with Bert while I was there. Yeah, there was no a guy. That, there was a guy last night with a shot with a shirt. Shirt, that said, the yellow shirt. Said, yeah, I, I, I just came here to do a shot with a machine. Mm-hmm. And then in my head, I go, of course you're doing a shot with me. You made a fucking shirt. Not? How could you not? But you're that guy. I have to do a lot of those shots. I saw uh, Chong, Tommy Chong. Uh, open for him Brea or something and after in the, in the merch line people were like you want to smoke you want to smoke he's like no no I'm good 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 to every single person because everybody wanted to smoke with him yeah. but he had to just be like no I'll, I got a joint I'll just smoke when I'm done with this that's why the other thing is like I get I get given like last night I got given probably 10 shots of vodka because everyone during the thinks- yoga it was like 4 shots you wanted yeah. 1 and 4 came and, and but last night I was like yeah, guys I, I'm there. already drinking vodka yeah. like I'm already drinking it I'm not going to drink your shot also yeah i've got something in my hand yeah yeah that is the one problematic part is that you go how do i compartmentalize it and go yeah i I want you to have your moment because i wanted my moment with the tell Uh i definitely wanted it and i want them to have it but i go i also have to be a human i can't live like that yeah 
Yeah. So you want to go back to sober? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, but I don't mind. Like I said that. But today. you had so much fun yesterday. So much fun. So how do you pick those fun. moments? I don't know. I think because, look, this is going to sound uh, narcissistic, what I'm about to say. But uh, are we opening a beer? Yeah, I think a beer. Yeah, we opened mine. I traded it in. I don't mean to be rude, but I traded it in specifically so I got the Pabst. Uh, I'll take I'll take one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna let that get cold. Here, I don't want to sound narcissistic, but like, I'll say this the way I want to say it, and then you can correct me. My personality, drinking last night, being the machine, mm-hmm. created a great energy last night. The fact that whatever the fuck's wrong with me was loud as shit and was talking. I trash won't correct to you. you. You're absolutely right. It created a great energy. Yeah. You made the party last night. Yeah. I mean, me and Lewis were having a little bit of fun at our table, <laughs> but yelling back and forth. You guys both getting your shirts on and then being told you had to get them back on. And then they were, you were like Lewis and you were Lewis like I'm not doing it before he does it. His, our pit boss came over. He's like, let's put your shirt on. I was like, why? What about him? He goes, he's putting his shirt on. He goes, when he does it, then I'll do it too. But I'm outlasting him. And then you had a three, two, one, so you could both do it at the same time. And and Nick. Is losing his mind. Your agent's like, what? Who do I represent? What this is? Animal? It was one of the funnest fucking nights I've I've ever had. I've had a lot of fun nights. Top ten funnest nights. We yeah. were laughing hysterically. Just talk, like Google me, motherfucker. Like it was yeah. so much. Fun. Oh, real money's being made at this table, and then we'd all hit like dealer with bus and three blackjacks. We're like, yeah, come over this, bitch. <laughs> it was. I, I'm so pretty sure fun. Lewis is throwing hard end bombs across the room. <laughs> It was so great, and I don't know if that would have happened if I was sober. I know it would not have. No. No. And I you, want you those should, nights in my life. You should be at parties the way they bring in models to Vegas to like be with the rich businessmen. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, oh, I got that. And they don't realize they're actually shipped in just to be hot around you. Oh. There should be five or six like party animals that just are at your party if you want to make it great. It was so much fun. And, and, and that's one of the times where I go, I have to drink on that night. Like, that's... They were, they were, everyone was buying me Tito's and sodas. Yeah. They don't even know I what I want, and they just all brought them. They know you want Tito's and sodas. And dude, I don't even order it. People just bring me Tito's and sodas. This podcast has been brought to you by Tito's and soda. When you want Tito's, but you also want soda, it's Tito's and soda. <laughs> so, like, like tonight, I mean, I'll drink. I'll drink in the hopes of recreating last night. But last night was That's so bad. Chase that dragon. Yeah, but it's I chase it every night. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about marijuana a little bit. Have you gotten just straight high yet, or have you mixed always? No, I've never. I, I barely ever get straight high, and I got high yesterday, and I regretted it immediately because you're already drunk. Yeah, yeah. And it, I was like, doubles up everything. It. Doubles I'm up any drug. Just fucking hammered now. My wife and my therapist tried to get me to travel with marijuana. Mm-hmm. So we're like, once you smoke weed, you stop drinking. Because I get so fucked up, I'm going. I'm like, I'm going to bed. But uh, yeah, I, 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 you also had three more flights sober to Phoenix yeah. since I talked to you. Back, back from, from Phoenix, Phoenix and, and then here. Yeah, how was it again? It's great. It's great. I'm gonna try to do it on my flight home. Although I know that the seal's been broken. Yeah. So I don't mind having a drink. Yeah. So which is kind of tough. What, what time are you flying? The afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm coming home to a, a new pool that just got filled with water today. So like. So. I'm going to want to drink in my pool, so... Yeah, but why on the flight? Because what am I waiting for? Like, I'm already going to be drinking when I get home. I guess so. Yeah. So, like, part of me is going to be like... Like, oh, if you're going to meet it. a friend for, like, 
like at a bar if you come to New York and like hey I'll meet you at the bar at 10 you're like well it's noon I'm gonna be drinking at 10 yeah, 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 so yeah, it's yeah. like an all day or nothing with you no 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 but yes totally yes like uh, like it's the same way with like we're doing the podcast on the 7th yeah with Joe I wouldn't stop drinking before the 7th but after the 7th I won't drink right but like I go I'm gonna be drinking on the 7th I might as well drink you Monday drink night beforehand yeah yeah, why not Monday night? I won't drink before I go there, but like... You don't think you could do like one every four days or something? No. You couldn't do that? Uh, no, only because I would just rather not drink. What do you mean? I'd just rather not drink. Like, I, I, I don't mind not drinking. So part of me goes, I don't know, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just do, do that. I, thought, I just Sometimes I see people that I'm like, why can't you be moderate? Not you, but just in general, like... Like, where, where's the line of, like, let's say, uh, well, not, you're not, I don't think you're an alcoholic, but, like, pill poppers or whatever, like, can't you just do it once in a while with us? I don't think, I think, you know, I, think addicts, I think addicts have a problem They go with hard. That. Yeah. Like, I don't have a, um, I don't, I don't, I, I definitely realized in this month that I don't have a problem with booze, yeah. and I realize what the problem is, yeah. like, how a person has a problem, I go, oh, no, I get it. You could stop. Yeah, one hundred percent. You stopped. I could stop for the. Rest, I could stop for the rest of my life very easily. Um, I'm in a really problematic relationship with work. So, yeah. like, like this job is really hard to stay sober in. But if I wanted to stop, I would just stop. And it, it doesn't. It doesn't help that my brand is this fun party guy. I heard there's this uh, DJ. It might be Diplo or it might be somebody else. But he was like, "I'm retiring." And he's at that level. Let's say he was Diplo. I don't know. But he's yeah. at that level. And people are like, why? He goes, because I'm an addict and I can't. I, I, I'm doing drugs too much. I'm gonna, it's going to kill me. And they were like, well, then just don't do drugs. He goes, I can't DJ and not do drugs. Like, why? That's, they go together. That's just yeah. how it is. Dude, this, this job, for me, you know, like, last night was a fun night for everyone around. Yeah. But that's also just my life. So, like, part of it goes, yeah. It's very hard to micromanage that personality and not drinking at all. Yeah. Like, I can definitely be both, but it, like, I, I, I would, there's a lot of things I just wouldn't do. I just would be like, yeah, I'm not going to go on that. I'm not going to do that. I could do Rogan's podcast sober. I could do stand-up sober. I can do all of it sober. But then there's another part of me that goes, I definitely wouldn't do this cruise sober. No. Right? Why? Yeah. It's fun to drink in this cruise. What are you going to do? Go back to your room every night? Eat more? I, I don't understand eating. those guys. I don't understand those guys that come on the cruise and don't drink at all. I could see if your job was only cruises and you're like, I can't, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking blow up and die. But like, if you're here for four days only, you have a bunch of friends, good crew here we have. It's Sam Vecchione, Boss, crew. Yamanika, all of them. It's just like a good crew, Tiana, Saifa. But like, uh, why not have some drinks? We got no responsibility. We finished yeah. our show. Let's fucking drink. There's not even cable, Wi Fi. You can't even do anything. Yeah, you can't There's even no get on your phone. Done. It's great for that, too. So, like, I think, I don't know. I always think that doing theaters might help me uh, be a little healthier. One show is very different than being so intimately accessed at a club. Uh-huh. Plus, with a the theater, if you're going on a theater tour, you got to leave the next day. Yeah. So, it's like, how much can you drink? you got to really got to be up at 8 o'clock to get well, you could, flight yeah, by Well, you could drink a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then perform the next day? Yeah. 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 I did that in Australia. That almost killed me. I love when you made this challenge and you were like, 
Yeah, I'll start right now. I'm like, and do it in Australia. You're out of your mind. I was like, no, there's no way I could do it yeah. in Australia. It hit you. You're like, yeah. I couldn't do it in Australia, and I couldn't do it on this boat. Yeah. We picked the right time. This is this was, boat left the day after. It was the perfect challenge. I really, um, I've said this, I don't know if I said this earlier, but I say it again. I'll say it a million yeah. times. It was the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. It's pretty fun. The, the the three of you guys accepting to not do drugs and not drink with me made, made me do it. I would yeah. have never done it. I would never. You would have bailed, right? I would have bailed. You I would have been, been like, like that. that first flight. I would have been like, no, man, my pride was attached to it so much that I was like, dude, if I can't do this, I really have a problem. If I can't do this on that first flight, which yeah. I would have quit a hundred percent right thirty days ahead of you, it would be the easiest time to quit. I would have. I would have quit. And Segura doesn't even give a fuck. Like I don't even know if he's even drank or done drugs. For Joe, I think Joe, it was the hardest to not smoke weed. It was hardest him to accept. Well, he doesn't like being put in a corner. Right. He doesn't like being told what to do. And and he did not like when we went no weeks. You know, I sent that video of us, that video of me jogging saying, Joe, Ari, Bert, no weed, no drugs. Yeah. And Joe didn't even respond. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, maybe he's not going to do the challenge with us. And then you were the one that painted him in the corner and was like, yo, we're all going to attack him. It took, yeah, yeah. And, and, and him doing it the way he had to do it. He had to, he, like... And I'll, I'll call him out on this Yeah But he was like I was going to surprise you guys After 30 days I was like Bro that's not the challenge That's not the challenge <laughs> The challenge is when you can't back down Or it will embarrass you I was going to surprise Plus, you Plus I'm not even sure He started day one When I suggested our last yoga In LA I was like Oh I should have gotten a, a drug test He panicked <laughs> He was like What do you mean Well how long is it last in your system I was like Alright relax I was like, fighters say two weeks. It's been longer than that. Fighters say two weeks. Yeah, all the guys whose lives are on the line over it, they say two weeks. What's your problem? You've been drinking a lot of water. He was, he, when, well, I don't know. Uh, we were let's sitting, go. We gotta go. We, we gotta go. Sitting, we were sitting in that yoga studio, and they're like, where's Ari? I go, I think he's picking up drug tests. And Joe was like, huh? What? 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 What, what do you mean? <laughs> he did not want to take it. <laughs> the best the best is that it made like and then look there's a lot yeah, of to things paint him in the corner like that and then it was like he's like Ari's a Welsh I never said I'd do that and I was like no we never said you would and so, so it's like we've we moved on uh, Tom and Bert and I are all gonna do no drugs uh, no marijuana and hot yoga 50 yeah. days Joe will drink slightly less than he was before continue doing the drug he does the most and change his workout regimen not at all uh, and yeah. he's like motherfuckers <laughs> when people got behind pray for Joe do you know you know the I mean like I didn't realize how many people take Joe seriously like meaning like how serious he is yeah like there was a website called yeah. uh, I don't know what the what? name of it uh, but they're like see another side of Joe him getting loose with his friends and being silly I only know silly Joe like I don't yeah. know like I, I mean I mean, like I don't do podcasts with him where he talks about like serious stuff yeah I'm astronomy only doing, yeah so like astronomy I don't know whatever the fuck whatever the fuck they talk about I only see him at the store doing stand up and I only hang out with him doing silly stuff so they're like see him goofing around with his friends and I was like oh you have a version of him where you don't know him silly like how <laughs> totally sad is, is that <laughs> That's yeah. all I see. Yeah. <laughs> Serious Joe is less fun than si- Silly Joe. I like Silly. Fucking. I remember one time we got into a conversation about how many fish there would be if you could throw them 10 feet in the air and they take off to the sky. 
about how it would cover the skies. Like, like how much people would just fucking not give a shit about fish. Because you just <laughs> throw them up and you just watch them go. And I could not it's stop blood. fucking laughing about that. So the, the idea that there's someone out there that goes, see the light side of Joe Rogan. I go, <laughs> that's all there that, is. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, this has been fun. Getting high was like. First time I mixed, I had like a some some blunt and some and joint with while I was getting drunk on bourbon, and then even the next night, just like a hit. Then the third day, which was the second day here, just smoked with my friend. It's like oh, oh on the beach, yeah, on the beach, on the beach with Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and then I had a Corona just while I was there, but really just one drink. Oh, and whatever, I'm tall boy on the way out, I guess. But um, yeah, just high and oh. feeling good, getting a shitty massage on a Mexican fucking tourist beach. I got I got high then too. I felt then right. It was like so. It was. I was like dude. I was on my knees eye. in the water, mm-hmm. floating around, and it was just perfect. Water was cool, but it's fucking November, so it was great. And a bunch of kids that were like twenty four, and they're like the six man guys trying to figure out what life is. And you're like, I've already lived about? it. Yeah. Oh, they were all, and they're all from SEC schools, so like I know their childhoods. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're all like. I'm from Alabama. I'm from Georgia. Two of them were from Leanne grew where Leanne grew up. Really? Yeah. And I was just, uh, it was really great. That guy Andy is a fucking killer, mm-hmm. man. I love Andy from Six Man. Yeah, he's cool beans. Helped us out with everything. Do you remember making these? Yeah, I was pretty drunk that we bought rings <laughs> with our names on them. Yeah, engraved. <laughs> that, guy fishing did wire that, that guy did that right in front of us with fishing wire. Yeah. Just made one that says Ari and Bert. But it's like, we got to get this. It's some fucking tourist, awful tourist version of Mexico, which is just them going like, what What do you think Mexico should be? Okay, we'll be that. Yeah. <laughs> Sombreros and fucking dancing Mexican queens. Mexican wrestling faces. Oh, just like whatever. Just this mall. And it's like, this is where all these ship people dock. And it's not just this ship. It's lots of ships. Oh. It's a dock city. Yeah. They have pharmacies everywhere for Viagra and Vicodin and everything. And then just fucking the further away you go, the, the the slightly more Mexican it is. It was cool where we went. Like where we went was pretty cool. Do they own that island? Is it an island? Yeah. There's who on it? The, the cruise, cruise ships. ships. I don't know because other cruise ships went there. Yeah, but I think they all maybe they all went it. in together yeah. and just bought an island. They did that. They do that in Turks and Caicos. It was unsettling there. Vecchione was like, it made me pity both sides of it. The Mexicans that are there trying to entertain us, and the, the the whites that are there just trying to like capture culture, Whoa. like real quick. I, I took uh, I I did the hard sell for Vecchione last night with my manager and agent. Yeah, yeah, because like someone like that, he's too funny. He's too funny for not to not work all over the country. I know. I told him about the 15 minutes, and he was like, "I don't think they're taking me." I was like, "What? They could be a steal for 15 minutes set, dude." He's the perfect guy for that. Yeah, I and mean, he crushed, and he, he slipped through the cracks. That's what you want. You want you get drafted. But why? you want somebody early second round. Like this guy should have been a top ten. Yeah. How'd he slip? Oh, he smoked weed in front of people. Yeah, we'll take him. And you get a steal. Yeah, he's a steal. Him, Simone, people like that are just steals at the. Price. I told I told Judy last night. I was like, Yo, he should be working all the clubs. And then Vecchio. Forty weeks like, a year. Th- Vecchio's like, Thanks, man. No one's done that for me. I was like, Why? Why wouldn't anyone do that for you? You're one of the funniest guys I know. Yeah, great. You joke should right be. You should be headlining everywhere, and then and then, but then the, then the, the Judy kept going. How do I not know about him? And I, I was like, How yeah, do, how you, do not you? How do you not how know? Do you about not? Him? He's been one of the best comics in New York for at least the four years I was there. So that's a long time. He thinks that uh, New York, that everyone's just slept on New York comics. 
that no one knows New York comics. I think some New York comics slipped through the cracks, and they could do well with a with a change of uh, scenery. Same thing with LA comics. You just sort of become like a guy that's like, oh, I don't know, he's there. I don't know why we don't use him. We just don't use him. Yeah. And then you change the scenery. Now you're a fresh new commodity. You might slip into the same category, but you might start over and be able to be like, oh, hey, wow. So like, what new like life? Into if he the came scene? out to LA, he just everyone would be like, who the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Plus, all his material's new. Yeah. So it's not like people would say, like, on uh, the same set. It's like he would have an hour and a half of new shit to, like, show at clubs and stuff. And they'd be like, wow. Yeah, I think so. He comes to L.A. now a little bit. Does he? Yeah. He tries to, like, for, like, 20 days a year. Like, Yeah, I really wish I had, had not done that podcast with them where I just browbeat them about Amy. And, they uh, thought it was funny. Did they? Yeah, they talked about it later. Oh, really? Yeah. They, like, Sam kept going, I don't know this side of you. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm a regular person. Also, <laughs> I know that I get the rap. I don't of, like being the great guy. I don't see like, you drunk, drunk Kreischer much, or drunk angry Kreischer. Oh, maybe that's what Leanne sees when she doesn't have her dinner ready. Dude, uh, she made it so that we weren't allowed to watch Friends anymore because I was shitting on Friends so bad when I was drunk. <laughs> she was like, "Stop! I can't watch this with you." She's like, "I get it. You've been in the sitcom like cycle." That's beautiful right there. That is beautiful. With just those rays coming down, straight down, lighting up just a circle in the water. Like that, that right there is part of the things that had to give belief in God for people. Right. When you see that, you're like, oh, there's a God. That's just one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I guess so. I don't see that. I just like, wow, we got lucky to see that. Um, there's this video of a guy who's running on a track and he has a hat like yours and a gust of wind comes and flips it up and over and then back right out of the head of the guy behind him perfectly onto his head and same thing I'm like well that's cool (laughs) that ain't God doing it (laughs) fucking chill out man (laughs) it's just a cloud over there in front of the sun (laughs) I'd be more impressed with what you just described than that sun's I mean I've heard of things like this but that hat thing man that's a once in a lifetime I am going to do drugs. I, I, I like drinking, but I'm not going to be doing it when there's no reason for it. I kind of like the way my skin feels and looks, you know, not drinking and, and smoking. Yeah. I'm still going to go to smoke when it's like the right time. I wish I could I wish I wish could compartmentalize it more. Yeah. I wish I could just do like day on, day off. But like today's a perfect example. I woke up very fucked up. Yeah. Because last night was such an insane night. I woke up drunk and then was like... We're doing this yoga thing. I was like, I'll just have drinks for yoga. And then drank all the way into battle shots with Joey Fatone. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll take a nap. I'll go up to a podcast with Ari, have a couple drinks, take another nap, go do a show, <laughs> and then go gamble. I won so much fucking money last How night. Much? You don't even know. You just threw no it all idea. into your... It, it makes no sense to me. And I don't care about it. You were hitting those streaks and craps. You can hit those streaks. That you just Dude, I lined up the whole thing with fives. You're like, I don't know, throw that there, that there. And then if you don't hit a seven for like ten minutes, you just keep raking in money. I wish like someone was we put money on the four hard dollar hard for the hardware or whatever. Eight the hard way. Eight the hard way and it and it won. It's nine Nine to one. Nine to one. But I only you get ninety bucks right there. Well, I only put two bucks, so I got like eighteen bucks. And then I was like I looked at Nick, I go, dude, eighteen bucks? Like, you know how much money I make? Like, I don't give a fuck about 18 bucks. I go, why would I even put that bet down? I couldn't I couldn't enjoy the winning, so I was like, my, the best I win is 18 bucks. So you want more? 
No, I you just, had a rack in front of you, bro. Yeah, it was it was funny shit. And you're well, just like, gonna, I don't know what I have money on. I don't know. What, did I hit eight? Like, no, soft came. Like, what? All right, I, I, I trust it you It was, it was. And then we almost went over and put it all on black. I said you should have. And, and it hit black. I should have done hit it. black. You're like, oh, it's too late, it's too late. And then it, you're like, if it hits red, we're still good. Hit black. You're like, no, let's go. Probably smart. Um, well, overall, I'd say it's a pretty fun challenge. Dude, it was be- it's better than the weight loss challenge. Yeah? Oh, Why? 100%. Why? The weight loss challenge hurt my feelings a lot. <laughs> really, like I, I did not enjoy the internet. Like I just stayed away from it because everyone was like, it was fat shaming, which was it wasn't just fun too. It wasn't like from what I saw, it wasn't like, haha, you're fat, uh, whatever, like a joke. It was like you fat fuck, you're fuck a piece you. of shit. Your kids will never see you. Like it was, it was, was all me. that. That was me. That you definitely said that. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was hard shaming. This one, I'd get online and the tags. And the jokes people had were funnier. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was just because it was the next generation of it. The photoshops were great. The photoshops were fucking hilarious. Were great. Dude, and, and, they were, and, and it included all of us. It shamed us all the same. Yeah. So it was, it was less directed at me being a fat fuck. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think yeah. as much as we talked about this privately, uh, where, where Joe got a little serious about my drinking, yeah. I think a lot of people heard that. And then they they weren't as brutal. Maybe does that make because sense? Because they were like, "Oh, you're a you got a problem." I, yeah, they they were like, this. "They were like, you don't have a problem, man. You're fun. You're a fun guy. We love you. Don't change yourself." And so and so, the challenge in general was more. I don't know. It just so it seemed fun. Like I really enjoyed it. I like I enjoyed this challenge more than anything I've ever done in my professional career because we were all a part of it. It's hilarious. It's professional. Yeah, well, yeah. Because, like, I mean, dude, I enjoyed this challenge more than I enjoyed any of my TV shows. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this challenge has been better for my career than any of my TV shows, ever. <laughs> I didn't make, like, money off it, per se, yeah. but, like, dude, everyone stops me on the boat. They're like, Sober October, it's over, Bert. It's over, Like, yeah. everyone knows about People it. People did it, too. And comedians did it. Ren Azizi, Ron Funches. Yeah. Who else? Anybody? Uh... Court said he did, but he's been uh, sore for fifteen uh, uh, years. Uh, Will Noonan. Will Noonan it did uh, quit smoking. Smoking weed, cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, shit. And so, like, this challenge has been fun as fuck for me. Yeah. It was my favorite thing I've ever done in my adult life, and and it was because it was like, you know, first of all, I felt good, I felt healthy, I didn't wake up feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. We all joked around every day. I get up, and there would be texts from the three of us. There'd be texts from the three of us. Or from the four of us, then from the three of us, then from the two of us. Like we'd all text individually <laughs> Can and you believe group. Bird is doing this. Can yeah, you Tom is. Doing oh, this? it was the best, man. <laughs> I say this to anyone listening: if you have a friend who drinks a lot, do one of these challenges and go. Hey, man, we're none of us are drinking in November. We're all doing the same shit. It's yeah. like those cancer kids when they all shave their head for their basketball yeah. team. Yeah, dude, it works better than so. Like going, going. You have a problem and pointing fingers at someone. Just go, hey, let's all do it. And then that guy can't quit. Yeah. That was my thing. Is I was like, I can't not do this. Yeah, <laughs> you could not. I couldn't not do that. I and, mean, it would be the end for you. Dude, if I, if I drank day five, I was like, no, I got a problem. I got a real problem. And the whole time I was like, I know I don't have a problem. So I was like, well, then if you don't have a problem, this then, won't. Then, then, then it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, this shouldn't be an issue. And so I just stopped. And by day... 
two, I was like, yeah, I'll do this for 32 days. My desire went down pretty hard. Hard so, like, There were times fuck. I still wanted it. I'm like, it would be nice here, but kind of like having a cigarette where I don't really crave a cigarette anymore, but if I see four cool friends smoking a cigarette, yeah. part of me, if this is once a year, goes, ah, oh, I should have a cigarette with you guys. This yeah. is right. Um, but... The desire is gone. Same as alcohol and even the weed where it's like the desire is like, ah, it's okay. I'm good. I had no... The only time I ever wanted to drink was at the Rams game. The Rams game... Wait, were, whose house? The Rams game. Whose house? My house. Rams house. Oh, the Rams... <laughs> <laughs> <That's an> idiot. <laughs> I wanted cold beers at the Rams game so bad. It goes. But like going to the store, Ralphie's funeral, like none of that... None of that ever triggered me in, in a way of like I was like no 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 I'm just gonna drive home but the Rams game I definitely wanted a beer for my funeral I've decided another thing what? I want everybody to get high but afterwards say your piece and then everybody go get high oh I'm gonna pick who speaks at my funeral yeah me too I'm gonna make a list uh, nothing against the Smash Brothers and Gary Cannon but I will say because I think they were a good fit yeah. but like they were the good fit no one else was right. like Jeff Ross should have ended it. It should have ended with Jeff Ross. He was so heartfelt and like genuine and honest about his feelings about Ralphie. Yeah. And he wasn't trying to be funny. And I understand Gary and, and the Smash Brothers being funny. I understand that. Like it's not it wasn't bad. None of it was bad. Yeah. But it was just like watching everyone else get up, you're like they should have ended with Jeff Ross. Maybe it should have what about this? An all day feast at your place. Okay. Yeah. Every hour, you go bing, 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 bing. Next on the list, Tom Segura would like to say a word. Yeah. And then you get five, ten minutes of that, and then everybody go back to drinking, talking your own stories with Ralphie. And then bing, bing, bing. Fifty-five minutes later, you know Ari Shafir or Leanne would like to say something. Oh. You know what I mean? And so then it's like you get the sadness and the happiness. Pig roast the whole time. Oh. That'd be good. I love that. Yeah, cigars, booze. It would be great if you turn it into a three-day sleep-in. Mm-hmm. Like, I want something... Like, I... Because I, right after Ralphie died, I, we found like, out... Clear your plans, please, everyone. Clear yeah. your plans and, and plans in memory of Burke Kreischer for three days. Like, I didn't go to Patrice's funeral. Uh, mostly because I didn't think he'd go to mine. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to go to his if I don't think he'd go to mine. But I'd go to Voss's. Yeah. I, I might go to Voss's if it was in New York. But, yeah, I'd go to Voss's. <laughs> but I also, I wouldn't want to be the guy imposing... Bobby yeah. Lee came to bless his soul, but he came to like Freddie's just like interested, and Freddie hated him, and he hated the hey, Freddie hated him, and he had this like yellow like Kill Bill jumpsuit. And I remember peeking in like, and I get it, like I want to be invited too. Wait, wait where's Freddie? Where was Freddie's? Freddie's was at the Comedy Store main room the night of his his funeral. They had a memorial for him there. See, man, I I, I gotta be honest with you, I really want to do a documentary on Freddie Soto because I they did one. His, I would, his I'd brother, like to, I'd yeah. like to see it. Yeah. I like to, I'd like to do it. Yeah, because I. I found him funny as shit. Yeah. And he was the guy that everyone loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it? Was it, Did he die of uh, sleep apnea? I think uh, weakened heart. I don't know. What? I assume it was weakened heart because of coke. Oh, really? Yeah. When people die in their sleep, it's usually like, that's what I've seen. That's a lot of like earlier coke use. Dude, I wish I had the bit he had about his dad. Yeah. Irregardless... Regardless. Oh, oh, if I was one of your bodies drinking beers. Then you can find it, hey. <laughs> yeah. I in. love that. I love that but so much. But you are pissing on the floor. You can find it. You fix it regardless. 
Yeah, he had a great character. God, he was good. Can't believe he's just dead. It's weird when people are gone, gone, like gone. What was he like at the store? Leader for all the young guys. Really, like uh, I'm telling you, like he was the guy who was like, "Hey, don't worry, it's gonna be okay. I get it. It's a hard road. I've been there." You know, you see a version of success like that, and then like you get to like, be like, "Oh, you were in the same position I was in. Okay, this is cool." You know. It's like if you're a door guy, it's like, is this even the path? And then you're like, no, it was for me. Was, okay. he, was he friends with Carlos? He was for a while. And then I remember telling him once, like, before I knew anything about comedy and about the idea of joke stealing or anything, yeah. I found a Carlos uh, CD on top of the TV in the front patio. I was like, oh, cool. And I took it home to listen to it. And uh, like, I didn't get it. It wasn't even like a, when I asked Freddie about it, it wasn't like, I wasn't trying to start anything. I just didn't understand. And I was like, yeah, I heard a lot of like, I heard a lot of you in there. Like, it was like almost like your bits, but it wasn't like, Hey, you stole from me. It was like, how does that work? How does comedy yeah. work? You know, I just heard some, and he was just kind of like sighed and was like, you know, what? Are you, what really? You know, yeah. I mean, he. I think he also thought Carlos helped him a lot, put him on Did the Three he? Amigos tour. Yeah, so he was like, he didn't know how to like, kind of like you and Jay, where it's like he didn't know how to like say anything because this guy has helped me. Yeah. So now, do I? Am I honest about my upset at somebody who has helped me? But then it's like if you treat them like a friend, you should say yeah, something, and and then also a friend wouldn't steal material from you. So shitty. Or or a friend would be sorry if he did it. You know, friends do shitty things to each other, but like they're sorry if they're actually your friend. Try to make it up to you. Try. I can't believe that. I can't believe that type of friendship. Mm-hmm. He was crying when Mine and C was on Comedy Central uh, website, yeah. and this was like four bits where you could roll over your mouse like in the four corners is Carlos yeah. and Freddie was like dude two of those are just my bits they're just my bits then everyone's really? on the website seeing that and it's like he was like I don't know what to do now every time he does it somebody's gonna be like oh that's, that's Carlos Mencia. when did he die when yeah I mean I was okay I was already in the, the Sunset Strip place I was banned at the time for punching Bobby Lee the third time and um I and got a call like from NZC he was friends with Bobby Wait, I thought Bobby went to his funeral. Freddie. No, no, f- wait. Oh, Carlos, I thought you were talking about. Wait, no, who, wait. When would, did Freddie die? Yeah, this is what I'm I mean, saying. Carlos is still alive. Yeah, yeah, No, no, he didn't like, he didn't like Bobby. Why? They got into it a long time earlier uh, for something like when Bobby was young and Mitzi asked him, like, I think something along with Mitzi asked him to, like, tell who's performing at the, at the improv and he was like, okay, I will. And so then, or, or something, I think they were going to change locations of the, of the La Jolla Improv. It was some sort of telling thing. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he got this, like, rat um, stamp, and people were just like, Freddie was like, I'm done with him forever. And then Ooh, he would Bobby fuck with him mentally. Stamp? He would fuck with him mentally, because Bobby looked up to him. And so he'd like, yeah. One time he came in and just tried to, like, bury him. He goes up, he's like, who's next? He goes, oh, Bobby. I was like, oh, sweet, you guys. This next guy's absolutely hilarious. Just hilarious. He just joke about, like, his dad making him uh, work the corn stand. And he's yelling out, corn, corn. Oh, you guys are going to love that one. And then uh, he just gives away all his punchlines as it, under the guise of, like, hyping him up. And then Bobby's like, those are all my jokes. I can't do them now. Oh, I would have loved Freddie Soto. Yeah, he would have. He was a good fucker. I feel like, I feel like a kindred spirit with Freddie Soto because I feel like Everything I've ever heard about him, probably because he's dead, but it's always been good. And he was this big party guy. He liked to party. He and liked he, it. When he came in late at the store, and it was employees, it was, it was Wild West back then. We kind of ran it, you know? Yeah. And they let Don go until on stage until three if he wanted because the, the, the manager said, I'll do the paperwork. He's like, well, I'm doing paperwork. You guys can keep going. Yeah. We can't serve anybody anything, but go crazy. And um, he would come in and be like, 
And then we'd be like, yeah, yeah. And he'd open up the fucking liquor locker, and we'd all get beers. Oh, and we'd shut up. Like three or four. Are you serious? Yeah, just in the back, near right where you walk out to the comedies bar, right before you get to that door. We'd yeah. just stand there and just like smoke cigarettes. Renazisi <laughs> was there, and me and Freddie, and, like, and, and Simone. And it was just like good times. Jason Lucas. It was just like Eleanor. We'd be like, yeah, let's just... And we just, we just stay. It was like, this is how it should be. Man. I convinced Adele to do that once at the stand. Yeah. It was me and Norman and a couple other people. And it was like, we're talking. And then we're like, Adele, can we let up a joint down here? She goes, I don't know. And I was like, just fucking let us. I was like, hey, get us a six pack. We're your regulars. Yeah. We're here late. Get us a, I guarantee the Italias would want you to fucking have us with beers right now. Yeah. And she was like, okay. She did it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. He made that kind of party. We, me and Renazizi got him once where I had these cigarette loads from Hollywood Costume of Magic. Yeah. It's about that long, little stick, and that, about that wide. And you stick them into the end of a cigarette, into the, the tobacco end. Yeah. And then if you stuck them far enough, you got a baby clip, like a baby pen, safety pen. You could stick them in to where it like disappear. The tobacco would like reseal ahead of it. And it would, it would, so it would blow up. When it lights, it would blow up. Yeah, yeah. So I always had one cigarette turned over just for that. And people asked to borrow one. I'm like, sure, here you go. And I just <laughs> give it to him. I had to load it up. Me and Renzi's love getting people. And Freddie came in late one night. And he was like, hey, I got a cigarette. I'm going on stage. You're like, yeah, sure, man. Here. And then we gave him that one. And he's on stage just with behind his ear for a while. And then he's like, going to light it up. And he's so smooth. He talks to the crowd. Anybody got a lighter? Oh, cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. What's your oh, name? Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's real on stage. Yeah. Uh, and uh, kind of like Tony Rock, just smooth yeah. the way he like speaks. And then he's like about to smoke it, and then he's like another thing. When I and it was like, oh, we're in the back, just we're just waiting for this five minutes, six minutes, and he's like about to light it. He's like, no, no, and then he keeps waiting, and then like eight minutes in, nine minutes in, he finally lights it up, and he's like, yeah, and we're like, oh my god, and then he's like talking more. It takes a drag, and it blows the fuck up, and me and Renzisi lost it. You see it on his face, like, wait, what? And why are those guys laughing? Oh, you motherfucker! And then he's out. You motherfuckers! You pieces of shit, motherfuckers! Man, we laughed so hard. There's something to be said about that personality. Like, and I think, and I think, you know, to circle back and talk about drinking, mm-hmm. I think I, me, and, and, and I, I don't, I never knew Freddie, but like, I have Freddie's personality of like a fun, want to have a good time guy yeah. who always gets the joke. You don't, you don't, you don't take it personal. You always have a good time with it. Yeah. Like, there's few people in this world that would, would, Get a cigarette to blow up in their face and enjoy it. Yeah, you know, like, there's a cool. lot of people that would be like, "Why would you do that to me? I thought we were friends." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to be That's around always those the people. worst people that take stuff way too seriously. Dude, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I always felt kindred spirits to him because I, I felt like I never, heard, I never heard a bad word about the guy. I never heard a bad word about the guy. Everyone loved him. I heard bad words. I heard people. No, not, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. People hate everybody. Yeah, that's not true. But yeah, yeah. I want to do a documentary on him. I want to do a documentary on him and uh, and uh, uh, JJ Medicine Hat. JJ Medicine Hat. Yeah, not not a bad one. Um, well, Bert, I'm trying to think what else there's to talk about, but I think we've like covered the idea of sober October. Now that you're back, yeah. How you felt? Good. How was that first drink? Like, how was that cool. first night? And now the next the, day, the, the, the only thing I can say, the first drink was like. Eh. Mm-hmm. After the second shot and a little bit of a beer, I felt I felt really beautiful. Me too. I felt loose and yeah. like oh yeah, we yeah. can't really talk about this enough. Yeah, I felt loose and like good. I felt good and felt like really laughing. Good. There was some fans around, but they were all cool people, you know. 
Yeah. And uh, and Tony got um, Tony was way too drunk. He was like, I've been drinking margaritas since. I love people brag. Yeah. He went around. Uh, to the bathroom in that one bar we went to and I ch- told you he had to like hold on to himself like this he was like Ugh. and then like hold on and then, then go around and oh. I told whoever I was with uh, those girls that come to all the festivals from Austin I was like I was like he's gonna barf and then I went back there to, see, to like fuck with him in the, in the bathroom and he was still standing up I was like have you not been in the bathroom yet he's like no and then I left and noticed he had just wet all down his chin he he tried to defend it. <laughs> he tried to like, defend bro, everything. you throw up, you throw up. <laughs> Tony's never yeah. been wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, I threw up a little bit. And I was like, no, he threw up. If you throw up, you throw <laughs> up. He threw up a little bit. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was on his jacket. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I barfed. So we had that pizza late. I woke oh, up at yeah. 5 a.m., went to the bathroom, took care of it. I would have loved to have barfed up that pizza. No, I felt great. That first two shots, yeah, I felt fucking phenomenal, um, and I felt great every time I drank. Like last night, I got on. I was about to get on stage, and I was. And my problem is not. It's just like compartmentalizing all the fucking things that come along with drinking. So like getting on stage last night, I was like, um, the boat's moving a lot. I drank a lot the day that day. I was like, I just wish I hadn't drank. And then I had a few couple cup of cocktails on stage, and I was like, I was like, I feel amazing again. Yeah, I feel amazing. And it I, and really is a social lubricant. It really does do that well. It really is. And I'll, I'll feel like I don't know what time it is now, but my show's at nine. Yeah. I'll go take another nap. Then, by the way, sleeping in my room is next fucking level, dude. When it's slow rock, do you have the window open? I could sleep this entire you fucking. Hear the ocean cruise. going. Oh my god, I've been sleeping so much. It's great. Oh, it's fucking amazing. It's great. I think I might sleep. I don't know what time we're docking, but I might just sleep. I slept with the door open last night. Yeah, I might just sleep on the balcony, like take a bunch of blankets out there, dude. It is. I, I could sleep this whole cruise. This whole cruise. And tonight, tonight I'll take a, a nap. I'll not want to wake up. Yeah. I'll go to the room. I'll be like, eh. I think Vecchione's going up because uh, I wanted Judy and Nick to see him. Oh, good. So, uh, oh, good. And but you know who gives like? It's the same thing. Dude, if you got representation out of the fucking Impractical Jokers tour <laughs> cruise, dude. He should have. So he should have. He should have. He should definitely have. Reps. It's, it's one of those where it slipped through. I remember talking about Simone. To uh, to Comedy Central about like we need a booking for the storytelling show. He's a he's a great storytelling comic, uh, and he's a friend of mine. And they were giving me pushback. And one of the things was, and was I think Jackie Owen gets his too. What was that, Joanne? Uh, no, Joanne wasn't doing. It, it was Ann and Jonas a little bit. But yeah. I get he's not famous, and he's a white guy. And we have famous white guys already, so that yeah. category's full. But I'm like, I'm telling you, he's great. And one of the things was, well, he doesn't have much TV, and it's like, yeah, but that's your fault. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't continue. To like follow this mistake, and with Vecchione, he has plenty of TV, but people don't know him. But that's Judy, not a reason Judy, to keep Judy it kept, going. Judy kept saying, "Like, how do I not know about him?" And I, I kept people saying, "People slip like, through the cracks." I don't know, man. I don't know. He's so talented. People with with those crack slippers, yeah. people want to make it seem like, oh, he must have done too much alcohol. He yeah. must have doing this. They oh. want to have a reason. I talked to this lady uh, at some meeting, I think CBS, and her kid had died from SIDS. You know, where you just, sleep, you just wake up overnight yeah, and yeah, baby yeah, doesn't yeah, wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, all the other parents were oh. like, did you have the baby on his back or his stomach? And I forget which one's the right way to do. Uh, back. You supposed to have him on yeah, his back? Yeah, yeah. Back. So she goes, yeah, we had him on his back. But all these people didn't want to accept that sometimes babies just die. 
So they had to go. Uh, you, you must have had it on your stomach. That's the only way I can continue this this, this world I'm in. Uh, so, well, babies don't die for the, no it's reason. One, it's one of the main reasons not to have children. Is that that fear of SIDS is fucking terrifying? Mm-hmm. I remember when Georgia was. I didn't have it with Isla, but with Georgia, I was terrified she'd die. Really terrified. I, I used to look at her in the middle of the night and just stare at her. Jesus, dude, it sucked, dick. I would hate that, and I hate retarded baby. There's a moment where you wonder, Real like, where, where, when they're bathing Georgia, because it was my first kid, I was like, hey, is she uh, okay? And she could be like, heavily autistic, you wouldn't know, for a while. Like, like, yeah, you like jelly bean counting. I can't autistic. believe autistic is such a thing. Like, I don't remember it being, I don't remember autistic kids when I was a kid, ever. You hear Metzger's bird about that? No. When we were young, we didn't have autism. We had nerd and it was like, hey, look at that nerd. He's not moving when we throw dodgeballs at him. <laughs> He's just telling us how many dodgeballs there are. <laughs> because those kids were all highly autistic. And we didn't know. And we just, like, bullied them. Fucking <laughs> Metzger. Yeah. Is- <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we always had that. No, we always had It was called nerds. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? Oh. <laughs> His whole persona is boiled down to the one joke about AIDS when he's um, getting tested for blood, and they're like, uh, "Have you had any gay sex recently?" He goes, "No," because they're like, "What are you? What's this test for?" Because we're worried about AIDS. He goes, "Okay." He goes, "Have you ever had intravenous? Have you ever had anal sex with with uh, someone with AIDS or shared intravenous needles with someone with AIDS?" And he goes, "You could get AIDS from that." <laughs> like this oafish, you could get AIDS from that <laughs> from sharing needles with someone with AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> He's brilliant. Oh, he makes me laugh. He's so a genius on stage. You know, you know. Uh, I always feel like precious in the in the fact that um, that I got to appreciate his humor before he anyone knew who he was. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that is my him and Big J are two guys that I knew before they were anyone knew who they were, and I I liked them for who they were because they were funny to hang out. That's with. That's why I'm with Alanis Morissette. <laughs> yeah, they're fun to be around, dude. They they made me laugh so fucking hard. When I know I've told you this story, but when uh, Kurt let go of his cat, let go. <laughs> he had Jay's chick was pregnant, yeah. and they had this shitty cat, and uh, they Who lived did? together. Jay? Jay and Kurt lived together, and Kurt had this cat with his girlfriend, and they and and Jay the whole time was like. Man, my chick can't be, can't be around your cat because it, it, when you're pregnant, you can't be around cat shit. And he's like, you got to get rid of it. And Kurt's like, I can't get rid of the cat. I can't get rid of the cat. I can't get rid of the cat. So then one day I'm with Jay. We're driving from uptown to downtown. And I said, uh, how's living with Kurt? And he goes, oh, Kurt moved out. I said, oh, shit, what do you do with this cat? And, he, and Jay was so involved <laughs> in it, he, go, he couldn't see the humor in it. And he goes, oh, he let it go. I go, let it go. <laughs> Where? I go, where did he move to? And he goes, like, I'm thinking he moved to Vermont or something. He goes, Queens. I go, how do you let a cat go, Jay? And Jay realized that at the moment. <laughs> he just let it go in Manhattan? It just he said, go, get out of here, you stupid cat. <laughs> like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. I go, you can't let a cat go. And I laughed. That's one of the hardest <laughs> I've ever laughed is that the idea of Kurt going, beat it, you stupid cat. How dare you? Nobody likes you anyway. Nobody likes you anyway. <laughs> Get out of here, cat. Oh. You fucking cat. You fucking cat. No, <laughs> no. Shuts the door and the cat's still Satan and sitting on the step. <laughs> oh. Big J is one of my... Big J might be, might be my favorite human being ever. He's great. 
Dude, you know, I had a... To get back to drinking, I had a... I got a my roast first, My first spill of, like, like just drinking way too much and it catching up with me was in New York the last time we were all in New York during okay. uh, Skanks Fest. Skank Fest, yeah. Single skank. And, hold on. Suck it, suck it. Get there. Get that lid again. Get it, get it. You're a champion. You've achieved a lot. And I... I did uh, I did Jim and Sam one morning And drank Jim and Sam Went and saw uh, Some movie with Sam Yeah And I was just I was out of my fucking mind I was like I was like man This is getting out of control I've just been partying nonstop. And I did Legion of Skanks And I, Jay was like What do you want to do You want to go out to clubs you wanna, What do you want to do Like And I was And I was I was bad Yeah Like Jay had bad Like Shaky, just been drinking for like five days straight. Five days straight, like much like this cruise. Yeah, yeah. And Jay was like, uh, saw him in my eyes. He goes, "You want to just go back to my house and have dinner?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." And we just went back to his house and we watched Cops. And dude, Jay's great at it. He's like, "Oh, there's good episodes of Cops. You got to catch up on." Dude, Jay should host a show called TiVo. Yeah, where he just shows you what he's watching. Oh my god, dude! When he watches cops and he comments like, "Oh, this is brutality." They're they they're not even embarrassed about it. Like they could easily edit this out, dude, dude, but they're just dude. like, "Oh yeah, we're just picking a fight with this black dude." He I showed shouldn't me, be in this town. He showed me he had Nick Cannon's, uh, but that dick though. I got that good dick. <laughs> I got that though. good dick though. His closer for a special. He uh. showed it to me, and w- dude, he must have seen it a hundred times, and he was howling, fucking laughing at that joke. Like it was the first time he saw howling, it. and I was and it's I. Great late night. You just get some Chinese. You go over there with oh, the scene. We, we got we got uh, we got uh, cheese sticks. No, we got a uh, b- uh, barbecue from that place right by his house. Where they do Quince? really good barbecue. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, it dude, it was one of my favorite nights ever. And I said to him, I don't think he got this, but I go, dude, I really needed this tonight. Like I, I'm flying the next day. I'm fucking shaky. I don't feel good. They were making cocktails for me, and I wasn't even drinking them. I was just slow slipping them, yeah. like going like, "Yeah, it, dude." Big J might be one of them. I'll go to his funeral too. I'll go to Jay's funeral, but it's the same thing as Ralphie's. If there was going to be a bunch of phonies there, then I'd be like, "Maybe I just won't go." Yeah, Let's probably. all have a thing on our own. I'll open another beer. Yeah, of course you will. Yeah. What were the other options? Not opening another beer. You fucking piece of shit. You pussy piece of shit. I'm already in my right. second one. I t- I did it this time. Um. I love beers. I haven't had beers in since we started fat shaming. Beers, especially Coors Light like this, it's a Dude, great day drunk. It's the best. You gotta, I mean, put it put it down on on paper. Are you gonna really be sober with this fucking view? With one of my, by the way, and, yeah. I, and I don't say this enough to you. Yeah. One of my favorite human beings. When you and Leanne yeah, had buddy. that beef, yeah, I was like, I said to her, I said, you got to figure this out because I really do love Ari. She goes, yeah, but I don't get him. I said, you will, <laughs> but you can't. I go, I can't have you not like Ari because I can't not share things that make me laugh about Ari. And w- when you texted me, I was in bed with Leanne. When you texted, hey, we're going after Joe. I want everyone to write their comments so we can put it in our Instagram feed. I want them to be the first comments. I was in bed with Leanne. And I said, this is why I love Ari. And then we got I got Segura's. And so, uh, Tommy, you know I love you to death. He's such a cuck. <laughs> and his fucking comment that he sent us was so faggoty. What like, was it? It was like, Joe's the best. He could kill us with one hand behind his back. Dot, 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 dot. Joe's number one. And I was like, that's not what really? we're doing. Really, Tom? That's yeah. how we're going to make him? I go, that's not what we're doing, Tom. 
And so we changed it and we wrote hashtag pray for Joe in Tom's comment. Yeah. And by the way, that was the comment that Joe liked the most. Yeah, he was, was like, our how, comment. How's this one? And he like he like had his proof for you. Like, yeah, change this to this and then. It yeah, changes to this. And I showed it to Leanne and she goes, she literally popped up and goes, Wait, I don't think this is a good idea. I said, what do you mean? She goes, going after Joe, he's not the kind of guy that likes to be pinned in the corner. I go, that's why you got to love Ari. And she was like, oh my God, I love Ari. And I was like, yeah, that this is what you enjoy about that guy is that that very few people see life as a game, as like a fun, that life should be sabered and savored instead of like, like I, I'm brand friendly. I'm like, he's like, let's go after Joe. And then we all created like, this. Oh, should we be like, dude, if he's a normal comic, which he is, he's if a he's normal a fucking, comic. Dude, I, I said he, this. He not only deserves it, he would appreciate it. Let's I treat this, him like an I've equal. I've said this to you a number of times. And I've said this. I've probably said this to Joe. Maybe I haven't. I don't know. I've said it to Tom. A long time ago, I decided, do I want him to be my friend or do I want to try to stone step him into something in my life? Like, do I want to be a guy who uses Joe for his celebrity? And I went, no, I want to be his friend, man. I've respected him since day one. I've enjoyed what that guy does. I want his friendship more than anything. So I want to treat him like a regular comic. So when you said that, I was like, Doc, that's what I'm fucking talking about, dude. We're all friends. We're not, no one's better than anyone else. Yeah. We're all friends. And I got so, I literally remember sitting up in my bed, sitting crisscross applesauce, and Leanne was there and showing it to her, and her going like, her going, uh, Oh, this is fucking great! Like, and I and that, but that is how is she now with me? She loves you. She's okay. The girls, the girls are in love with you. Why? The girls are in love with you because they don't see single dudes like you. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that you showed up in a backpack and did laundry and they were like, and the, the fact that you smoke oh, yeah. weed, like they they had to ask about that. They're like, so he he smokes weed because Leanne was like, oh, Ari had a meltdown during Sober October. And the girls were like, why? I thought he didn't drink. And they're like, no, he's, he's, he smokes weed a lot. And they're like, wait, what do you mean? They're like, oh, he smokes weed all the time. And so he's got a single man's life. He's a bachelor. They'd never understood a bachelor before. And the girls were like fascinated by you. Dude, Georgia, more than anyone, yeah. was fascinated Georgia by you. Georgia's the older one? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and she was like, just like... Because we went out and we did that thing in my pool where you were naked, which is very, by the way, so what I do, like, is get naked and I go, girls can't come out. But the fact that I was doing it with a friend, they yeah, were Yeah, I like, was like, oh, hey, where's that daughter of yours? Make sure she doesn't come by the window. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Oh, Uh-oh. that's out. Is, is it? it? I don't know. I haven't seen any smoke. Fuck. Yeah. Leanne loves you. Leanne, that's good. Uh, I'm so happy, too, because... That's oh, gorgeous. It is, isn't it? It's a deep, deep orange. Who Dude, when I was be in, sober right now? When I was in Southeast Asia, I saw more sunrises and sunsets in those four months than I've seen in my entire life. It was yeah. just this like lack of. This is what I mean by materialism. Like I don't know, sort of like what's important. So like I don't know. I'm seeing a fucking sunset from the top of an ancient temple somewhere. It's like, I, I, it's like I guess my place could be nicer at home, but like. This is fucking great. Yeah. You know, there's no price on it, but like, it's great. There's a little price on it. Yeah, right. I guess considering $1,500 that, like, to get on yeah, the boat. Yeah, to get <laughs> yeah. on the boat. But it's also like not taking a higher paid gig this weekend. Yeah. I'm, it's like, I, I'm, I'm, what? So that's, that's my next thing for you. What? We talked about a little bit of like minding your time on the road. Yeah. Like, have some time at home. 
Yeah, I'm killing myself. I know that. I'm aware of that. I know fans want to see you, but you got to match it with, like, what can I do in terms of getting burnt out, writing the material, and, like, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to accomplish in your life, life. You what know? do I want to accomplish, Joe? I think I've accomplished it. I think you want to spend time with your kids. From what from my from my seat, looking at you, <laughs> that seems like what you want to accomplish. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking like theaters. <laughs> Dude, when I saw my parents, when I realized this is what version of success is, when I see them around their grandkids, my nieces and nephews, yeah, and they get so happy, it hit me like, oh, success doesn't have to be a monetary thing. Success doesn't have to be this much money in yeah. the bank. Success can be. I have this family or I have these friends that are around me and like I see my parents with nine, 11 grandkids 11 11 and it's like yeah 5, 4, and 2 and I'm like that's they're saying they're successful you know they wouldn't say it outright but like that's their version and they've had they've done it 11 times yeah I would like to um, I don't know look at that my success is gonna be uh, what? I don't know. I feel like it's got to. It's got to. It's monetarily involved. Okay, it's got to be. Care about that's okay. Like I got to make sure that everyone's paid for. Yeah. But I mean, like Georgia, she's the older one. Yeah, she could get a job at school and help pay for stuff. I did. No, no, she can't. (laughs) Why? No, because that's not like I did. Yeah, you just you make up some of the money that way. Yeah, and and then you make friends at your job. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just I want her to go to college if she goes to college. Yeah. And not have to worry about it. I remember Leanne when we got married. It wasn't married, like a worry. It was like I got to pick up shifts. I don't know. I'll just this is one of the things I do. No, I want, she'll have a job. Yeah. But I want her to like like Leanne when we got married was 25 grand in, in debt from college and yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I don't want that on Georgia's head." And I can totally figure that out. That's Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Not, that's that's literally not even a weekend yeah all right so so like why wouldn't i just work a weekend and then make sure georgia didn't have to pay for college you know yeah not to like by the way and i know that came out like i'm a rich or whatever but like look we're gonna be on i'm, I'm never not honest with you so i wouldn't no. never not be honest with the fans yeah but like yeah if i do a weekend i could definitely pay for georgia's college so just do another weekend like why like and that's the problem i sit in is that like i go why not just work every weekend and make as much money as I can while I'm making money? Like, why would I not? You know? Yeah. I get that. But here's why. Because Dude. you make money to have this great life. Yeah. To be able to pay for George's college and stuff. But also t- to do other things. To I'll be able to you, go to their soccer games. Man, the girls. I don't know if I've said this or not. Uh, by the way, secret time. Yeah. Like, if you don't like me, don't use this against me. If you're listening, that's <laughs> too easy. You're like, I'm yeah. giving you my neck. Yeah, Just, please don't take it. So uh, we're at, we're at Isla's softball practice yeah. or softball game. She's up to bat, and I, she's in the batter circle. And I go, Hey, be just like your dad, baby. Get up there and kill it. And Georgia goes, Or just be drunk. <laughs> and I wow. This is during sober October. Wow. And, I, and I went, I went, whoa. I, I, I literally. She scored off you. Good one. I go, George, I go, is that how you see me? She's like, no, dad, it's a joke. I go. But based on. She I wouldn't go, make that joke about about uh, 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 Leanne. She wouldn't say it, wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And so. <laughs> so. so uh, 
I talked to my therapist about it. I talked to Dr. Drew about it. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and I talked to Georgia about it. She goes, Dad, it was a joke. I wasn't trying to, it was just, it's like with all this stuff going on, it's the thing that I thought would get the laugh. Yeah. And part, but part of me was destroyed. So I was like, shit, is that how you see me? Is just a drunk? By the way, she never knows that I've ever been drunk. She's never seen me drunk she just in her books. It? In her book, she doesn't know that I've ever been drunk. She thinks my wife's been drunk a million times more than me. Yeah. Because when Leanne gets drunk, you can see a, a change in her personality. When I get drunk, it's just like a little looser. But it fucking killed me. Yeah, I, I can like, see that. You I don't want to like, be known as that drunk. I don't want to be known to my kids as like, that. oh, dad's just drunk. But it's so funny because she believes that about the people that don't get drunk is who she believes are drunkards. Yeah. So here's a problem. We talked about this in Phoenix a little bit. I didn't do a great job preparing for the second part of this podcast. So I apologize. But we're getting to it now. You were saying that you don't want to be known as the guy who's like the drunk. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be known as like the fucking Oprah's always loaded. Yeah, I don't want, I don't like. That last kiss, man. Last kiss of sunlight. Go ahead. Oh, so beautiful right now. I wish that this is. Uh, I wish you had a pussy so I could fuck your fucking ass anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is so beautiful right now. Yeah. Those clouds. Yeah, I don't. I don't care it. to be. Um, like it's. I don't care to be drunk all the time. But like, I don't want it. To, I don't want it to be attached to my brand. Meaning, like, people go see my stand-up and they go, "Oh, he was so hammered. That's why he was funny." Because mm-hmm. I'm not hammered on stage. I want them to. And then people will suddenly think that you are. Right? Yeah. Look at that. Look at everyone coming up to take pictures. This is what I decided in Bagan. I was like, when I saw people taking pictures of sunset, it never comes out right. No. It's like, just make the memory, man. You ain't going to capture this. I've seen so many sunsets in my life. Yeah. But they're great. And it's also right after the sunset. People don't realize. It's right afterwards when the oh, colors get great. When, right the, when the it starts drops. lighting up the sky. Uh-huh. When the, all the colors bend and make different colors. God, this is the best. Yeah, that last kiss. Me and Shang Wang were in uh, Maui on their festival. We were sat on a, we stood on a on a rock wall. And I remember him just going like watching the sun go down, and just him going like that last kiss, that last kiss of sun. It's a green flash. You know about that, right? No, what is that? Green flash. They say that uh, when the sun hits the horizon and disappears, there's a green flash that shows up. Really? Yeah, it's a big thing in Florida. Like, uh, really? Yeah, we always talk about it in Florida. Uh, the green flash So you always stare To look for the green flash Wow Yeah Well I want to see it then <laughs> It definitely won't be one But Oh that green It turned green Right at the end Right at the end It did <gasps> <gasps> I did see that too What <laughs> That's a green flash You just yeah. told me about it. I've been waiting to hear it See it for oh, no, Over crazy. seconds And look all the lights Came on All the lights just came on They all on. popped on At the exact same time As soon as that sun went down That green flash Turned the lights on like that's what my like if, if you said like what's your brand? My brand sunsets. No, it ain't. Yeah, it is. I love sunsets. I want. That's not your brand. That's what you like. That's you've not made that your brand. What's my brand? Tito's and soda, man. <laughs> that's maybe that's my brand. It's sunsets. That ain't yours. What do you think your brand is? I don't know if I have a brand. Yeah, you've walked away from a brand so fucking hard. Which brand? Any brand you've. If, if <laughs> so you cut my hair, brand, you I cut my hair so I can look different. Yeah, and LASIK eye surgery. You had momentum. Let's change that. Literally, you went from glasses to no glasses. Uh huh. And I was like, wow, I don't even recognize them. That's part of why I did it too. I was going to Bonnaroo, and I was like, let me shave my head. Got no glasses, so I can do drugs and walk around. 
I know, especially the better I do in my career, the options of public drug use go way down. Really? As people go, oh, you must be on something here, or like recognizing you as you're just trying to gack out, you know, lay face up on the grass. Somebody's like, oh, hey, can I get a picture? It's like, oh, not now, man. I'm fucking high on yeah, mushrooms. I, I love, I love when people say, let's get a picture. What? I love it. What? When people go, want to get a picture. Oh, yeah. The, I don't mind right that time, at all. It's totally cool. At oh, the show, it's dude, cool. my, I realized I hosted Battle Shots Or today. one quick, let's go, move on, but not when I, I don't know. I don't, Not when I'm on drugs. You hosted Battle Bots, yeah? Yeah, Battle Shots today. Battle Shots. And I was like, I, all it was, I only hosted it to do pictures with people, I'm mm-hmm. sure. And, uh, but I don't mind it. I like, I like that anyone, like, I, but I lived in a different world than you did, where, like, I lived in obscurity. On the, oh, well, on, on the, the road, road. On the like road Like we were trying to sell tickets yeah. I lived in obscurity I watched people walk out of the rooms And not say anything to me oh. For fucking What Probably 14 years No way Just walk out and go Yep And by the way I did as good of shows That I do today And by the way Also Let's just say this you were also lucky to be on the road at all. It's not yeah. like you don't just like appreciate that, but like it would be nice if people were like what they are now. It's like you were great, man. Now when they want to do meet and greets, I go, of course, dude. I remember I did a meet and greet in Philly one time. My first meet and greet that was like an hour long, and I was yeah. like, and I remember being uh, cocky and going like, ugh, how long is this going to be? In my head, not out loud. In my head, yeah. The next year I came in and no one wanted to meet me. The next year I went and no one wanted to meet me. And I went, wow. Oh, because you're like, like, Dane does being greets. I guess I should too. And it's like, like, Dane has people wanting to meet and greet him. Oh. And then, and now I just go, dude, I feel blessed that anyone wants to fucking stop and take a picture. I'm I like, like that. and I understand that part of that is technology. It's not. It's having the camera, camera on them at yeah, all times. It's not. Everyone it's not, has a camera on them. So it's yeah. like, I may as well do something. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I did it last night. I'll do it tonight. I'll stop at it. I like, I like it. On the boat's cool. I feel like there's a camaraderie on this boat where it's like, oh, we saw this. We're all in the same buffet. We're all in the same stuff. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm entertaining here, but like, we're all on this boat, <laughs> you know? So yeah. then you see the same faces Dude, we over watched, and over again. We watched Murr do that meet and greet where it was like he was getting swamped. Really? But me and you did. I thought where? me and you watched him. Where? He was on the on the deck with the where the music's playing. I didn't see that. Maybe it was not you. But then we saw him at Craps. He was okay. People weren't bothering him. No, that was Joe. That was Joe, I'm saying. Yeah. But like, people were like... Dude, but think oh, about they- that circle. Like, this is another reason to get back to drinking. Yeah. Think about that circle of people watching us gamble with Joe. But Joe List and Dan Soder, who are sober, yeah. they would both say, you can have that sober. Yeah, they're wrong. List is a great hangout. Soder's a great hangout. They'll be there. They're not going to leave. I can use Dan Soder as an example. I won't use Joe List as an example. You don't know him that well. Because I don't yeah. know him that well. Yeah. But I, I know him, and I, and I really love him. I, I, his his story of shit in that girl's shoe is one of my favorite. It's one yeah. of my favorite stories. Anyone knows me and listens to my podcast knows that I've talked about that one story is my favorite story ever. Yeah. But I'll say this about Soder only because no one can ever say, and Dan, I love you, is that Dan is as fun as I am. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, no, other right, drunks right, aren't right, as fun right, as you right. are. What? Other drunks aren't as fun as you are. Dude. So that's but, not fair. But 
That's yeah, like, no, that's like no. Howard Stern go, I make more money than you. I was like, yeah, but you also, as a proof that podcasting is successful. I'm like, yeah, but you also make more money than other like radio people. Yeah, but but so but it's not that, a fair conversation. You were that fun night drunk. last night. That yeah. like night last night. Yeah, and I Dan you were more fun Soder, than Joe. I love you. You were more fun than Joe. You were more fun than me, and we were all drunk. Yeah, you were you were the most Dude, fun of all of us. It was, but 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 booze is a part of that. Yeah, for True. me, booze True. is a part of that. True. That having a cocktail underneath and, and, and taking a sip. No, he couldn't have been you in that scenario. No one but, but, could but, be me in that scenario. But they both could have been me in that scenario. I was drunk and they both could have been me not drunk in that same scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, right, and yeah, been just yeah, as yeah, quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adding the same lines and fucking taking people's chips by accident it and later on purpose. so fucking funny. <laughs> I kept stealing your chips. <laughs> you kept stealing my chips? Yours and Nick Sephora's. Uh, they kept like throwing it <laughs> nearby me. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll take that. And they're like, wait, but one of you were like, I didn't get paid. They're like, no, we paid you. And they're like, look at me. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I took whatever was in front of me. I saw you high five a guy. You're like, yeah, you're like, I definitely you 12. I'm like, oh, now I got to pay you? I just won. <laughs> Last night might have been one of the funnest nights I've ever had gambling in my entire life. No questions fun. asked. It's been a while since I've done like an Atlantic City trip. This is it felt like in a casino where just a bunch of your friends yeah. take it over. Dude, can I tell you the one thing I thought was what? like, it's the first time I didn't give a fuck about an agent. Like he was just my, there as a dude. He was just he was like, just there he was as a just guy. A guy. Yeah. Like I was like, I, I understand Nick Nusforo is probably the biggest touring agent. He changed the way touring's done. True. He also happens to be my agent, but I didn't give a fuck about him. Yeah. I had more time, more fun with his wife. Like, his wife was more fun. Like, but I'm not going to shit on him, but like, it was just like I didn't care. Everybody's like, chill. It was so nice. Everybody's normal. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, I'm ready to get drunk again tonight. I'm already drunk right now. I mean, I'll enjoy one last drunk on this trip. And then we're going to the Saints game tomorrow. That friend of Sean Patton's got us tickets. Oh, for real? Got us like good. He said good tickets. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we have And those. then I got a show at the Joy Theater. Yeah, at night. You come and do a set there? I'll come by. I, I don't need to do a set, but I'll come. Oh, um, God, I can't. I just, I'm ready to quit drinking again. Yeah. And then this, then when you get back home. It seems like now, then would be the time. Like you said a week ago when we did the first part of this podcast, where it's like more time with my kids, more present. It's like yeah. those are the times maybe to go, well, now's not the right time to drink. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get home. Um, I can't wait to get home and not drink. And that, yeah. that sounds crazy. It does sound crazy. I, well, the, the real challenge will be not drinking on the flight. Just don't do it. Yeah. Start setting that tone, start setting that habit of like, this is not a place I need to be drinking because I'm going to be in a lot of flights. Yeah. I should make it like not a drinking that's, place. That's the right word. Set that tone. No booze. When they're trying to do things about smoking cigarettes, those campaigns, you ever see that? Where somebody goes outside and then like leaves work and then goes for like, um, and then has like a bunch of margaritas with them where they take a five minute break to smoke and drink. <laughs> no. And they go, by the way, that just sounded so awesome. Yeah. But they go, you don't need to drink when you smoke. So why do you have to smoke when you drink? Break the habit. Another one was like them going outside on on, on a shift, whatever. Uh, maybe I'm mixing them up, but most of the point is there. And then they go and they get into a car and they drive around the block and come back. And they're like, you don't need to drive when you smoke. So why do you smoke every time you drive? Break the habit. Yeah. You know, because that's what I would do when I smoked. It was like, as soon as I got in my car, I was like, get, I light up here. This is what you do. Dude, there's like, why? nothing You're not better. For one. There's nothing better than having a cigarette in your car. That's great. Flick out the window, ash out the window, drive and go. Oh. And then those people who have the ashtrays in their cars are like, why are you a garbage person? Throw it out the who window. The fuck ashes in their car. So your whole car smells like that? Oh, come on. Piece of shit. Piece of shit, fuck, feist. 
This oh. makes me miss Indonesia. Being on this boat like this. I wonder, uh, I would like to go on a trip again. What? I'd like to go on a trip. Is that our next challenge? We should, man. You guys should travel like I do. For a week or two. We should do, we should do. Bolivia, we'll we start there. We can do South America, so it's not that far. Our next challenge should be you, Joe, and Tom, and, and go somewhere where it's really rough. Yeah. Like, I, I know Joe's hunting trip. I don't want to hunt, per se. Hostels. But, like go, like, go where you have to be poor as fuck. Yeah. And, and watch Joe and Tom, who are biggest whore friends with yeah. money in the world. Yeah. Dude. I'm a whore with money. Tom Segura is fucking gr- gross. Dude, when you're going from, like, one city in, in Cambodia to another, and you're like, oh, I'll take a flight. You're like, there is no flight. It's yeah. a 12-hour bus, or you just don't oh, get there. We should do that. We should go for a, a week and just podcast. Uh-huh. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to recruit this, but in Vietnam, what a lot of people do is they take they they buy a motorbike in the south, either Ho Chi Minh, I'm so into this, or already. the north, which is uh, not Saigon, which is um, what's a northern city? Yeah, Ho Chi Minh, Saigon is south, and then north is Singapore. Nope, 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 nope. Fuck, whatever it is, the northern city in Vietnam. Yeah, and um, and then they buy a bike, drive it down, and then sell it, and then sell it. You buy it for about 250 bucks. It helps if you know anything about motorcycle maintenance, which oh, I Oh, I love this already. And then um, you just find stuff. You might stay for three days in some small city. You might stay for one day. You just go. And if you have, everything happens where you have to fix your bike, you can't just pay for it. you got to find a guy who can fix it. And then you do that. Rogan and Segura might be the wrong guys to do it with. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do Bobby it. Bobby Kelly could do it. Ooh, he Bobby could Kelly. do it. I could see him going, yes, I'd Dude, like to do, you do that with you. Do you know how much fun Bobby Kelly would be on It'd be so much fun. Eating fucking crazy dead, street foods. Dead, dead, dead. They got donuts over here. Yeah, we wouldn't record it, but at the end of the day, every day, we can get together for 45 minutes and just be like, let's talk about our day here. Yeah, that's what podcasting needs to do. Yeah, we could talk about our day. So it would be a travel podcast. We could visit every few days, you know, and that would be the, the, the three weeks we're there. So, so when I heard about that, I was like, oh, I need to be in Vietnam, not for a week, to do this right. Yeah. I want to be here for 40 days. We could do it in two or three weeks. I could do it two weeks. Get Bobby Kelly. It might be three weeks. We'll, we'll reach out to Joe and Tom. Tom won't do it. Tom, Tom won't, won't do, do it. it. Tom won't do it. He's too money hungry. He's too money hungry. Joe wouldn't Joe do won't it. do it. Joe won't He's do it. He's got his family. He's got too much biz to yeah. going on. I Bobby mean, would do it. Those are things that I... Those are the kind of things that make me pity Tom and Joe. And anyone who has a family or whatever. Yeah. There's great things that come along with it. Yeah. But those details that you can't just go or do whatever, it's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Me and Yusuf got uh, got high once in um, Vegas. We did a corporate gig for the Border Patrol. They saw me. The only corporate gig I've ever done. For the Border Patrol? Yeah. They saw me in San Diego. And he goes, the guy's like, I want to hire you to do my, a corporate thing. I was like, you know, I don't do corporates. He's like, why? He goes, well, you've seen my act. He goes, I don't get it. He goes, okay, more corporates make me clean. He goes, oh, no, just do whatever you did at La Jolla. So I was like, okay. I was like, can I bring it open? He's like, whatever you think. Yeah. So Yusuf did 15. I did like 40 maybe. And I was like, that's all you need for a show. And it was dirty as I wanted. But then we got really high. Yusuf doesn't do anything anymore. But we got really high. I just walked around the Aria, looked at like statues and stuff. And I remember thinking like, when I'm usually here, it's with Rogan on a UFC weekend. Yeah. And he's at his most famous right there. Yeah. You know, the whole town knows of him. Yeah. And I remember like walking around Vegas like that going like, oh, this is this is what the problems are with celebrity. Where you can't just walk around and get high with your friend. 
yeah. and just be at peace to like stare and be weirdo. I wonder about that. Sometimes when I walk through Gelson's, uh-huh. I think I, I do think about Joe and like how like because I recognize a Gelson's and I go it's with my kids just shopping with yourself. I'm just just shopping. I go oh if I'm getting recognized here, think about super famous people and that. I don't want I that. I it's a quality of life thing. I don't want go. that. It's better for you to sell out shows, but... I don't mind it. Yeah. I like getting recognized. You really do. I really you do. You really do. I like it. I, I really... I, I don't mind it at all. Like, if someone goes, oh my God, I'm a big fan, I go, oh, fuck yeah. I think Joe gets a different... Like, he gets like... Like, dude, I lost my father. You've been like my father Oh, yeah, me. yeah. Like, I He's think like, that's Okay, okay. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with this. Uh, let me off the hook, please. Fuck that. <laughs> I can't imagine being Joe famous. Dude, when I was at the, when I was nine eleven, I was working at the comedy store. Yeah. My, my TV was gone because my roommate had just moved out. So I went to the store, to the phone room, where we had a small, like almost black and white TV, the TV yeah. VCR. This yeah. is this big. I don't know how many inches that is. Like you know, seven inch, a thirteen yeah. inch TV. And um, we we're just watching it. Like oh my god, nine eleven. You remember what yeah. it was like? Yeah. And the calls started coming in. This is Tuesday. They're like, do you guys have a show tonight? And we're like, no, we're canceled. And they're like, "Fuck! I need, I need to laugh. I need to get off this." And they just kept coming in all day. And that day, that week, comedy did a real thing, where it really like, I need to forget. Can you help me? Yeah, that's what Joe's got with these fucking crazy fans every day. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Dr. Drew must be the same thing. You helped me through this thing. I was, oh my god, it was so important. He was okay. Great, thank you. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad. That, that, that's great. Ugh. I mean, I mean, it's not. I mean, I don't know. It's not bad, but it's not good either. The 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 thing that comes behind it that you have made somebody feel better. It's like, well, that's nice. Yeah. Can you just tell someone else to tell me, <laughs> so I can be like, oh, uh, cool, your friend. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Last time I sat on stage, I go, hey, uh, if you guys want to get a picture, just make sure I'm not losing. Losing on the tables, <laughs> and everyone came up. And they're like, "Are you losing?" I'm like, no, I'm, I'm doing good. I have so much fucking chips in my bag. You got to change this. And you had a hundred on the floor. So wait, we we land tomorrow, and we leave. We get off the nine thirty. We're gonna throw our stuff down at the whatever, and we're gonna go tailgate and enjoy the parties of, of New Orleans. The game starts at noon. We'll probably be at our hotel and away from it by ten thirty. I got us the same hotel. Yeah, great. I'll okay. pay for this one. Okay, and then um and then um. We'll just go. All right. Have a fun at a Saints game. That'll be really cool. With Nate. Was Nate coming with us? We only got two tickets. And Nate also said he wasn't sure if we'd be get, getting here in time. I asked yeah. him about the tickets. Oh, I wish I wasn't leaving right away. Right. I kind of want to party with Nate. Well, you'll tonight. I mean, uh, tomorrow night when he's there. For a minute. All night. I'm going to get on the fucking... I'm, 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 You're not flying that night, are you? No, I'm flying the next morning, but early in the morning, and I have a connecting flight. And this is what makes me drink on planes. You had to fly first class and go connecting rather than flying coach and going straight. Yeah. Crazy. That's no. not as enjoyable. No. You've, you've, for the higher price thing, you have, you have, the, first of all, there's life. no, there's no, uh, uh, direct flight. It's not true. I'm taking one. To LA? Mm-hmm. All, all, all day long. On American? No, it's a, it could be any airline. No, no. Has to be American, the worst uh, one? Me. Has to be the worst airline? It's the best airline it's ever. It's the worst one. It's the best airline ever. It's the worst one. American Airlines, the best airline ever. When I stopped taking them, they called me and they were like, hey, we noticed you're not flying as much. For uh, real? Yeah, what's going on? I was like, it just got to be like really bad. The only seats I could really take were like the emergency exit ones and they were cold. Like like wind would blow in. 
Uh, really? And I was like, what else? I was like, the bathrooms are way too small. <laughs> like, I am crouched over and have my penis out trying to pee. And they go, well, how tall are you? I'm like, I'm 6'3". They're like, well, that's pretty tall. I'm like, that's not the answer I'm looking for. Because I'm always going to be this tall. You're 6'3". And I was like, I never get bumped to the first class. I have all these points. I never get bumped up. Like, where do you fly from? Like, LA mostly or New York? And they're like, well, that's a high... I think that, I'm like, but I'm flying back from Kansas City. I'm flying yeah. back from Omaha. And they go, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, it's all right, guys. I'm just kind of done with you. You're just <laughs> shitty. You've become this garbage airline. Southwest uh, become great. Uh, you know what? If you don't, if like flying isn't a deal to you, Southwest is the way to go. Southwest is great. If, you, if flying's a deal. Um, For 10 I'm, extra bucks, you can get like the first come, first serve. So you can make sure you get a, first, a good seat by the uh, window. Stare out, take an edible, fucking meditate while you look out the window. Notebook in front of you. Do you eat edibles on flights? Oh, yeah, Bert. <laughs> yeah. Cross-country flights, if I don't have a show that day, for sure. I am getting obliterated. Are you serious? There is no part of me that's left Are you serious? when I'm on a flight. Are yeah. you serious? Oh, yeah. I, dude, I, I was on a, I took it too early once. What I want to do, I did this with Thick Thune once. We were checking in in Montreal. I gave yeah. him some of my edible. I had some. And I was checking in, staring oh, at the this screen. Oh, this makes me so excited. Looking to my left at somebody else doing it and, like, trying to cheat off them. <laughs> off trying to check the, the buttons. And then I said, can you help me? And so I had to make them punch it in. That's the wrong time. What you want to do is right after you finish that, have it hit you. Really? Going through security. You set your alarm for, like, I have to be back at the gate at this time. Because okay. otherwise the All whole right. time yeah, you're yeah, thinking, yeah, like, yeah. oh, fuck, I'm going to have to get back. And like, yeah. no, that was only four minutes, not 50. Yeah. And then you get obliterated. So the one time... I had too much. I started getting the spins. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I just sit down on the ground. This is in the, in the, in the gate. Just on the floor, pouring sweat. Just pouring sweat. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Fuck. Pouring sweat. I have low blood pressure, too. Pouring sweat. I saw this father and son. Uh, the son was like 16, 17, 18. Yeah. And the father was, you know, 45, 50. And then I was just like, I mean, just my, my shirt was drenched. And just looking at them, and they're looking back at me, and I'm like, they're looking at a drug addict. <laughs> oh, In my head, I'm like, they're looking at a full-on up. drug addict. And I was. I'm like, what am I, at an airport? Fucking gacked out to the point where I can't even sit on a chair? But that flight was still good. Really? Dude, flying on edibles is amazing. You I gotta get, try it once. If you fly daytime, and you get a window seat, you stare out the window, the scenery slowly changes... As, really? you, if, as long as there's no cloud cover Clouds make it boring But then you have a notebook open in front of you And you just meditate You just think And if something pops into your head You write a jot down on your notebooks in front of you And you just keep looking out the I gotta window try, I gotta I, try In all honesty I've eaten edibles But I've never eaten edibles to enjoy it I've always eaten them at the end of the night Where I'm like fuck it Oh to sleep Like yeah oh. I've never, I've never in, tried to enjoy edibles UFC fights Diaz and I would get fucking gone Really? Yeah it makes it amazing yeah, I gotta try edibles Like, for fun Yeah It makes the trip An adventure So if I took them I, This is what I do When I was at LAX When I was flying from LA Because I had the edibles And I would do the, hide, the hunt for the edibles then Yeah I'd hide stuff uh, for back, fans Yeah, back when you almost got arrested <laughs> Yeah, back then <laughs> um, I parked my car at Joe's That was my spot At LAX Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah And I'd pop <clears throat> it then And then i take the shuttle in It takes 30... Very minimum Usually 45 minutes To an hour to kick in And I'd go in And then I'd be waiting there And I'd be like Fucking high off my ass Like super high And they yeah. would I would come down I would land I wouldn't come down yet Land Get off 
whoever was picking me up from the club would take me to the air, to the hotel, check into the hotel. So I put my bag down. Right then, I would come down. Really? So like a seven eight hour. It was just a fun experience instead of fucking seven eight hours of travel. It was a fun oh, time. See, that's what I have with drinking. I got high one morning. I was in Portland or Seattle, and I got high before doing press. Mm-hmm. Wow! And I had so much fun doing press. No connection with anything. Yeah. And and uh, but then I couldn't go to sleep. Really? I couldn't go to sleep. I oh, afterwards. Like, I was like laying in bed going, like my brain couldn't shut off. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, fuck this. Oh. Yeah, get high on planes, man. I'm going to try it. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to try it. The, 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 to circle back one more time, <clears throat> the one thing I missed the most is weed out of all this month. Really? I'm not, I'm really? I'm a big, big weed smoker. Yeah. But like, like, I noticed that like when I grabbed my fanny pack that I wouldn't put a vape pen in there. Because I liked, I liked having a vape pen to take a hit off of when we yeah. were all drinking. Um, I want to do edibles in like a, a totemic proportion. Totemic? Yeah. I don't know I the word. I said it wrong. Might be the wrong word. But like oh, in like, an, in like, an, in like a, a monstrous proportion. I want to yeah. try edibles and go, Overdose. oh, we're going deep. We're going yeah, deep. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like Joey Diaz goes, we're seeing Satan's cock, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I don't know what your tolerance is for that, but I would say... Very low, very low. I would say sometimes fat people either have it, get it harder... Yeah. Or, I'm sorry you're not obese, but you're still fat, Bert. <laughs> I'm barely fat. Okay. I'm not you, but you look ridiculous. I am middle of normal weight. I am not even underweight. You're skinny. I'm not, Bert. If people said to you, are you skinnier? What would you weigh? If I'm skinnier or fat, I'm skinny. Weigh? What do you weigh? 186? I, I, before, this, before this cruise, 178. Now, probably 188. Dude, I have gained so, so much weight much. on this cruise. Oh, my God. It's I've, a lot of food. I'm eating ice cream cones nonstop. Oh, they're great with those sugar cones. Oh. Um, so you think you're skinny? It's skinny or fat, I'm skinny. But, yeah, but, you're skinny. But if it's skinny, normal, or fat, then I'm normal. No, you're skinny. If you give me skinny, normal, or fat, I'm for sure normal. And, and some normal people would say, no, you're fat. Look at you. Bert, I want you to see this. What? I'm not saying I'm gross, but I want you to see this. This is flat. It's just skin. It's skin that hangs off because of fat. Because you used to be fat. Look at that. Right. That should be gone. Look at me looking forward. Well, that's that's, not, you're crazy. You're crazy. What? I mean, I'm, a, I'm in okay shape. Yeah, you're in great shape. Yeah. You're the skinniest I've ever seen you. No, coming back from Southeast Asia, I was skinny. You know you have to like watching yourself fuck. What? You have to like watching yourself fuck. <laughs> I don't watch myself fuck. But you know you look good. <laughs> I look I'm, I'm happy with how I look. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I do not look good. I gained weight after I, I came back from Asia. I was like 165. You were... When we did the three-way podcast, there's a video, a picture of you with your arm up. and you Three-way have a bicep, podcast? Uh, me, you, and Rogan, and Segura. Oh, yeah. And there's a picture of your, of your bicep, and I was like, dude, I would pay money to look like that. That was after I gained weight from Asia. Really? Oh, I came back in late April. This was in October. I mean, uh, Dude, uh, when you came back from Asia, you looked fucking amazing. Yeah, I did. Some people say I like too thin. But yeah, I, I would can, say that now. Skinny. Then I can see skinny. But that was 15 pounds ago. I gained 15 pounds from that guy. I can't still be skinny 15 pounds up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, this, you you're your, looking at me now. Like, I just realized, like, I look at people who are like 5'11 to 5'3". Where I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, short. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Chris Milhouse like, I'm 5'3", I'm tiny. I'm Chris like, Milhouse. I guess. And then Tom Segura is the high end of short, but still he's, short. 
I love that he claims six foot. Six I one, love he claims that he's he claims not, six one. He's been measured to under six feet. He is. He literally has to have Christina get plates for him in their house. Plates. He's like, yeah. Can you reach out? <laughs> we have to do that when we do the podcast November seventh. Yeah, we should buy the thing they have when you walk into a uh, a grocery store. Or a convenience store or the measuring thing, we should put it right at Joe's door. To see if Tom can come in? Yep, to see if Tom can come in. <laughs> like on, on roller coasters? <laughs> what time is it? I don't know. We got to go soon. I got to go do a show. What time's your show? I think nine. Oh, we got to go eat, though. Eat in the oh, artist lounge today. Yeah, artist Why? lounge eat. Why? Because it's better. Okay. It's great. Bert, you got a tour coming up? Whatever. I don't know. What do you got? Uh, sold out. Let's not talk about the sold out ones because sold out. It's sold out. Sold out. What sold out? Everything? No, you just started the Wilbur. Yep, sold out. It already sold out. Yeah, adding a second show. The whole show sold out. Yeah, so show, first show sold out. Jesus, we're doing a second show. Same issue though. Same fucking numbers as you're doing. What? This is identical. It, like sold out or selling well? Sold out. The first show sold out. Yeah, yours sold out too. No, the first show I had sold half the tickets in a week. But this is a month ago. Yeah, and you're just like, sold hey, out. You're just sold out too. All right, well, get tickets to my Truck Boston is show. sold out. Truck it out. Yeah, we're adding shows in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, those are my two shows I care about. <laughs> wow, that's great, yeah, man. Wilbur and, no, it's going well, dude, we're we're at the same place in our careers. I just have a different attachment to success. Yeah, like you don't care about it. I care about it. I really do care about no, it. No, I have a different definition of success. I do care nope, about success. No, nope. we have the same definition of success. What? You don't give a fuck about success. No, my definition of success is writing new, great material all the time. It's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I want, look, I, if I was you. <laughs> this is why I go to Edinburgh for a month and my fucking Melbourne yeah, for a yeah, month yeah. to make two grand instead of making a week every single time for a bunch more money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd love to go to Edinburgh. Yeah. If they could pay it, a fucking $100,000. It won't pay that. My version of success is like, oh, I'll get great stuff out of that. Yeah. I'll get the work out of it that I need. Yeah, but I'm the guy, the guy listening to this podcast that goes, that goes, <laughs> I'm Ari. But then he realizes, oh, no, I'm not. Because I, I, I would definitely take the money grab over the fucking work. Listen, Peter Keating was a great architect. I can't believe you just said this. Yeah. You, know, you know, I started reading that book when I started Sober October. Really? Yeah. And can I tell you this? What? That I'm always going to be the other guy. Peter I Keating. Ne- I couldn't understand what was wrong You're with the other guy. You're not going to be Rourke. I'm never going to be Rourke. I never could understand what was wrong with the other guy. I was like, yeah, I get it, man. You got to make a fucking living. No, I'd love to fucking break rocks in the hot sun with red hair and yeah. fuck the boss's daughter. But I, I'll never not want to be that other guy that makes the money. Yeah. I never could understand that fucking book. My buddy Obi was like, dude... Read that book, and you are Howard Rourke. And I was like, and as soon as I read it, I was like, no, I'm Peter Keating. I don't think Peter Keating is bad. I think he's. They're both really successful. I've read the whole book. I've only read like 300 pages, which is a lot of a book. Took me over a year to read that book. Yeah, really. But but like, I never understood what was wrong with the guy. Nothing's wrong with the money grab. He's fine. He's fine. See, you're the. What's wrong with that book? I guess so, man. You read that book and you believe in Howard Rourke. I think yeah. Howard Rourke's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I haven't read the whole book. I haven't read the whole book, but I believe Howard Rourke is the one that goes, dude, it's just a building. I get it, man. I'm not going to agree with you. 
You have to agree with me. I don't. You he's, don't. He's the guy. Howard Rourke. Yeah. I got to read the whole book. It, early on, it doesn't matter. It's a, I don't, for Howard me, Rourke for didn't me, speak he's the to guy. Peter Keating's mom. He didn't even speak to her. He, he lived with him, right? Yeah, it's like, what's the point? And he just would walk in and go, what's the point of speaking to her? No, you don't want to be like that. But that's what that ends up being. Uh, uncomfortable, social. Because like I, I've got this other thing I'm concentrating on all the time. So you're just like weird about everything else. Dude. That's not what you want to be. I, I'm not as good as Rourke. But that's the direction I aim. For real? Yeah. I got to read the rest of that fucking percent. book. I walked away from hundreds of thousands of dollars because yeah. I thought... Oh, I know. Dude, you've walked away from more money than I've ever been offered. <laughs> I, I know that for a fact. You've ruined parts of your life simply out of integrity that yeah. I would not have done. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, I have to say this for me. Yeah. I stood by you as you did it. Yeah, no. And ruined my life. I don't went, nah, you know what? Fuck you. I stand with Ari. I wasn't offered the money you were offered. Yeah. So like I couldn't I couldn't claim integrity like that, but I was like, it's my friend, it's my friend. I I do what he does, but I don't know if I could have done that. Yeah, it's hard. I I was really distressed over it, and Kevin Christie, he sort of gets it too. He's like an illustrator, really great illustrator too, on top of being a comedian. And he was like, "This is the path, man. If it was always easy, everybody would have that like integrity or whatever you call it." But like he goes. It's not easy, so this is just occasionally they're going to throw shit your way, and you got to catch it. And then the rest of the time, you get to not be on some sitcom for seven years. It sucks. And you, want to blow you've your done, brains you've out. You've done stuff where I go, yeah, that definitely is not my path. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, 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 and, and, but and, the great thing about comedy is we're all just joined in, fucking trying to write a good joke. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the day, Howard Work respected the mainstream architects of his time. He was like, you guys do have some good ideas. You're getting bogged down by listening to fucking whoever's paying you for I should do that when you shouldn't listen to them. You're like, you'll pay me to make buildings. You won't hire me to make your building. You'll pay me to make buildings. Or don't. Or don't. But he respected those other comments. He respected Peter Keating. Did he? Yeah, he did. He was like, you know know how to do architecture, for sure. The same way I respect almost every comic. You're just trying to write a joke. I'm not going to shit publicly on any comics fucking, oh, this joke, uh, it was fucking rude for whatever reason, or this was misogynist, this was sexist, this was racist. Uh Uh-uh. We're all just trying to write jokes. Even the ones I don't respect, it's like, unless you're stealing, it's like, you're great. You're doing it. We're all doing it. It brings us all together. Whatever you want out of this is different than other people will want. Yeah, I, I I think I've always felt a kinship to Peter Keating only because I go. That's good. I go. Yeah, I would definitely. I ne- I didn't see him as the as the as the villain the way that you should have. He's not a villain. He's not. He's not a villain. He's not a villain. He, he wasn't trying to hold back. Rourke. He's Larry the Campbell guy. He's fine. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. He is. And I and I don't disrespect Larry the Campbell guy. I go efficient, dude. He's Angela Angela Johnson. He's, he's better than Angela Johnson. Peter Keating is? Yeah, he's uh I'm trying to think who he is. Ron White. Was. Yeah, Ron White's a good example. Just a good comic. But in the end, it's not He's ride, not ride he's or not die Bill Burr. with this. He's not Bill Burr. He's not Bill Burr. He's not And some of those comics that are works don't even really get that good. But they just like I need to do it my way no matter yeah. what. 
It doesn't matter if you have good ideas you're trying book. to give me. I gotta finish me. reading that goddamn book. It's I need to do my ideas, regardless of whether the ideas you give me are good or not. I need oh, to I'm do gonna do my I ideas, think. but I don't mind if my ideas I don't mind if I have a good idea and it folds into the public unconscious and I go Oh yeah, I'll keep doing that idea. Sure, like my no, shirt make off. Make a t-shirt. Yeah. Make a t-shirt yeah. for the machine. That's all yeah. good. Make a t-shirt. He said this quite clearly later. Yeah. He goes, "Listen, I don't do this for money, but I do enjoy getting paid quite a lot of money for doing this." Who said that? Howard Rourke. For for taking the money is not the problem. Doing it for the money is the problem. Oh if yeah, you go, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you go, I don't want to do a theater tour, but they're paying me, and I don't think this act goes with the theater tour, and then doing it anyway—that's a problem. Yeah. Doing. Like if you're Gaffigan, you should be in theaters. It goes well with that. Yeah, it's not a problem for him taking that money. No, at all. Oh, maybe I'm more like Howard Rourke than I think. I think you've got pieces of you in you. I think everyone has pieces of him in you. No one's that. No one's a hundred percent. It's like it's like a gay, bisexual, straight. No one's a no one's a six or a zero on that Kinsey scale. People okay. are five and a halfs. Yeah. What time is it right now? Let's go, Bert. This has been a great cruise. I love you, brother. Great sober October. It was, it was a really fun. Thank you so <laughs> much. Been a lot hey, of fun. You, by the way, and I have to say this: you're the only one that really struggled with me. I did because I know you didn't want to do the sobriety thing. I did not. I and did you're not. you're the one that enjoyed the sobriety with me the most. Yeah. Joe was fun to watch him go back and forth. Tom, it doesn't matter. Tom, he, he would have done whatever he did. Yeah, but. You were, you were my literally my my brother in arms in this. Yeah, me too. I mean, it was it was hard for me. Oh, it I was, like drugs, dude. I like them. I like them. I want that to be my ringtone for you when you call. I like drugs, bro. I, I like them. <laughs> Sorry, make a ringtone out of that. All right, Bert. Uh, All let's right. go eat great food. All right, bye. <laughs> Every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. Just take a little bit every now and then. But you're so high. Man, you ought to be shaking yourself. Stay drunk all the time. Oh, come on now. Now y'all be like Come home last night. All lures. Okay, that's the episode, you guys. That's the episode. Very relaxed now. My voice is feeling kind of shitty from the cigars I've smoked. I'm back in mainland, in New Orleans. Um, Bert and I went to a Saints game. He was not that into it. He was trying to pass out. He was hungover as shit getting off the boat. I mean, hungover as shit getting off the boat. Feeling bad and then taking a nap after the game. When they told him he couldn't check into his hotel, we got here at 10, 10 a.m., he was like, oh, no, come on. What? He's like, why did I get a reservation then? I'm like, because it starts at 3 o'clock. You got one for 3 o'clock on. You're just cranky. And uh, so we went to the game. We pretty much fell asleep in the middle of it. Um, yeah, he's hung over. I think of the five days he drank, I think two to three of them were like quality for him. But I don't know. You'd have to ask him what the amount is. Um, and now he is going to do his show uh, here at the Joy Theater with Sal and Bargatze. Um, a quick shout out to also to the other comedians who ended up being sober that I know of. Uh, maybe we did it on the episode, but Brenda Zisi, Ron Funches. Uh, what's for you guys? 
fucking sucked for me. <laughs> I did not care for it. Um, so that's it, you guys. That's the episode. Don't forget my tour. Asheville, Athens, Connecticut, Denver, Boston, Providence, Seattle, Sacramento, Salt Lake City, Vancouver, Edmonton, Boise, maybe, probably. Uh, that's it. AriShafir.com for tickets. And that's it. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. For Burke Kreischer, I'm Ari Shafir saying so long for episode 308. Sober October, a November to Rebender. Goodbye. I didn't do that one right. Whatever. Goodbye. Right? No, I did it wrong. Whatever. All right. Oh. No. Oh, I, that's it. My my live shows, my uh, my running of the hour that I'm doing starts uh, this coming Sunday. Not today, um, but the 12th on. The 12th of November on. The Fat Black Pussycat is part of the Comedy Cellar. If you want reservations, you got to go to the Comedy Cellar website. Um, and just you just reserve a ticket. So come watch me and help me do my new hour. Um, ask questions afterwards if you guys had any questions for... I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. We'll workshop it together. I got about 30 strong on topic, and the next 45 to an hour will just be workshoppy. So cheap tickets. Come. Enjoy. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I should have said that in the beginning, too, but I didn't. So if you're in New York, those Sunday shows should be interesting. I'll have a good opener, too, to make up for any, like, so-so-ness that I am. Okay. Bye. What good can